PKA506. We're not 100% sure Filthy knows he's supposed to be here. We're not sure. We're we not sure. We don't know. We've been Maybe it'll be a surprise for all of us. <laughs> I went to a stream and I um, I like resubscribed like 15 months in a row and I was just like, what a good hey, friend. See you soon. And he just goes, hey, hey. And I was like, I don't think he knows what I'm talking about. No, I was serious then, about that. <laughs> <laughs> can't, I'm, can't at, I'm at real soon, like 12 minutes from now. <laughs> I, I can't help but notice you're not subbed to my incredible Fall Guys content for 15 months. I was, and I unsubscribed. Poorly, <laughs> you were doing. Um, I actually had to. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, before we get into anything else, this episode of PKA is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, ExpressVPN, and Blue Chew. We'll learn all more, all about those later. But uh, I guess it's just us boys tonight, unless Filthy decides to grace us with. Uh, you really filled that to the brim. Is that coffee? It's uh, a little cold it's brew. Sweet tea and. I just made sure it wasn't quite so far to the brim all down my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle has a bit of a drinking problem. You know, I, sure I, have more tea in the kitchen. You can, <laughs> you can always get more. So That did not go anyway, well. We'll see if, if Filthy comes and, and joins us. What's new with you gentlemen since we spoke on Tuesday? We were just talking about um, The Last Dance with Jordan and that uh, Woody has... Uh, I, I watched it the other day, but God damn it. I just, I mean, I spilled a lot of tea on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so on PKN, really Kyle was saying he watched The Last Dance and he really enjoyed it. And I was, I had only read some of the people's <laughs> in it responses. Pippin in particular felt uh, disrespected and I don't know, basically a strong dislike of Jordan because of how he was portrayed. Now I'm watching it and Pippin doesn't come off so bad. Maybe a little soft, but. I don't think they painted him like a bad guy. No, I think I think I think what we're seeing is that Pippin was soft and is soft. He's a little and sensitive. He's, he's still a bitch today. Like like Charles Barkley. Uh, I, I can't think. Of, I don't know who he was making fun of the other day because I don't follow basketball. But I guess somebody had given them Paul George. Himself, Paul George. What what was Paul George calling himself? Playoff P. Playoff P. He's like you can't call yourself Playoff P. You don't go to playoffs. No, you don't see me he calling myself losing. champion if yeah. you're losing in the playoffs. You don't see me calling myself championship Charles. Yo, what's up, CC? No, nah, don't nobody say that. I didn't, no, I didn't win no championship. <laughs> Charles Barkley is the best basketball announcer on air, according to me, by far. He's, he's, I like him a lot. He's he my give favorite. Yes. He's clearly one of the guys who has so much money that he's just like, I'm just here for the lols. This yeah. is good shit. I wonder why he does it. Does he want more money? Does he need more money? Does he? Oh, man, he I think he likes being plugged into it. The thing he's always loved the most. That's possible, yeah. right? He's probably, you know, he probably likes it more than doing nothing. And it's not an all year job, I don't think, you know? No, no. of course, especially not these days. I saw the, uh, he's in the documentary because um, Jordan. I'm gonna get some details wrong, but Jordan played Charles's team in uh in the playoffs. Of course, Jordan won, and um, and and Charles Barkley's like, uh, that was the first time in my life that I realized I was not the greatest basketball player in the world. <laughs> that that man over there was, and I don't even feel bad, honestly. You know, you know, it's, it's a gunslinger contest. He's faster. He's always <laughs> gonna be faster. <laughs> I, I feel like he, if they if they let him just keep going, he'd be like. He probably whooped my ass today <laughs> in anything. He's just better. 
in anything. <laughs> I'm about halfway through, so I didn't. I didn't. That must be in the second half. But uh, I did see that as a highlight. And that uh, it's pretty good. The Last Dance. It's on Netflix now. If you guys want to watch it, and I'm having a good time. It's not sponsored. If you're curious, but I'm careful, just, Kyle. I'm just. <laughs> I was. I'm enjoying it. It's fun to. It's fun to see it, and uh, it's not as. So I, when I read about it, I guess Jordan was like kind of behind the making of this, and it's a bit of a Jordan puff piece on how wonderful he is all the time. And I don't think there's very much negative about him that I've seen at all. Six episodes in, and there's like hardly a flaw. It's always like the second he took the court, he was the best player I ever saw. Doesn't matter whether it was college or into the pros. He uh, Jordan's like, I decided that what I had to do, I, I didn't have a voice. I didn't have a voice, so I didn't assume leadership by talking. I just went and outplayed the best player on the team. And it's like, really, before the season even started? Maybe, maybe, it, but it's a little suspicious. My, one, of my, one of the coolest things about him is that, um, that, that I've noticed in the documentary is whenever he had to go into a playoff or championship situation, he needed to self-motivate somehow. And so he would find little things like little slights from a player on the other team. And he would make it the biggest thing. <laughs> and, he, and it would just, he, he would get into his own head. And there was one, there was one game where like first game of the playoffs, this guy did really well. And Jordan didn't do very well. And the guy pats Jordan on the back and says, nice game, Jordan. And, uh, and, and, and so that became a news story. Jordan had told everybody, he said, yeah, he patted me on the back. It's a nice game. We'll see about that. So game two, Jordan goes and just blows this guy out, out, holds him to like four points for the game. Jordan gets like 50 or something ridiculous. And then uh, and they asked him in the interview, he's like, did he really say that? And Jordan goes, no, <laughs> no, he didn't say that. I just said he did. <laughs> I needed to see the headlines to get myself mad enough to do well. There was That's, one, he yeah. was playing uh, golf before the playoffs, if I recall, with the Boston Celtics. And uh, Danny Ainge is like, <laughs> I... Uh, I left with a good amount of Jordan's money. That was probably a mistake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jordan's like, tell DJ I got something for him tomorrow. And DJ yeah. uh, was their best defender on the on the Celtics. And uh, Jordan just whooped up on that guy so hard that like they had to get, he's in foul trouble now. Like He quickly got four fouls. So they put another guy on him. They put another guy on him. I think Bill Walton was the big white guy. And uh, he can be seen cursing out DJ because now he has to defend Jordan and he fouls out. And it, no one can defend Jordan without fouling the guy. And Have you gotten to the part where they're talking about the Olympics when um, I can't remember what country from fucking Europe that dude was from. There was this guy named Kovac or something, but he was from oh, Yugoslavia Tony or, Kukoc something. or something like Tony that. Kukoc. Yeah, something like that. And um, and he's in the modern day Tony is in this uh, documentary explaining what had went down. Well, I guess the general manager for the bulls is wanting to rebuild soon. And, and, and he's all he's talking about is how good this Tony Kukoc guy is from Europe, just singing his praises. Meanwhile, you got poor Pippen over there on his <laughs> like $300 a week contract or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> and you got Michael Jordan and uh, what they really needed to do at that point. Cause I think this is Olympics time is like pick up fucking Dennis Rodman. Cause I don't think they had him yet, but in any case, Jordan and Pippen do not like how much the GM is talking about how good this white boy is from Europe. So when they play Croatia in the fucking Olympics, they just shit on him. They just shit all over him. They hold him to like four or five points for the game. And they're, they're just like, they're That's picking on him. Very difficult because who else is he going to pass to in Croatia? Exactly. He's the great. He's the best player in Europe, and they yeah, just shit all over him. And they're laughing about it. And then they go to modern day Tony, and he's just like, 
I I don't understand why they're so mad. <laughs> <laughs> They do not like me. This is the game. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> it, was, it was really like that. He was just like, I try my best every day, you know, for life. And uh, they come and they don't like me. <laughs> like the, that was the, the Flyers goalie that got bullied, Brzgalov, where like he got so disheartened being a Flyers goalie because it's the hardest position in the NHL, probably being a goalie for the Flyers. You could have the best night of your life and the next night give up one five hole and they'll be like, trade him! Trade him! <laughs> like, and then they'll go through five goalies in a year and be like, why is it not panning out? People <laughs> <laughs> got one bad game. But there was one time where Brzgalov let in like nine goals and like all the Philly media was coming in. He's like, I write headline for you, Brzgalov suck. He bad <laughs> hockey. I'm having bad time. I'll be honest with you. I'm bad time here. I'm not having fun to play. It's like, what do you do fun, Ilya? I watch video on the internet about space. <laughs> I have a bad hockey game. It makes me feel good to see how big the space is. It's like, this game, it don't matter. <laughs> oh, that's great. Dude. Oh, I like him even more now. I don't even know yeah. him. I watch video about space being so frank and honest about that. He's literally telling you what he does. I go home and watch video. <laughs> yeah, it, literally, you just look up humongous big on there and you'll find him going, universe is so like humongous big. Like, no Why one throw think- battery on Pluto. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there are no park on Jupiter. That's it, where I want to live. <laughs> it's rough as a goalie. See, most players, like in hockey, <laughs> if they just hustle enough, Philly will love you. Love you. Hustle, bleed every now and then, and Philly fans will love you. You don't even have to be great. You just have to try super hard. You have to have a big fuel tank. Uh, as a goalie, though, that's not really an option. You just get shit yeah. on. Yeah, you guys have a good one oh. now. Carter Hart's great. As I think about it, though, Snow and Hextall were loved in Philly. You know how they did it? Fighting. <laughs> They're yeah. the only goalies who always were trying to fight people. So Hextall Phil- should have like got suspended from a lot of games because you're technically not allowed to just skate at the other goalie and beat them up. <laughs> yeah, right? Like there were a lot of times where like there's a big line brawl. This is like the 70s, and so you could do whatever you wanted, and. <laughs> The text all would be on this end, you know, trying to come on, come on. And the other goalie's like, no, 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 I don't want to. Want to. And then he just books it and skates the entire length of the ice and tackles the other goalie standing still in his net. It's like you need to. Philly and then loved now, he's, him. now he's the general manager for a team, isn't he? He's <laughs> great. He's wonderful. And Snow used to fight people, too. Uh, he was the goalie that replaced Hextall for people watching. Yeah, Garth Snow. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Good times. I, I liked it when Philly was tough. I liked it when win or lose for like in the seventies, clearly, but even the eighties and the nineties, they had some of the toughest guys in hockey. They were they like even if they lost the game, no one wanted to play them. And then that mm-hmm. changed, and now that's how just normal. That's how every sport is, right? When you go back to like the two or three generations ago, like everybody was just tough as nails and scary as fuck. Uh, there's an SNL sketch about like um, the early days of football. And it's got Steve Martin in it. And it begins, it's like this black and white footage and Bill Hader's doing his like old-timey ESPN voice. He's like, it was the dawning age of the NFL. <laughs> and uh, no player was more feared than Billy the Gun Van Gogh. And, <laughs> the uh, gun? And, and he's quarterback. And, uh, <laughs> and they go to they go to like all these players, like who ask him, you know, who did you fear the most? Oh, no question. The gun, the gun. 
everybody says that. And then and then they show like Billy the Gun Van Gogh playing, and it's Steve Martin out there in that old timey meat leather helmet, mm-hmm. and he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he literally has a he's got the football in one hand and a revolver in the other. And, and anybody that comes near him, he's waving it at him like back, back. <laughs> Thompson makes it around the line and the gun wins again. Oh, <laughs> I was watching. I'm telling you, no one's going to take him down before they get that gun out of his hands. <laughs> you got to imagine when are the other players going to bring their own guns? You know, <laughs> I can't find his name quick enough, but there was a, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers had a, a defensive line they called the Steel Curtain. They were very good, they were tough. One guy would fucking wrap his arm up with tape. To be like like a Popeye super arm, and he used it as a club and just bapped people <laughs> the helmet with it as part of his move. You know, he put other stuff in there too. Probably, Probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like 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 maybe a like metal maybe or some lead. I I just uh, let me like a cast or something, a bunch of paper mache. I don't know. Just make it big and heavy, and he would just clobber people in the head with it. It was <laughs> I saw Fighters that have done that. Who fighters oh, have yes. done that where they where they do the load I think they call them loaded wraps where uh they've got they, they instead of using like the ace bandage type ship to wrap their hands they're they're using like paper mouche or whatever in like plaster and That's it makes it. them like hard as fuck and there's that one I want to say he's a Japanese guy it's not allowed <laughs> it's, it's very much not allowed just like, yeah, the gun. like this is striking me as cheating <laughs> yeah there's this one guy who's talking about it and you notice, like midway through him explaining that his opponent had loaded wraps, that he's got a dent in his forehead big enough to put a golf ball in. Like, like he's he like, yeah. so, he, so he hit me in the head here, and well, you know, crushed my skull. And uh, <laughs> he's got a hole in his head. How do you expect not to get caught with that kind of cheating, though? Like, how would they after- catch it? They've got to unwrap. They got to take your gloves off and unwrap your hands to catch that. Oh. Okay, I was imagining that it was the whole thing. It's just, just a hard player. You're just walking the- around with big like clubs on your hands, and like, they, they're much better yeah, at it now. Fucking- what happens now is the hands get wrapped under like while an official watches them get wrapped, and then the official signs it. So it's and it's across all these layers of tape and stuff. You really can't fuck with it after he does that, and then. After they take the gloves off, they watch the wraps get unwrapped, you know, just so ah. that no one could have fucked with it in the middle. You should and, have been doing that from the beginning. <laughs> that feels like... Well, they're slow learners, but yeah. <laughs> then again, there are... Especially yeah. with brain injuries. Mm. Yeah. They, uh, I, mean, I, I, like I heard the, today, I, I'm not going to get into a whole MMA thing, but just sort of an announcement. Uh, so on the card that has Khabib versus Gaethje, mm-hmm. they're looking to also have Tony Ferguson versus Poirier. I love it for so many reasons, right? So... Uh, Ferguson versus Khabib is a fight everyone has always wanted forever since. Like we won five times, it's been canceled maybe. And um, when Ferguson lost his last fight, it, it was like we're never going to get it. Well, one, he's one fight away. If he beats Poirier, he can get Khabib. So that yep. so it could actually happen. Two, uh, if a fighter gets injured, like if Poirier drops, I could see them sticking Ferguson in there. Um, a lot of times they'll do that. They'll have a championship fight and then a fight in the same weight class where it's like two top contenders yeah. that can fill in if things go wrong. So good. Very excited. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> had the same thought process. Uh, I really hope that happens. Um, I, I, you know, I hate Khabib so, so fucking much. I just want he to see is a good man. I can see. <laughs> 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 he still lives with his dad. 
Well, not anymore. Touche. Yeah. I don't know why I went to that. Your dad's <laughs> dead. Yeah. Uh, his father died. I was a terrorist anyway. It's okay. Uh, I mean, according to Conor McGregor. What more do you need? Touche again. <laughs> I stand corrected. I, I get most of my life advice from Conor McGregor. I guess, huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't want to dive too deep in the UFC talk, but that is super exciting. Do you know the date roughly on the October? October 31st. Oh, right, right. Saturday, Halloween. When does Israel fight? Um, Adesanya fights Costa in like a week or two. Yeah, I know it's soon. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I wonder how the rest of the card is. I hope it's good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited. Super excited. Good cards. It's been a good year for the UFC. Hope John Jones does something uh, before the end of the year, too. That'd be cool. I would like that. At heavyweight, right? At heavyweight. I, yeah. A, there's only one light heavyweight fight I want to see, which is the Dominic Reyes. And uh, But there's a couple heavyweight fights I'd like to see, so I'm fine yep, with it. For sure. For sure. And Gano against anything or anyone, if they want to let him fight a person. Especially Jones or Stipe. Um, yeah. I'd, I want to see more of that. You know, like, like every now and then... Um, Somebody will tease this sort of man versus animal bout. Like, <laughs> they just did it. They just did it with Mike Tyson. Did you catch this? No. No. So they, um, for Shark Week, they did. They had the coolest promotion ever with Mike Tyson, where um, I kept seeing it on on, on cable. It, it's like this week, <laughs> the greatest heavyweight of all time takes on nature's greatest predator, and it's Mike Tyson getting like geared up on the beach to go fight a shark. But Mike Tyson can't fucking swim, so he's putting on floaties. <laughs> <laughs> and and like flippers and he's doing that flipper waddle out into the fucking like surf to go fight a shark now in reality of course they don't have mike tyson fight a shark that's how all of those shows go it's it's an hour-long program 45 minutes of which are talking about like how fast sharks are and what their bite pressure is and then mike tyson hits one of those machines that makes numbers pop up that we have no way to, of relating to oh he hit a 1037 god damn Oh, I, I love those stats. And then you're Must like, be a lot. Wow, that's a high number. And it's like, let's see where the shark clocks that's in. That's a lot of kilograms. Over a million, <laughs> over a million bite units. And it's like, wow, <laughs> bite units? <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know. And any, only, you know, some interns that sit in the Discovery Channel. It's like, Fuck it, dude, whatever. I want to go. I want to go get drunk. <laughs> I'm going to make this stupid infographic. And yeah, at the end, of course, Mike Tyson like does that move that you may have seen divers do where they flip like a nurse shark on its back and like rub its belly. And that hypnotizes them, essentially. Like they just kind of lay there does with their give bellies it one up after sleep. You know, he sh what, what if they done that? What, <laughs> what if they like, all right, Mike, now just flip it on its back and it's going to lay there hypnotizing. I guess you I want you now. And he just starts <laughs> beating the shit out of <laughs> I brought these. He's got brass knuckles. Just, just Yo, literally where the, beat. Where the fuck's your shark kidney? Yeah. <laughs> the, the water fills with blood. Uh, I'd, I'd have been more down for that. I remember when I was a kid, they had a whole show on Fox that was like human versus animal Olympics. Like, yes. They, I want to say one of the competitions, okay. God, I hope I'm right about this. Even if I'm not, it's funnier my way. One of the competitions was like a hundred midgets versus one elephant in a tug of war. Yeah. <laughs> and the elephant dominates. He dominates. And Why they didn't they like, pick a hundred normal sized people? That would have been more interesting. I don't interesting. know. And no, the but it would have been as fun. I wouldn't one. have known who to pick. I, it... A hundred. How much does a dwarf weigh? How much? Fucking 60, 70 pounds. That's the, pr I feel like it's often oh, traction based. I feel like how much I can pull 
isn't based on how strong I am. It's based on how slippery my feet are. Yeah, what kind of shoes? And how much you weigh. Yes. And the opponent is an elephant. So he's not going to play fair. He's not going to play fair. (laughs) (laughs) He has has a fundamental misunderstanding of the rules. (laughs) Everyone knows elephants cheat. (laughs) (laughs) They they can't remember the rules. It's all a lie. I mean, all the the dwarves know they get to go back to their jobs at Disneyland afterward. But the elephant (laughs) thinks that if he loses the competition, it might be the end for him. So the elephant's got incentive. I want to say I want to say they had like an ostrich versus a black runner, and like they're both they're literally running on like an Olympic track. His and it'll, like, su- fucking- it'll superimpose it, and at no point ever is it like, oh, the human's got a good chance at this one. There was never a twist of fate where it's like, and the human edge. No, humans get blown. The f- it could it should be called we're the worst animals because you know what we're great at. Long distance running, but I don't want to watch long distance running. I don't want to watch some Kenyan chase down a gazelle for hours at a time. Dang, I would sometimes. I'd rather see one guy be stronger than a chimp. It's we not going to happen. The, be cooler. We are literally the greatest long distance runners on the planet of all the animal kingdom. No when animal you can say run. We. I'm not in that group. <laughs> Neither am I. Neither, none of us are. But, but our ancestors, they, right. well, maybe not we're, our ancestors. We're really stealing some valor here. <laughs> in our running prowess. I've never had a problem with stealing valor, and neither has Tracy at Starbucks. Good. Good. She doesn't mind. Get that discounted macchiato. Oh, yeah, I, now I follow. I'm Thank more of an AutoZone stolen valor, but you do you. I salute with the wrong hand. <laughs> Just to be safe, double up. <laughs> then you know you got the right. <laughs> For a second, I didn't yeah, think you knew what you, you thought you didn't know how to salute, but one of those was right. <laughs> yeah, you just come in, you just go, Oorah, um, I will have a... <laughs> Alright, uh, do you mind if I do uh, really out of breath burpees in the middle of your store <laughs> while you get my tea ready? <laughs> I just... Three burpees and just, oh, <laughs> just coughing. <laughs> I saw I need a mask off for this. Uh, oh man, <laughs> that just be an annoying piece of shit stealing valor. Just those are the worst people. Well, oh, those in ch- them and child molesters. They're yeah, right. some I, of this is like hitting close to home. Uh, I'll let you decide. Really, at the very <laughs> end, of it. Oh, the edge him out. Uh, <laughs> what scenario is it okay to steal valor? If it's like really fun. <laughs> okay okay if the discount's more than 10 percent, or you really want a window seat or a good story for the, see for i would friend. never steal valor for a discount but mm-hmm. if it's for like a better seat <laughs> oh jeez man i would definitely i would fake an injury for that like like i feel i feel like that's that's the way to really steal valor like don't say that you served in the armed forces that's not even necessary you just need a well, I could say cancer and not lie, and that won't be any fun. I need a wheelchair or something, or or like 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 some that maybe that's a new product. Maybe if you had like, huh, like some like some uh, what do you call those fucking things you use when you can't walk with one walker? Foot? A walker, no, the crutches, the, 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 the tooth crutches. <laughs> Kyle, I've been yeah. there. Right, I hear you. Yeah, okay, we got four hours. <laughs> I'm good at code names. Oh, <laughs> uh, walking sticks. Um, uh, 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 armpit levers. What are they? <laughs> if you had some of those, you could extendo out. And I, I, I was more thinking like at Six Flags. If I, if I wanted to like get to the front of that line, or I, I would want to be able to get a ride on that nice little golf cart they have at the airport and go straight Ooh, to Ooh, that's sick. Ooh, I've I'm had so a ride. Have you guys ever taken those? Yeah. No, yeah. never gotten the chance. I did. 
it was a I had a broken leg and there was a stop. So the in Reno, I walked on the crutches. And by the way, my leg was like freshly broken. It was operated the literally the day before. And uh it was killing me. My hands were hurting, they were red. I was I I, I must have went a mile and a half in that airport. And then I had a stopover somewhere and I took the golf cart and it was glorious. I loved it. But in terms of getting like uh, preferential treatment, I feel like we need to play this game on veteran mode, right? Claim that you're pregnant and dare the patriarchy to call you on it. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I don't think there's anything wrong with parking an expectant mother. I do. I wonder if your opinion will change after you have kids. It, I mean, it is shitty to do. Like <laughs> you, you shouldn't do it. But also, it's like, come on now, we we need this spot. We need this spot. Like. It, that and that many crippled spots. I know also that it's the veteran spot. I know that it's yeah, like a voluntary spot. disability, right? So it's it's not the same thing. <laughs> but they're literally disabled people in the third trimester anyway. If there's if they pop out and skip to the store because they just found out they're pregnant, that is a different thing. But I spent the trimester tying Jackie's shoes for her and picking up anything that was on the floor. Like the, and everything was a struggle and like, I don't know, her back hurt or something. Like, you know, she's all off or center. Something. I don't know. I was always complaining. It is a while. <laughs> yes. You just zone it out after a while. It's just a bunch of woe is me nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, I just, it, it sort of opened my eyes. Like this is brutal, and even the um the new mother thing, like God, everything's so much harder when you have a kid in tow, and then yeah. it's not just the kid, all the luggage that goes with them. Like if you take your kid outside and you don't have like a change of clothes, a couple diapers, wipes, and I don't know what else, some toys and some other bullshit, a food, a whip, um, leash. There's just a lot of shit that they're hauling for these young kids. And look, you can have the good spot. I'll walk. We were talking. You're talking about like the expectant mothers thing and the handicap parking. I, I told on the show a long time ago, but I remember I was taking a shit in a public bathroom, and it, I was in the handicapped <laughs> stall, and I was really in. I was, I was like maybe a third of the way through my poop, and then I see a wheelchair come up <laughs> to the outside and I'm sitting in there and like, I start to get like almost cold sweats of panic where I'm like, this shit, this isn't supposed to happen. This isn't supposed <laughs> to happen. And then he's waiting there and like, I'm, you know, I, the, the urge to poop is over. Now I need to get out of this situation and I'm sitting there and I don't know what to do. And he's just waiting there with his wheels. And then he starts to and aim towards the regular stall and as he's slipping in there I see there's enough space for me to open it up and then slither out and that's what I did. He didn't get a look at my face. I just opened it up. I saw the back so of his So he couldn't hat. give a proper description. So he couldn't like, give what? a proper description. And so I was embarrassed. And so, because in the end of the day, I know I'm not supposed to be in that one. Of course not. <laughs> but I did because I wanted to be in that one. It's more spacious. And I get right, out. Nice. I like see the back of his head and I just boogie. I didn't wash my hands just straight out of there. I have a friend. You told so this fun. story before, like two and a half years ago. I have an in real life friend who legitimately holds it against you. And every time your name comes up, he makes a reference to the fact that you use the uh, handicapped wow. bathroom. Yeah, stalls. well, are you so perfect? He has a disability, but not one that would require the use of the handicapped stall that I know of. Nah, I bet I could take him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got as like he a, disguised. His heart 40% works, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's understandable. That's <laughs> That's understandable. But I mean, I've said way more reprehensible things than that. And that's the thing that he's latching on to. 
Indeed. I, I think that's the thing that hits closest to home. You know, he's literally handicapped, and you were in a handicapped stall taking your luxurious shit. There was for- no malice in my heart. There was malice in your ass, though, because that was <laughs> that was, that was a, not a that was a that was a handicapped bath stall. You can't. You, I was so nervous in prison about using the handicapped shower. I was like, "Can I?" And so I was like, "Yeah, those shower nozzles are dope." <laughs> yes. like, I'm like, but we do have like a couple guys in here in wheelchairs. He's like, "Fuck them! What are they gonna do?" <laughs> I'm just like, you know, that's a good point. They don't really have a posse or anything. I guess that's true. They're not. Very, they're the bikers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was on the bottom of the totem pole, but yeah, there is the old 67 year old black man in the wheelchair. I guess he is technically below me. Okay, I'll I'll just use it. I'll just you start in. like walking up to that guy, like. Fuck you, dude. Like thumping him in the forehead, <laughs> getting, getting tough. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the poor guy. Poor so guy. he got filthy. Filthy, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Awesome. Fantastic. We are, we're That's, rolling. Yeah, it looks like I'm an hour late, it turns out. I thought I was right on time. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I popped in your stream and I was like, see you soon. And, and you were just like, hey. And I was like, but I, I don't. I don't think he knew I meant 12 minutes soon. <laughs> no, I thought it was an hour and 12 minutes. So oh, you're I, good, I, just, I just finished my dinner and like called my wife said like, Hey, I'm going to be busy on PK all night tonight. Like talk with, I'm staying with my in-laws, talk with them for a few minutes and showed up. Thought I was in plenty of time. Sorry. Maybe it was a time zone thing. Yeah. No, yeah, it feels bad, man. Yeah. You're, you're all like I haven't been on here before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, uh, you know, I follow you on Twitch and you've, you've had some real banger, real big streams recently. What is that game you're playing? Like I'll pop Battle over Brothers. a little bit. Is it, are you actually having fun with it? You must be yeah. playing 11 hours game's a day. Great. Game's fucking great. I, well, all right. Do we, do we want, I, I don't want to interrupt topics and do you guys want a little update? Oh, you're yeah. good. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I moved to Cedar Rapids this year for my wife's job. That's uh, mm-hmm. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. From from Oshkosh, I'm I'm just touring Big the middle. Glorious, yeah. I mean, <laughs> mostly, I, I'm worried it's a little too urban. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going there's on. Two right? McDonald's, dude. That yeah. Cedar Rapids traffic. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> well, I was there there for a month. Didn't get internet pretty much for that month. Fighting to the death with that. One of these deals where I get you can't I can't stream because the the connection's not consistent enough for that. And one of these deals where the ISP just refuses to believe mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, sends out technicians, nothing comes up. Oh, it must be on your end kind of deal. And I'm dealing with this for a month to the point where I can't even stream some of these days, right? And then I get it going for two days. Don't know what changed. Don't know if uh, they did it on their end or not. And then what is it? The Dreco? Is that how, how I say that? The land hurricane shit comes through. This was almost, this was two weeks ago now. The land And levels hurricane? Cedar Rapid. Oh, you guys I don't know this? about this. There was high yeah. winds. Yeah. It, 100, 100 plus mile per hour winds. Is your mic and too far away, Filthy? You sound like- I sound quiet. It'd be better. Normally we'd sound test all this shit. I can I can do this for now. Okay. Might also be a filter somewhere, but let me know if this is still a problem. We'll work with it. But anyways, so hundred plus mile per hour winds, uh, levels of basically the whole town knocks me offline. This was, let's see, it was the eleventh, tenth, the tenth. Um, I don't get power back for eight days, and I still don't have internet there. That sucks. So, so. <laughs> So I'm I'm with my in-laws. I'm there in the Chicagoland area. We came out here a couple of days after that, and I've been here two weeks streaming from here. Totally perfect. No ISPS is whatsoever, you know, kind of deal. But uh, been from here. So yes, Battle Brothers release has been incredible. Lots of lots of viewers coming back for that. It's a game my channel is known for. Anyways, it's it's an indie game, and it looks it looks it does not a pretty game, but it's a really really fun <laughs> I caught game. that right away, and it's a good one for streaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They didn't have the money for the legs of the character, so it's just <laughs> heads. So yeah, I, don't ask. <laughs> 
you, you get so in depth with those games it almost it almost makes me feel stressed like the prospect of me playing it where you'll like <laughs> be playing and you'll be like hmm was i going to research bronze chalices or the iron spigot and then you'll open up like a full spreadsheet and scroll like a hundred <laughs> lines down and i'm like are we going to do math <laughs> got a channel command now where people a couple people redeem channel points for spreadsheet time because it's like we really need to solve this problem in this game with some spreadsheet time but i don't necessarily want to take the time on channel right now unless a lot of people want it and then three people redeem yeah. like fifteen thousand channel microsoft points each excel like, stream dude there is right. a promise taylor murka on twitch i will never show you microsoft excel <laughs> ever we're using uh, what is it? Google Docs? Not Google Docs. What's the <laughs> Google spreadsheet called? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just showed different types of spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, I, I tuned in and I saw that game you were playing, and I couldn't make heads or tails of it. And yeah, it I, I, I came in here and I was like, "Yeah, filthy streaming." I'm sure he'll be here in, momentarily, but um, <laughs> I can't, I can't understand the game he's playing. Look at it and what he's like. Let me get my glasses. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Did fuck? Glasses on? Nope. Nope. nope didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. For a second, I thought it was just a bunch of little characters blocked together. And yeah. it is. It is. I, I, I don't yeah. know what he's doing. It was like Civ, where every hex was occupied. I'm like, what is this? I, I don't know. Yeah. And you, you were talking Fun. about getting away from orcs with smoke bombs. And I'm just like. When does that happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's what do they call it? With um, it's high fantasy and low fantasy, so it's a low fantasy world. So there's like a little bit of magic, but it's like very rare kind of stuff. And then it's just medieval warfare kind of deal. So it's a bunch of brothers and with great axes fighting orcs. It's amazing, super fun. That's cool. Fun. Okay, yeah. Okay. Have you ever played Total War Warhammer? Any of those? Any yeah. of those RTSs? I love that shit. I love that. Yeah, shit I got so much. Got fairly into that for a little bit, and then kind of backed off again my viewership didn't love that game so much mostly because i think i was doing single player i tried a little bit of multiplayer but it didn't seem super active when i was doing it it's and a big youtube streaming um game mm -hmm. makes some sense yeah it's yep. really big on, on youtube there's a there's a whole community around it uh on youtube where they have um there's maybe a dozen medium-sized content creators and uh, they collaborate a lot there's like no toxicity within that community uh they have like tournaments a lot. They have lot. They have a tournament every weekend at least, where like every single content creator comes in, and they do this massive tournament that takes six or eight hours to play, and uh, and they and you know they live stream it all from and they'll have like dual casters on it, you know like like um oh we've got Big Jimmy facing off against Rod the Toad and and it's they they do play by play and it's it's really fun. It's a it's a cool community, but I don't think it's as big yeah. on Twitch like you said. Game is pretty fun too. It's a pretty well done game overall. I was. A little annoyed with a lot of the hidden stats like there's like stats on that game that don't show up on the character sheet so like units have momentum and they have like charging speed or like top speed being different and this be just changes how they behave in combat and you look at one guy's stats you go he looks pretty good stat wise and they're like oh no he's got 15 hidden like damage reductions or something on there and i'm like oh how was i ever supposed to know that as someone trying to get into this game yeah and my chat's just like oh you can't you just have to know but then there's like 50 races or something insane with like different heroes so the amount of memorization to like get into that game on the multiplayer scene was insane because you got to yeah. build your armies figure out how to adapt your armies on the fly to very little information about your opponent's armies and you basically need to memorize all this stuff and then know which units beat which other units it was just, yeah. it was just a lot i was just like i don't know man that's a, we're that's getting a, some we're getting some little pops from you like it's i don't think it's plosives it's just uh, occasionally there's this little electronic like every second yeah mm. yeah maybe like unplug and replug or something i don't know no 
Um, but yeah, I, I love that game. I'm surprised Taylor doesn't like that game because it's like right up his alley with the I, I do like and it. goblins it, and just like I'm not good enough at games like that to stream and engage with chat. And I have a lot of fun engaging with chat and like shooting the shit with them. Like I'm not that serious of a gamer. And so like just no one would be impressed by me playing Total War Warhammer 2. Maybe maybe I'll still do it. I mean, my usual thing is I'll play as the lizard men and pick the coolest dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, that works. Lizard men are super easy to play, but yeah. the um, the green skins are hilarious. Like they have all these c- cool voice lines and some of their weapons are just goofy. Um, they like, like their catapult. Uh, everybody has, the, the diver that you can direct. Yeah, most of the catapults are throwing rocks or maybe a magical rock. You know what I mean? But then you get to their, <laughs> you get to their rock, like catapults and it's launching a guy who clearly has like bat wings that they've built behind the shed strapped to his body and he's screaming as he flies through the air. He's just like, ah, and he's like guiding himself in to just kamikaze explode on the enemy. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I like the green skins. There's so many fucking characters for the green skins. It's hard to keep track. There's, it's hard to keep track in that game. There's so many characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I play I play a good bit, but I watch probably ten hours of content a week or something like that. So I, I keep pretty on top of that. Um, it, it, I think that's the only way to like learn everything. If you try to learn by just playing, you're just gonna be playing all day every day. But if you watch enough like videos, especially if you watch those tournaments where everybody's using different races, and uh, a lot of times they'll do the tournament where like everybody uh, like i'm gonna play high elves all day i can't change and and you have to play mm-hmm. dark elves all day you can't change so you get to see uh, a lot of strategy and a lot of different builds it's a fun game it's very in-depth yep. really well made what do you I, I look like i get the impression that my audio is causing you a headache right now do you want me to just restart real quick see if it fixes anything and rejoin the call take me two seconds let's try it okay I'm awesome thank you filthy how did you, you do in that tournament? That, oh, I, I'll, I can do it. Oh, no, I don't play those tournaments. I, I've played oh, against some of the players who play in those tournaments, um, and I lose probably 60 or 70% of the time. I'm good at the game, but I'm not like one of the best in the world or anything by any fucking stretch. I'm better than average. About, mm-hmm. about like I was at Call of Duty or something like that. Like I'm going to win most of the pub matches I play, but if I got in that fucking tournament, I would just get shit on. They play. It's just like uh, COD tournaments or anything else where they play a different rule set anyway. And there's uh, there's all sorts of different attack rules and uh, build rules. You can only use this many of that unit, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe knock out an ad while he uh, does sure. that. All right. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Good sex. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the FDA the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready anytime an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, you've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay the $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew dot com promo code pka to try it for free blue chew is a cheaper fat 
is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. That is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code P-K-A. Just pay for shipping. So Hell get yourself yeah. a nice, hard penis. For on free. Us. Yeah. My code name's team is, is Team Cock Strong, and we are sponsored by Blue Chew. I'm very proud of that. Yep. That is um, nice. quite a service. It's not a service many people offer. No, but it should. Well, you don't need many people to offer it. Blue Chew's got the market cornered. Yeah, no, but I mean, for your fans, like that's just incredible that you guys can do that for them. Yeah. You give them hard penises? Yeah, I do it yeah. by uh, selling them pills and taking off my shirt. Yeah. Well, two that methods for me. than one, Woody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is great. The, the Blue Chew is awesome. I've, I have a bag of it that I still need to use. Like that happened to you for a while, Kyle, didn't it? Where they were just <laughs> in so fast, and every yeah. time you're like, "Oh, I should maybe." I'm gonna need a hundred a month, and then you're like, "Well, there's, that's a lot." <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, "All right, I'm sitting on a bit of a stockpile." <laughs> I think what happened maybe is I went to prison, and it just built up. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I'm on I'm on the ninety five dollar a month plan where you get like a fucking shopping cart full of it uh, <laughs> every thirty days. So yeah, I, I have a little extra on hand. Yeah. A little extra. Yeah. Yeah. I got in trouble for talking about taking more than one pill at a time, which no one should ever do. So I take one pill at a time. What? The the package says one to two. I think it's one or two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what the package itself that's says. That's probably what Kyle was doing. Yeah. yeah. I may have I'm said thinking. that I take more than one or two, but that that wasn't that was, true. Uh, a mere slip of the tongue. Uh-huh. That's all it was. Just miscounted. Miscounted. So filthy sounding good to me now. Is it fine on your end, Woody? I has he said anything? Yeah. Okay. You just mostly ignore that, right? I I don't know. It, look, these are really short bike tests. Give me a minute. Sometimes they're you know, yeah. like, okay. "Hey, it's can I get problem. a bike test?" Problem. <laughs> 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 like, I By the way, man, I see you. Uh, your stream's been killing it. Congratulations. You uh, are you full time on that yet? Me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Woody. No, I. Woody's been doing well too, but I'm not new for you. I'm not full time on it yet just because I, I do it as much as I can. Like I've found that like usually I can sneak three to four hours, you know, as, as like a sweet spot amount of time, a, a decent amount of days throughout the week. And I have a lot of fun doing it. But yeah, my my chat's fucking outrageous. I had one dude donate 150 subs last night and another dude donate 100. And it was like, that's Jesus. out fucking rageous. And like 300 some subs on a night where I just watched like four hours of hoarders and made fun of those monsters. Yeah. And <laughs> it was a fun time. We had a oh, good man. time. Yeah. Every so often. It was too depressing watching hoarders. I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit. I know it is depressing, but you just have to stay mad. Cats that were like this thick off the floor. Like yeah. they're like a, a quarter of an inch thick and they just been like plastered to the floor and it was dead there for who knows how long in the house. Yeah, there was the one cat where they're like, well, it was it was under a foot and a half to two feet of feces. And there was one where they're walking through it and it's almost like an illusion thing where like you look at a painting and you're like, Wow, it looks like it's coming right at me. And then they go <laughs> to the ground level and it is flat as a pancake. And so it's it just the cute little kitty looking thing. And I'm like, Oh, I hope that one's okay. And the guy reaches down and picks it up by what the tail is, and it lifts like a, a communion wafer, just fully <laughs> straight, flat as a board. And in the middle of it, you could see a depression where a shoe had walked over this thing multiple times. So this disgusting bitch walked through the path with this dead cat there and was stepping on it and never even bothered to pick it up, which I guess, why pick up that dead cat? There's a dozen more. And that's not a lie. At the end, it showed this crazy bitch. It was like 36 cats were recovered or were found. The premise of the show is always about 
helping these people, fixing them, like they're going to cure them. It's like 0% cured. They can clean maybe a room if they're bad ones and the house if they're not bad. And then they go right back to their old behavior. Yeah, yeah it doesn't point. really feel like the, the two minutes I watched, this makes me an entire expert on this, Woody. You, you know, so I'm an expert on this too, <laughs> just to chime in. It, it did seem like they were just fucking shaming the shit out of these people. And it was clear like these people had problems and they needed help for sure. But it, it didn't really feel like, didn't feel like they were put in a situation where they're going to get to the root of the problem, right? It just felt really? like this was like window dressing and shitting on them. You I think if you watch no, 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 more was, of it, you'd see they have psychologists on and they're kind of helping them throw this stuff away and identifying what's trash, what's not, and helping them learn that like broth in a box that's swollen and gone bad and six years past its expiration doesn't have value. Whereas they're oh, yeah. like, oh, that's a rainy day item. You don't know. You might add There's some good years. stuff in there. Yeah. You know what I wanted to do? There, there was a bag of shit being carried away, and one of the ladies goes, my, my rubber bands! <laughs> my rubber bands! She wanted to search through a bag of feces to find her rubber bands. They think everything has like, value. You should just be What I always jail. want them to do, like when they see that swollen box of broth, yeah. and, and, they're, and they're like, no, no, not my broth! I want them to be like, here, have some. That no, 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 happened. This, this yeah. is your rainy day broth. Have some. <laughs> I want to see them like, well, I guess they like crack it open. <laughs> Roach eggs in it. <laughs> Oftentimes, <laughs> the building they're in <laughs> is ruined. The building is ruined by the things they kept inside of it. They're just like, yeah. this is this whole building is just better off being torn down and start over. It, that's my favorite when they, <laughs> tore the, when they tore the lady's house down and she's outside crying oh, oh that's yeah. such a good show we, we watched that one last night the God, one where and this, this lady was just an, <laughs> you would agree if you saw this lady she was a monster she was horrible to everybody trying to help her and would not help to get anything done just being mean the whole time and it like towards the end of it, she's like well i think it got a little cleaner it's just a bit of a Work in progress, and then the like the Chiron on the top of the stream goes. Robin was not able to clean the house. the co- The house has been demolished, and she's been charged ten thousand dollars by the state. And I was like, "Good, nice, <laughs> nice." She was ruining the property value everywhere. That that was a different woman. Like usually, I think what you're talking about, filthy, of them coming in too hot is usually the family. There's at least one person in the family who's sick and fucking tired of it. But on the other side of that coin the psychologists are not helpful at all because they go into it way too mamby pamby where they will, it almost seems like they're they're sabotaging it for the sake of the show where Mm. there will be people carrying boxes of literal poop and trash and dead cats out of the house. And the psychologist, as all these guys are busting their ass sweating in a really dangerous environment will be like, well, hold on, put that box down. Now, Robin, are you okay with us getting rid of these spoons? No, those are good spoons. Okay. How about this cat head? That's ah, one of my favorite cats. And then one of, one of all these memories, all these ones are popping in my head. There's, it's such a fucking funny show. There was the 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 daughter of a hoarder was like, I left the house at 23, and you know what really scared me about the house was the squirrel incident when I was young. I went in and wanted to make some buttered toast, opened up the butter tray, and there was a calcified squirrel staring right back at me, and really got to me that day. You know kid wants to see a dead squirrel in the butter tray. <laughs> She's like talking about how bad that was. Matter of factly talking about calcified squirrels in the butter tray. Yeah. 
But then every once in a while, you get like a high T alpha family member. This one bitch had like two sons and they were not playing the psychologist game of like checking with everything. He just went up to one of the side areas and just ripped out the screen door and was like, we can get it all out this way. Everything out. <laughs> Everything out. Mom, it's trash. It's fucking trash, Ma. He's just staring out and throwing it. Uh, my collectible plates. She literally said that. Just catch covered plates. My, my collectible plates. Yeah, but it's, oh, it's, it's the point of that, right? Like, it's like, there's no way. You're, this isn't a choice. You're not going to be rational with someone about this because it's not a rational thing they're doing. Yeah. Right, like that that line, of, and it maybe and maybe this is you know who knows what they what they edit out of this, and we're editing this for TV to make mm-hmm. it more interesting. But like, who knows what the actual process is in terms of length of time there and what they're actually doing with these people? But it just feels like this is like the tip of a fucking iceberg. Yeah, cleaning the house will help, but this is a huge underlying issue. Absolutely. And it's, got, and it's just like have, have the stuff any of that's us, happening there. Have any yeah. of us ever had like a relative or a friend who was at least borderline with the hoarding? Yes, I've never actually walked into a hoarder's house. I don't think. Or no, no, I have once, but it was like a really organized, like knickknack kind of hoarder house oh, where they different. were like, it, it, it was stressful to walk around it, but nothing like this show. There weren't. What'd you have, Woody? Uh, <laughs> I felt like Jackie's parents maybe. kept too many things. Like I was um, about to bail you out. I was like, maybe you don't want to talk. Yeah. About yeah. Maybe you <laughs> should have gone that way, but they, um. <laughs> they uh like they, they had, woman's family <laughs> uh paperback books stacked to the ceiling you know um just like old things like it wasn't dirty like it, it, it certainly wasn't like um it was, it was clean refuse. it can be disorganized and there was nothing that was like yucky right like like you wouldn't want to not eat in the same room as a bunch of paperback books but it was also like well these things are just not good right like it, it, why are what we if you keeping want one this? on the bottom? You're, Come you're, on. You know, they didn't have a really big house. It's fire when I first met her anyway. And uh, um, he's like, you could use this space for things other than storing worthless things. Yeah. Like, there was, Kyle, you were talking about wanting them to have to eat the broth. There was one of these crazy ladies last night that, and you know, there's the one guy who's like, my name's Colin Stevenson and I'm an extreme cleaner. You know, like he's king flipping into the house. <laughs> and, just like, and he... He goes in and he's like Mr. Pro. Nothing shakes this guy. And he grabs the dirtiest mason jar I've ever seen. It looked like he, they shit smeared on the middle out of this fridge. And there's like a little black nugget of something abnormally shaped about this large. Just a black nugget. And she's like, that's still good. That's a candy. And he's like, it's not a candy. It's not a candy, ma'am. This is in no world a candy. And he's like, it's a candy. She reaches her old hand in, pulls out this gnarled little thing and pops it in her mouth. And she goes, it's a candy. And this extreme cleaner is like, And he's like, he's like talking to the camera being like, that may be the grossest thing I've ever seen. You know, last week I cleaned up 10 years of human feces in a bag on a staircase. And this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And it was like, from that moment on, you could see him like keeping a distance from her. Like like she's an absolute fucking kook. I've talked about it before. And it was not a candy. I will tell you this for sure. That was not candy. I know. So, in Ocean City, two houses down, it was a hoarder's house. And the house was so filled with shit, it split open on the side. 
You could see from the outside, like lamps and dresses and shit came like piling out. Like the corner of the house opened up and and furniture and I don't know, trash bags full of clothing and hangers and stuff popped out. I I think what might help Filthy a little bit for this is like, yeah, it's definitely a whole process to fix the hoarding, but they don't do it like that. They wait until it's like Robin, her house, she's facing six months in jail in the next couple months unless she gets this clean and so they set it up with like the, the ticking clock and so then they do the bullshit where it's like well let's do the therapy part and it's like no 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 that part was years ago this part <laughs> is is force them to clean the house against their will or they will go to jail and have their house burned down like like the, and so yeah you're right i mean it's all for tv if they actually wanted to help they would they'd be doing therapy way before it was like crunch time you got four days before the inspector's coming and there's rats running around one piece of shit dude had hundreds of rabbits in his house running around that just shit on the floor. He was saying that like he was good for the rabbits, but they're walking around like rabbits shouldn't be bald. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and some of them were this, <laughs> this, this one cunt. She, she didn't clean out the chicken cages enough. And this chicken had filled its own cage with a foot and a half of shit to the point that it's like crouched down below the top. It's not even the top of a cage. It's an old cooking grate with like a pot with some foul concoction in it it's just terrible it, it stresses me out to watch a little bit god i'm yeah. watching tonight now you've, you've got yeah. you sold me this, this sounds hilarious well, i'll be doing one on my stream everyone taylor murka on twitch go follow me more horrors. oh my fucking god yeah that sounds awesome <laughs> it's I so funny <laughs> i just i could picture her so vividly sticking her old gnarled hand down into that mason jar and pulling out that bezoar or oh. whatever the fuck and just it's awful. It's it's a genuinely really gross. Sh- the amount of dead animals they find is mind boggling. Like how many dead animals do you have in your something, house? But there's there's something None. clearly sick with people doing that, right? Like it's if you don't if you don't if you are able to readjust your expectation of reality to be like this this is normal. This is fine. Like this is just part of my yeah, house to have. Sort of compulsive behavior. Put a fucking chicken shit in my. A lot of them room. are like broke that's- or spent time broke, and I think that yeah. that's part of where the hoarding comes from. Suddenly. Like if you've lived through a time where you had nothing or could you you couldn't acquire anything, you don't want to let anything go. And it's, it seems like that's the genesis of it commonly. Do Some we, of them are, yeah, definitely. I, do you feel like we have to respect their mental illness though? Because like, what I see them often do is mollycoddle them and be like, oh well, well let's let's just pull the turds out of the box of old rotten books. And that way we can keep the old rotten books with turds on them, but we'll just get the turds out. And they're like, that makes good fertilizer. Well, <laughs> grass all died a long time ago because of all the cars leaking oil. So, mm-hmm. so you don't need that fertilizer. They're like, stop bargaining, rip it all out and burn it in the yard. I wish, I wish burning was, was legal because Burning's there's something illegal. so, yes woody i i I never like to bring that up on the show but but yeah that's a crime that you commit every week taylor Um, would have a lot more shit if i knew that (laughs) (laughs) this guy would too (laughs) damn it (laughs) that goddamn witch king helmet sitting out there charged to a crisp they turned it into a helmet it was a yeah anyway (laughs) yeah Yeah, i guess i guess just the part of me that responds to that it just feels like these people are ill right like you're not going to rationally tell someone like they're here if you're hearing voices or seeing or hallucinating or something there's no amount of rationality that comes along with that right and i mean mean, maybe even that isn't true like i was watching some rogan episode and they're talking like talking to some like marathon runner who she was like yeah 
she, when she does her hundred mile marathon through the friggin' desert as like a without stopping for sleep, she hallucinates and talks to the scenery as she runs. And she rationally was like, I train for this. I deal with this. I just roll. I've kind of ride that when it happens, but I don't think you, I, so I don't know. I don't know what the, the appropriate way is. Presumably the experts on the show do know what the appropriate way is to deal with it, but it makes sense to me that you're not like, you have to get rid of this. It's insane because clearly there's some disconnect between reality yeah. and that. These the Molly coddling is their attempt to teach them good from bad in the in the whole hoarding world. They're like, this is what garbage is. Hey, you can distinguish what's garbage and what isn't garbage. And that's what they're doing. They're selecting it. Now, of course, they suck and they de yeah. define everything as not garbage. And then they have to go through it again and again. So usually they're like model coddling off the side while someone else is attempting to actually clean this mess. Yep. It's exactly what it is. It's it. They're And they're not like they don't come off as very highly respected people in their fields of psychiatry or psychology oh, they come oh. off as like dr phil ish where mm. they're they're making their their questions in a pointed way to try and create drama and uh, they're they feel like they're actively inhibit i feel like they're actively inhibiting the the help of the people by slowing it down that much like really the only cure for most of these houses you see is just fire like yeah. a lot I of it is really one, it, it's absolutely uh, there were these these landlords came into the rabbit house and they were absolutely shell shocked. They're like, we ha we haven't been here in two years, and just they they removed like probably fifty rabbits from the house. And they're like, starting to look good. And then a bunch of like little kid bunnies jump out of the wall. Oh no! <laughs> There's even more in there, and they're all and none of them want to be picked up. And so they're all just like, ah, ah scratch me. <laughs> it just looks like the worst fucking job to be an extreme cleaner yeah, and as you're like lugging out a box full of rat rat skeletons some lady stops you and goes hey, hold that heavy box of rat skeletons we need to find aj her favorite rat well he's got a little have party hat on his skeleton it's like dude you should be in jail <laughs> you shouldn't, you shouldn't you're, dude imagine that not enough people have empathy for the neighbors in these situations one yes. of the episodes was called they can smell the house from the road <laughs> and that's not okay for everybody else who lives there like what if any of them want to sell their house what if any of them want to live their life and, and move somewhere and uproot because they get a new job somewhere else? I could see myself really burning that house down like, like honestly <laughs> like, like, eating the rabbits just, no just waiting <laughs> till like you saw the old couple go to the grocery store and just maybe not even that <laughs> wait until they turn the lights off late at night give them an hour to get drowsy and then light her up <laughs> just light her up no it's it's a real good show you need to, to put some more hours into watching that it's, it's very very funny i what i like is when they're mean to the hoarders though i don't like yes. any molly coddling i want i want like ex, i want like a boot camp where they go in and they're just like like, like I literally want like a like a like a marine drill sergeant to walk in there and, and like react the same way they do when like there's a fucking sock on the floor in a barracks. But 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 now they see this mess and they just oh you just see them melting down and turning all red face and they just they have a gun for sure and the, and they're they're using the gun to shoot the rodents and stuff occasionally they just pull it out with no warning and it's, I said it before Kyle you're an idea man. 
I love this. <laughs> to just get it's those good. guys like, you know, normally he teaches at Bud's, but now he's dealing with hoarders. They're just go insane, yelling at him they like one inch away. He doesn't know that this woman has mental health issues. He is just, you know, like, he doesn't he's care. been told he has to clear this house in 12 hours or else. You they know? have to belly crawl underneath all the barbed wire, but instead of being under fire, they're having to resist picking up broken tea kettles and like <laughs> farmer's almanacs from 1964. And that broken pot down you do not need it nobody still good i can cook something in there. and then they just bang one strike and you're out <laughs> <laughs> trying to get some overweight 63 year old to do push-ups dude there, there are no there was one i think i watched i watched like four hours of it there are no skinny hoarders though there was one guy that was normal weight one normal weight guy who looked pretty normal but he also was wearing just a weird hat and he liked to keep all of his trash in the yard. Uh, but other than him, these people are morbidly obese, morbidly <laughs> disgusting. They, they don't throw anything they, away. That's no, it's gotta be part and of They're it. not well-dressed. No, no they, they're, they're never well-dressed. You would think they'd have quite the wardrobe stored away somewhere. Good thought. Yes. You'd think they great break out their good clothes. Have you ever seen an adult that like, they look like they're dressed like a toddler. No, like, never. I mean, he's got, like, Imagine that. Are on. they dressed like twelve-year-olds <laughs> by chance? Yeah. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> That's some bullshit right there, dude. All every hoarder looks like the kind of person that pulls their pants all the way down to pee. <laughs> 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 just right, just Ben Shapiro style, just straight down. Oh. <laughs> I like to think he does that. I love. Like, like, I yeah, that's ben a meme that was going around. It was like years ago. It's like Ben Shapiro pulls his pants all the way down when he pees. Pass it on. <laughs> I saw someone. I saw Ben Shapiro re- replied all the memes the other day, and he just dug himself deeper. Uh, actually, it? I'm not. No, what he do? So they, they, you know, they're always saying that he's a cuck or whatever. And uh, and I want to say, or no, they're saying that sex. his wife has a dry pussy. That's the genesis That's of what it. it was. You know, imagine yeah. if sex sounded like a straw going in and out of the little anti-spill device. And they're like, that's what it sounds like when Ben Shapiro has sex. So, yeah. so he replies and he's like, yeah, haha, this is all very funny. But- it sounds like a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> he replied, he's like, oh, this is all very funny. I get the joke. I get the joke. But you all do realize, of course, that I have two kids paternity tested, both of them. They're mine. And they're like, this motherfucker just keeps going, right? He had to paternity test both of the children his wife had. Yes. Now, <laughs> the fact that he is already six foot four and Asian has nothing to do with the fact <laughs> that my wife wasn't faithful. She is a big fan of Yao Ming, though. <laughs> yeah, Yao Ming, Plowder. She's got a huge Asian kid. Now. Yeah, he uh, he doesn't do a good job with those, with rolling with the punches, with stuff like that. He's, he's a bit of a fucking weirdo. Wait, you said he does a good job? No, he doesn't do a good oh, job. Uh, I miss her with any punches. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... He seems to have a sense of humor about it, just not a good one. Yeah. Yeah. He tried <laughs> to have a sense of humor, but you know, yeah. it's just much easier to laugh at him for his his wife dry pussy. He doesn't he doesn't seem he doesn't get angry in public and, and like, you know, threaten people or anything. He's just sort of like, Yeah, I get it. It's funny. Can you joke. guys think of a winning response to that though? Besides just totally ignoring it? The only way to win is not to play. Yeah, there's yeah, that. that or what if way. he leaned into it? That might that might work too. No, not for someone like him. It would it would just be destroy his him forever. Like base, right? Like he can't lean into that. They're gonna crucify uh, him if he makes it like a sex joke about that. It's probably over, right? Oh, I was thinking more like no one would let it go if he was like, "Oh, you're right. I can't please my wife. I'm a pussy." And it's like, well, I. <laughs> 
That well, he shouldn't do that. Maybe not what, exactly those words. What if he, yeah, maybe maybe not those words. Yeah, like a few, like a tweak, a few. Not, I mean, fifty percent of those words were. Like great. you've probably <laughs> seen those like dry rock at like Monument Valley things that you could drive a car through. Yeah, and if he just went, hey, what? This isn't normal, and like leaned into it a little bit. That'd be funny. I think people would laugh along with it. Put a half a dozen of them out there, and uh, you know, if he could laugh at himself, then maybe that that would work. Yeah, it, it's certainly know. better than I, I paternity like testing my like, children. Like legit, I think that they most people can't beat him in a debate. He's annoying, so it's it's a lot easier <laughs> to just like make fun of the the very idea that his wife has a dry pussy and he doesn't realize that. Yeah, he just talks really fast. That's it. Yeah, why Ben Shapiro assaults fourteen-year-old socialist at you know local university or you know that all those memes and nonsense. It's like, yeah, of course you can destroy a seventeen-year-old who you were like, hey, come over here, be on the live stream. Like, or maybe that's not him. Maybe it's a uh, Stephen no, Crowder does that, does that too, too. But they the both do. Yeah, that, Ben Shapiro know. would like go from university to university. Some nineteen-year-old would have a half-baked idea because she's brand new to following this kinds of thing, and he would just absolutely destroy her. And of course, the YouTube title is like Ben Shapiro. Piro destroys socialist, and then there's some girl with a nose ring who doesn't know anything about anything because she just started. Yeah, sounds like a good porno. Ben Shapiro destroys socialist. Uh, you think like, it's good, and then it's so wet. wet. I'm so dry. I fucked up my joke. We've <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, all been there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm to think I, you were saying you should do porn, Kyle. Uh, um, the destroys the 19 year old. I think was the porn. Oh, it sounds. Uh, She's rotten. Could use the same titles. Uh, it could be. Could be. Yeah. But yeah, he's a quick talker. It's. But I watched um Joe Rogan talk to him, and it was pretty interesting, right? Because Ben Shapiro talks at a mile a minute, and it's kind of hard to keep up. And Joe Rogan's technique for working with it was to slow down. And when he talked to him, every word became deliberate and concentrated. And altogether, it was like he was. I don't know. He just played a different game when he went back and forth with him. It was pretty neat to watch. If you watch conversations, pretty impressed with Rogan over time, like watching his stuff. He's gotten way better as a as an interviewer. It feels like to me, like uh, over time. Okay, I haven't watched much of his stuff recently. I always has he had he anybody any good. big any big people recently? Anything really good? I didn't watch it. I heard his David Blaine thing was outstanding. That it was, it was one really of his good. Shows good. Ever. Yep, that was pretty good. Yeah, I like the David Blaine one a lot. He, um, Joe Rogan, stuck an ice pick through David Blaine's bicep arm. Like right there. That's during the show. Yes. Yeah. That's and you tight. saw you saw it come through the other side. Like like he legitimately yeah. did it. That's a and thing. Then, I think I wow. saw him do something similar, but it was through the palm. It wasn't the JRE show. It was a couple of years ago. And uh, the guy who did it is like that's 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 not even a magic trick. I just that's just sticking a, a, a big nail through your palm. <laughs> and I, yeah, but a lot uh, of that stuff seems to be that way. A lot of the 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 magic stuff gets kind of rolled in with uh it's like tricks but then it's also a lot of like extreme body stuff right it's yep. like that was modeled after for at least that one he was modeling it after some uh magician of years past who had done it by swords through their body like yeah. getting swords put like horizontally mm-hmm. through their fucking rib cage or something and you're like what the fuck yeah and like he, he wanted to be able to do that and that's a extreme body thing and it's like man i mean david blaine did have the record there for a long time for holding your breath we talked about him, uh, we talked about it on this show, and, and and both these guys were like, "Yeah, but he's a magician; it doesn't count." He's literally in the Guinness Book of World Records for holding his breath for seventeen and a half minutes, and they were like, 
Uh, they keep track of like who can juggle the most salami and stuff. They're not like legitimate record keeping service. It's like they're the only record keeping service. <laughs> they are the only people that count how many Twinkies you can stuff in your mouth. But I don't know that that. That's a <laughs> I'm, I'm watching this this clip. Don't of, you of take Rogan. that away from Wings? You leave <laughs> <laughs> That's his major accomplishment. You leave him alone. God damn I'm, it. I'm watching this clip of of Rogan put the start to put the ice pick through David Blaine. This is the most uncomfortable I've ever seen Rogan. Really? Like, he's, he's, he's like doing there was, like not, that, there was like, not a lot of lead up to this. He was just yeah. like, I want you to put this in. And Rogan's like, now on right on the show, and David Blaine's like, yeah. Did yeah. David Blaine, did, dude, Rogan's internal credit was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Didn't did David Blaine talk really slow on the Jerry? What was that? I remember I, him talking really slow, but maybe. Okay. It's the thing normal, he does like, oftentimes. Pacing. Like when he does street magic and stuff. It's just no emotion and so slow. Like one word every four or five seconds. And I'm like, I, what is this bit? Why is that good? But we'll see. I, I worried about it on the podcast. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's normal. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um he talks I saw I saw somebody be like his, his breath holding record doesn't count. You know he breathed oxygen before that, right? So, give us all a fucking oxygen yeah. tank and let's see how long we can hold yeah. our fucking breath, all right? Cuz it's not 17 and a half No, I can away. I can probably do that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, 2025 20, yeah. I'd say. I'd pay to see you try to. What do you do? 17, not even like not even even, even 20. <laughs> It was the world record at the time. He bitched out. Yeah, I know, 20. but it's kind of like yeah. for human yeah. beings. I mean, if I were to do it, I'd probably hit 20. Oh, you can see it's training against the skin. Yeah. When it pops out the other side, there's this point where, where like David Blaine takes like a like two fingers and poop, like forces the skin over the sharp part so it penetrates all the way through his bicep. I think it's the part pretty, that got me a little bit when he was like, oh, hold on, you hit a nerve. You hit a nerve. Going a different route. And, and Rogan like, kept like, I wish I had a pencil or something. Like, like Rogan kept like, like this? And, and he's like, no, 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 not like that. You're going like, because Rogan's trying to go at this the weird downward yeah. angle. He's like, no, straight, straight through my bicep. And Rogan's like, like this? And he's like, no, 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 not like that. Like this. He keeps having no. to grab the thing and twist it to a 90 degree angle. So it's just going straight through his bicep. And Rogan keeps trying to go like in like this or something for some reason. Yeah. Like this? Yeah. No, not like that, Joe. I wonder was, how much that hurts. Probably a lot. It's quite uncomfortable. I felt watching that. Quite uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't having to shove that through. I don't know. Do it. I'm not going to do it. Got a fork right here. I'd sub to your channel if you did that. You, you got a knife or something. <laughs> I get I see life. you're going for a 2K sub goal, man. I think that should be owl costume. Did sure. You, I mean, that's the Did you pass shit. the 2K <laughs> sub goal? <laughs> The ice pick through the arm. That 150 <laughs> subber guy passed 2K for you, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. So I, I already ordered subs. the owl costume. I don't know if I'm be able to even talk in it. It's pretty pretty hardcore. I think so. Your subs sometimes work their way over to mine, and they're like, "Woody, if I donate, will you buy shit?" And uh, so far, I have bought two ounces of silver that they had me that they donated for. It's kind of neat, I guess. And a uh, wow. gallon of Dawn. <laughs> they had me buy. I got, I got oh. three and a half gallons of Dawn left back there. <laughs> I'm so lost here. Your viewers donate to you, and they ask you to spend that money to buy a specific thing. And yeah, that thing yeah. Is useless. Yeah. So like, uh, so they, <laughs> someone donated thirty two dollars for me to buy a beeswax dip didgeridoo, which I now have in my living room. So they liked, uh, they wanted a higher quality slide whistle. So I got a. A much nicer that is one. High quality. <laughs> much higher quality than the wood one. Get the wood one out of here. We got the nice metal one now. Uh, a recorder, which I haven't done yet. Um Can you what else? The they, Titanic they, I, song. A bunch of a bunch of, of dish soap. 
Uh, no, nobody donated for the owl costume. I so just bought what that. you're saying is you've started on the path of hoarding. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, hoarding. To pile up. Hoarding. He sells himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hoarding. hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, by the time by the time I'm streaming again, I'll probably drop back below two thousand. But even so, I'm I'm wearing the owl costume next time because I don't think I'll be able to do it again until Sunday or so. But. I don't know. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I enjoy streaming. I have it's another pilot your, uh, costume that arrived thing? yesterday, but I haven't streamed it yet. My wife what was happened? down for it. My wife was like, I don't, she saw the hat, the tie, the aviator glasses that Joe Biden wears. It was like, looking know. good, Jack. No, she, she, <laughs> basically, she's like, I'm in. <laughs> just needs a cape. Let's go. So uh, maybe a little role play in my future. Do you think we'll ever have a lazy eyed president? <laughs> that's something i can't picture he's got one eye on china and one <laughs> on the economy <laughs> it's like what, what else would you what would you, you say should make that his tagline yeah <laughs> 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 just got no, I mean, woody woodworth watching russia tagline. in china <laughs> this <Yeah. picture> <laughs> <laughs> no one knows where he's looking <laughs> 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 oh man that was i remember i had a science teacher in seventh grade that he was a really nice guy really kind guy but he had a pretty noticeable bad lazy eye and i felt really bad for him and there was one time he was trying to yell at this kid in the class like steven or he didn't even say the name he goes be quiet stop talking and then some kid sitting there goes yeah, John, he's yelling at you to stop talking. Some guy like three seats over and he goes like with his fucked up eyes like, no, Carter, you, you stop talking. It was like, it was funny to see like, it was, it was bad. It was he clearly bad. knew he was yelling at himself, right? He, yes. Yeah, he did. He was fucking around about that. His lazy eye. Man, kids are shitty. Kids, <laughs> kids are, are genuinely shitty and mean. Yeah. Sometimes funny, you know. Uh, middle school is not, not enough school. competition being raised is the problem, right? They all survive to adulthood. By That's and true. Yeah, it should be like like pups in the wild for wolves, where like one out of yeah. ten survive. Think of how much stronger yeah. we'd be as humans. If you didn't if eat the other your other two humans. siblings, you shouldn't. You don't deserve to exist, really. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't cannibalize them in the womb. That's right. Taylor says that because I think he's the one that would live. I would be that eaten pup. I don't. I think my brother would have gotten the best of me. Oh, I would have turned you into my weekly macros. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not really, though, because you're 18 years older than me. So, <laughs> oh, fair point. <laughs> you, yeah. have, you have a bit of a jump. <laughs> I'm going to have to strike before Taylor hit puberty at seven. <laughs> you come into the birthing ward in 1991 and you're like, you don't understand! <laughs> Murdering me. <laughs> He's going to eat me. <laughs> Just in prison the rest of your life. He's going to eat me. <laughs> uh, damn, I had, that was the biggest stunt stunt I've ever seen on Joe Rogan's show. That's crazy. And you're right. That's not magic. That's just an extreme pain tolerance. That's really impressive. Well, it probably it's more than that, right? Because if we were seeing people with swords, like the, the clips they showed on that same show of that guy that he was emulating, right, who did the swords through them, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you see that, and that's, that kills someone who does that wrong. Right. Well, so, killed the guy he was talking about. Yeah, although it wasn't right. It was that that's what the ice pick was about, right? He swallowed something that didn't come up properly yeah, and like, punctured the, something internally or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. The original guy who did, who did the sword to the body. He's about real quick. He was talking about this old timey performer, and they were showing these black and white videos of the guy taking like fencing swords straight mm -hmm. through his torso, um, yeah. like through organs and stuff horizontally. And, 
Wow. Like, but the guy got like, too uh, too sure of himself and swallowed an ice pick to show how hardcore he was. The and whole thing? The, yes. And well, he didn't bring what, it up. He I took an ice pick, swallowed it, and then he died. What did he think was going to happen? Probably the well, same thing. Well, he normally regurgitates every... that shit, right? He brings, holds that I think and he was trying it back to pass up at some point. Oh, this wasn't his no. first ice pick swallow. It was I just, have, it went knows? wrong. That wasn't I, I don't know. Yeah. But the okay. point is, like, you see this and you're just like, so someone can do that and they can do that in a way that it's probably, it's clear it's not healthy for them, right? But they're doing it in some way that they're not killing themselves doing it. So there's, there's, there's some technique to it. And I think that's why, like, it was so awkward watching Joe Rogan push it into fucking uh, on mm-hmm. the show because it's like, Joe has no idea the appropriate way to do this. And David Blaine is trying to do his best to be like, not to influence Joe's doing of this because he yeah. doesn't want it to be accused of being fake. Right. So he's yeah. letting Joe mostly do it. And Joe's chosen some bizarre path that's like doing nerve damage. Right you know through the old nerve. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Like, it's like, uh, my fingers right, are burning. You, Move, Joe. Yeah, you learn how to do this. And Which of the bones should up, I try like, to hit? Thing, and it's like, okay, here's how you do it. You can only do it through the certain ribs or certain location. You can't hit any organs, blah, 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 or whatever it happens to be. And then you just ask some random person, yeah, you do it to me. I'll be fine. You know, fuck. Yeah, that's not a good idea. This no. isn't a good idea anyway. None of this is hardcore to me. This I, no no the, this this through the arm one that's it's still a bad idea but that's okay. Do it. But no, I don't want to be stabbed. What's the name of the artery in your arm? That's a big deal. Uh, the armory. Oh yes, that is it. <laughs> no, there's one in there that that you don't want to poke, and I. It's weird to me that they're not worried about it. Is it the one that like goes up your, like here? You can where, like, where you get stuck it under your bicep. Oh. I don't know. Maybe that's what he was going for that he was panicking about. Because there wasn't that yeah. much blood that came out afterward. It was such a fine hole. Or maybe yeah, they just didn't have the camera on there long enough. He's like, and you see, Joe, there's there's not even any blood. He's like, well, there's a lot of blood right there. He's like, yeah, you hit something there. You hit something yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, fuck that. And it, no, the ice pick did look dull. Like like he was like, <laughs> he was like, I've already used this one a few times, so it's a little dull. So this is kind of gonna hurt. But and I'm thinking like why don't you show up to the Rogan show without a, with a dull ice pick? You should be traveling everywhere with like a fucking ice pick sharpener or something. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> if you did that enough. That would be like day two investment. Day one. Oh, yeah. If I'm doing this, hurt a bit. I'm, I'm doing this, I have, the, I have the sharpest what ice pick in America. Afterwards, like when they pulled it out, it didn't bleed much. He just carried on with the show. Yeah. Carried on the show. Yep. Yeah. Didn't uh, bleed much from what you could see, but. Yeah, yeah, apparently. How often can he do this trick? Next sub goal. Does he do the trick like every three months? I don't know. I don't know. I guess he switches by. Is it even fair to call it a trick? It's definitely a performance, but like it, it isn't. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I I don't think it's like you know. A lot of times you see magic, and it's an illusion, right? Someone has done something that looks incredible, but the mechanics behind it are physical mechanics, right? Like that are like you do this, and it looks like this type of thing. Here, it just felt like, and maybe I'm just falling into this, but I don't think so. It just. He's you not know, tricking Rogan, anyone. I, I He's just doing Rogan, an extreme right. it's not thing. A trick. It's just an extremely, it's an extreme thing that's pretty fucking cool to see someone able to do that. But fuck, it's how do you do that the first time? Like, how do you do that? Yeah. I could just imagine the first time well, somebody gets like guy. an inch into my bicep. I'm like, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, so he was scared. And it hurts he was such so a bad. weird guy. He had such weird like things that motivated him. Like you heard some of the things he'd done. Like you know, did, did this thing without food or like water for like without food for a week, like buried underground. And he's like, it's a lot mental. He's like, you know, I did it. I bought a coffin and 
trained in my house by just like closing the coffin kind of deal. And then he mm. did it underground. He's like, you know, he's like, I was hallucinating. And he was just this extreme body pushing was just something that he did. And that's, it was, it was cool to listen to. It was totally different. He's definitely, it, like, yeah. He's definitely way yeah. cooler than Chris Angel. Is he dead or did I is. dream that? He's the mind freak. <laughs> no, Chris Angel, he's the mind freak, right? They're Chris all kind of cool. David Copperfield's cool to me. And he just does tricks and illusions. Some Chris Angel mostly, me. yeah. How do you make the Statue of Liberty disappear? That's a really big trick. They I just think point to a different area of the bay, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a camera trick. The people there weren't tricked? No. No, you can't that make was a... the Statue of Liberty disappear. Yeah, <laughs> I was very I impressed, Kyle. <laughs> no, but with a series of mirrors. <laughs> you If I get to go to New York and watch, then like, I feel like I'm sitting there like, watching them like pull a big black curtain and then pan the camera night 45 degrees and, and and then like 35 actors go wow and i'm just like i just want to be the guy way off on the shore going bullshit <laughs> <laughs> bullshit i see it it's a yeah, gigantic did you see the elephant one the elephant one i think that was also chris angel where he was like oh i'm gonna throw a sheet over an elephant <clears throat> And um, then the elephant's going to go away. And it had like, you're right, like 40 people watching. And they're all actors. Like, you can't make an elephant disappear. That's an enormous animal. It and probably it, doesn't care having a sheet it over has its to head. cooperate, right? It's not some hot chick who's more than willing to climb under the stage. They, yeah. They cooperate. Yeah, this is an animal that may or may not become enraged after you throw the sheet <laughs> on it. See, that's, that's the what I'd rather myth. see. It's an animal, I you can train it. God, what happened to when animals attack? How does that not come back? You're talking about hoarders. And I... I agree. That's a fun show to watch. It's a good show. Can you imagine if there was a modern day when animals attack, how great that would be to watch with a stream? That would be good. Yeah, when animals attack would be fun. You, I told you guys my ideas, my idea for a show called Black Magic, where it's street magicians who only do it for black groups of people. Yeah, I yes. think that's a Bill Burr bit. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Azir and Zari. Uh, uh, Zari. Zari. That's right. Yeah. Well... But he's not the first person to notice that black people are the most entertaining with magic tricks. First person decades. I noticed to notice. Wow. Same. Well, <laughs> never mind then. First person with a Netflix special to notice. There you go. I feel like you're a plan tiller of uh, streaming uh, Amazon uh, Amazon Prime shows for mm-hmm. like a viewership. That is a brilliant, brilliant use of stream time. Definitely. That allows. That allow, I mean, not a lot of prep for that, I imagine. No, no not a lot yeah. of prep for hoarders either. It's just like, let's let's make fun of these people. And yeah. and then there are sometimes where like you'll genuinely feel bad for them. Usually it's a family member that you genuinely feel bad for because they're just tied up and all of it, and they they have no the bit like the daughters who just openly break down and cry because there's so much poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Jesus. funny. I have no mercy for that. When I see that, I'm just like, "Fuck you!" It's <laughs> funny. Like like, like I, I have no mercy for those hoarders. Like like no pity. I should say like like every time I watch it, I just wish that they had that Marine Corps drill sergeant instead of these Nancy pantsy garbage men that come in like, is mm-hmm. it okay if we throw the rotting food away? Can we throw it away? No, just do it and burn everything. I want to say they should have to eat all. every bite. <laughs> Kyle, are there and any like food? I'm, I'm trying to come up with uh, mental dis- like addictions or hoarders or something in that category that you are sympathetic towards. Um, eating disorder, <laughs> drug addiction. No, no. Uh, coming up, <laughs> no. Anything that 
maybe close to home um family member no experience in your life no no we're all there <laughs> no 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 empathy for no, any of those no, people no sympathy for anyone no i mean i mean not really like like if they got cancer or something like, yeah like, that one of course right sure i mean yeah. if they've got a disease what if they got cancer oh but there was some self-imposed that was poking um um what is it called when it makes you predisposed to cancer like carcinogens or you know carcinogens, like yeah like it being heavy for example is uh, a thing that can make you predisposed to getting cancer sure what if a heavy person gets cancer? Do they lose your sympathy? What kind of cancer? Is it fat person cancer, or is it? Just I don't like, know. Um, Are there special fat people? I'm out of my. Uh, I'm out of my. Uh, you, like you know what? What about things, heart right? disease? Right? Like it's heart disease, but you know darn well uh, that the guy ate fast food too much. Does he have a family? Are they fat? how is he more is he more or less culpable because he has a family are you saying he's more deserving of sympathy because he has this family isn't he less deserving of sympathy because i'll be he has sympathetic because he ought to have fucking been planning for that i'll be sad for them maybe but not him i don't know it, it really depends like like <laughs> the stuff that i feel bad for is like um i've seen those shows where the guy was like in the military and he's and he's like crippled or, or burnt up now mm. and like 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 they're, they're usually giving him like a cool prosthetic leg and it's like, well, fuck, why is the government buying this guy a cool prosthetic leg? Right. You know, I feel bad for those people. But most of the stuff that people bring upon themselves, especially, or mental illness, you know, I really don't have a lot of pity for those things. Why not pity for mental illness? Like, I, I get it. If you, if, you, if you did something, if you invested in something that has a shitty outcome and yeah. then you reap the shitty outcome, okay, sure. But why mental illness? That, how, is that, how is the person experiencing that to blame for it? Oh, it's equally pitiable. It's just that... It's funny too, and so that kind of outweighs my 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 pity. So I'm, I'm, you know, I feel bad, but then I laugh and I feel better. And it depends. I yeah, it depends you. on the mental illness. Like if it's that my strange addiction kind of mental illness where they like to smell babies' diapers or eat cotton balls. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't feel bad for them. But if it's like, you know, they're addicted to heroin because their parents killed themselves or something, it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, I feel bad for you. Like really, you, really? that's not one that would get me so much right no like, Woody's got no pity for drug users that's a little I mean, extreme but that's not the one that based. yeah i feel like that's a lot of like these are choices that they made on their own and i have more that, pity that, for uh food addiction god it gets real fucking hard like figuring out that line is where is this the choice they made versus a uh, life they're lived in from environment right like it's Sure. So I, don't, really I, I don't know where to draw all the lines. I'll just say this. I no, got hard zero and fast pity. Now. <laughs> zero pity. I'm not gonna go category for category. Well, what about this mental illness? We got time. Um, but <laughs> oh no, that one's hilarious. That one's fucking pants on head, retarded funny. Which um, one? But not Tourette's. I, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> oh, anyone. Tourette's is hilarious. Yeah, I do like that one. That, We're that a girl close on Twitch. To home here. That, well, your, your Tourette's is like not the comical Tourette's though. You're it, it, that girl on Twitch. Wait, you're like, telling you're telling me that Woody's not funny. You're saying he's got Tourette's, saying, he's not funny. So fuck I'm him. I'm saying that Tourette's is the least funny thing about Woody. How but, great would it be if Woody had N-word Tourette's? We could get away with whatever we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta step up my oh, game. Bring it, Woody. Oh, Woody, right? Woody, what if what if you suffer an unvideoed? Bump Just on the head. Stay, little sure. bump on the head. I mean, you do paramotoring. That's something that could happen. Maybe it gets exacerbated. That's experience. Yeah, it might have happened last week, down. brother. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love that if you randomly just that should be my new bit. N-word. Like I put my head and now I can't stop saying. God, it's been so long since I heard anyone <laughs> yell it in anger. Oh, I hate the 21st century. So <laughs> they um, oh man. What we're, we're, we're going somewhere. Funny before. things, sympathetic oh, you're, things. You're talking about what mental illnesses you are sympathetic to and which ones you're not. You said you weren't going to make a fast and hard. Oh, list yeah. I'm right not going to draw lines about, like, yeah, this one, no, that one. Like, like I'm like birth defects. I really feel sorry for those people. That's not funny yeah, to me sad. at all. Like, like, people who were born a certain way. Um, like, like, I got no issue with that. I, I'm, I'm missing the distinction between that and mental illness. Poor life decisions are yours. And if those lead you to be like whatever, um, then I think that's funny. That's how um, I feel. You would, you would, would you agree that people are, for example, some people are naturally more intelligent than others, like just genetically? Yeah, stupid sure. people are funny. So, well, yeah, so, of course. But wouldn't you also then kind of argue that like your genetic disposition leaves you vulnerable or better able? I'm not going to laugh at them because they can't do algebra. I'm going to laugh at them when they like do something really stupid and funny. Though, I draw that line. I'm not going to look up his fucking high school GPA and go, "Oh, that's a good one." But you know, if they do stupid things throughout their life or in their interactions with me, that can be funny. And in that way, I can laugh at a stupid person. Can you not find someone amusing, but also find them pitiable? Yes, you definitely can. Uh, those almost always go hand in hand. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were saying the opposite. I thought you were saying that you had no pity for these some people, but you also no, found yeah, some I'm, of this. I'm, I'm being yeah, and I know yeah, this is yeah, this is a character. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is. I feel sorry for all these people. Everyone, that's but, right. but that's not funny. You know, that's you know what's funny. a you know what's a good mental illness to watch videos about is uh I don't even know if this qualifies as mental illness. It's a uh, gang stalking. Those people who believe that all those cars and 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 it's, oh. they'll believe like oh there are dozens of federal agents or not even always federal agents. Just sometimes they'll think like random people in their community are people just tracking red shirts or yeah, yeah they, if they drive a red car if they have like a license plate that starts with s if you know they walk up with their phone to people in supermarkets like picking out bananas and they're like i see you i know where you are and this guy's like you can have the bananas <laughs> i like it when they come up to the, the mailman you're here every day same time taking a picture this is my phone <laughs> you, you think i don't notice <laughs> it's you I'm your mailman. How do you know my name and address? It's on my spreadsheet. <laughs> my friend Felony <laughs> helped me set it up. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about the gang stalkers before. They're outrageous. Mm-hmm. That's a mental illness that's funny. That's a good, that's a that's a real knee slapper. I like that one. Some of them are clearly fake, the videos where it's someone trying to meme about like, oh, I'm a gang stalker, but the real ones you can tell. Like the the stressed breathing, the like erratic behavior like it, there's something up with these people there's no way that it's like outside of gang stalking he's an a plus accountant you know no. like there's, there's <laughs> definitely there's comorbidities with this like there's something causing them agreed to have some agreed for sure maybe yeah, schizophrenia but, or something like that but go back to the hoarders i've got zero pity for them like like i don't Ooh. give a fuck what's made them start hoarding like i don't know i, I don't care what mental illness or who oh that was mama's chair she died so now we just never clean it well the rats have been shitting in it for 18 years it's it's over yeah. like and they'll never let they never move past their own excuses like one woman was like it got really out of hand after my father died and it's like and that was 20 years ago and right now you're 79 yeah so how'd your dad die yeah. nom 
you should have had a better handle on this. Like you were an older person when your your yeah. dad died, and then you decided to amp up the hoarding to to like the animal hoarders are objectively the worst because it's not just you know ruining Atari games and stuff right. like that. It's like no, you're torturing animals, and none of them see it that way. They're like, oh, I'll have nothing without my squirrel nests and and dead rabbits. <laughs> It's like, man, there's a wild possum in your kitchen. That's Freddy. (laughs) This really nice man with animal control pulled up to the house to like try and help. And this guy with all the rabbits was like, you think this is the time you're finally going to get me? It's like like being like accosting him about it. He had an ongoing dispute with the animal control guy. He hated. He, he, he was like like looking out his trailer window. Here they come, these fuckers! And it's like, hey, we got a call that you're torturing animals in all the name. Uh, get the oh, fuck look. out of here! What do we have here? It's the squirrel Gestapo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there, this one lady, she had a goat, and this goat was limping so hard, like it couldn't walk right at all. And then the, the psychiatrist is like, and when did, uh, what's it, Tina? When did Tina's legs start to really bother her? Well, about two years ago. It's like two years ago. So for like a quarter of that goat's life, he's been hobbling around in other animal shit. It's just, they're just they're just bad people doing that to animals. They're bad people. I I have no respect for animal abusers or people who treat animals yeah. bad at all. That's one of my pet peeves, I suppose you could say. Um, I, I felt really. I've, I always mention it when I talk about that court experience I had when I was uh, twenty two, but like I felt so scummy being in the same court proceeding as the animal abusers. Like like right before me is like. So we understand you've been torturing your dogs again <laughs> it's just like fuck i'm after this guy the dog torturer that's a we good don't thing, have though. to take them away mike no not my dogs <laughs> yep yep which one of them told you i'm gonna whoop it so bad like, <laughs> so, 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 so mean and cruel so i would imagine that would be good for you though right you go up after the guy who tortures animals to death suddenly you're looking like a sunday church boy you know like you don't want to go behind the serial loiterer no, I guess that, that's a good point. That's a good point. I suppose that that may or may not have been helpful, but it it didn't go against me. I don't know, but yeah, I think I think animal hoarders and uh, and hoarders in general are just awful people, and they should just rip that off like a band aid. There's no need to. Whenever you, everyone works. who's Imagine watching if that it, worked. Imagine if all like mental I don't health care if it works. Just, like, I'm watching it TV. Like a bandage, it works. See, there there is well, a, a fundamental. If I'm recommending, difference. if I'm recommending treatment. For a hoarder, maybe that's not my recommend, <laughs> recommendation. But if you're if recommending I'm watching like a, television I about hoarders, I want Mister Clean to come in. I yeah. want what's what's the big muscle up black and Terry Crews? I want Terry Crews to be like to have a new show called <laughs> Mister Clean, and he just goes in there and just beats the shit out of them and forcibly like pressure washes the interior of their home with a fire hose. I'd love that. Be like, why is this episode ninety seconds long? And it opens to Terry Crews with lighter fluid just spraying all over <laughs> <him>. <laughs> This one, there's no hope for. <laughs> Let's go at it. Tune in at eight PM for Hoarders and nine for our new series, The Arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm your host, The Arsonist, and we're gonna go burn down the Hoarders. Steve-O would be perfect for that show. I'm Steve-O. Welcome to The Arsonist. <laughs> I'm Steve-O, and this is Class Two Felony. <laughs> Steve-O did a triathlon recently. I so, saw him tape himself to a billboard the other day. He celebrated uh, 10 years sober by doing a triathlon. 
So good well, for him. I, everybody loves Steve-O. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, so I like he is. He, he's been through some shit. And I, the thing about Steve-O, as far as I know, for all the like insanity he did, he didn't really hurt other people. Like he was crazy, but it, I don't see a string of victims in his past. I love the story about snorting the AIDS cocaine. Uh, maybe you have to, uh, huh. remind yeah, me. I don't know if I'm real familiar with that one. Yeah, there was, um, he was, uh, he was doing drugs with this guy with AIDS and the guy, I don't remember how it happened exactly. If the guy like pulled a needle out or like cough blood or aspirate, I don't know. Anyway, there was a bunch of cocaine on the table covered in blood. It was AIDS blood. And, uh, and, and <sighs> Steve-O snorted it all. <laughs> He, he just snorted infected, all the huh? AIDS blood. Co- no, no, he just snorted all the AIDS blood cocaine. He's rolling Man. the dice. He could have just gotten more coke, you know? Yeah, he probably had money. I did. It was right there. <laughs> yeah, it was right there covered in blood. You were saying, Filthy, that's not the way to handle it with the hoarders. Now, I do think it is different than like an alcoholic or a drug addict in that like if somebody's about to shoot up black tar heroin or they're about to drink a, a handle of vodka and you're like, nope, got it. Like they can go out immediately, especially if it's booze and purchase more. You know, if I clear out 40 years of hoarding, it's they can't go back to as bad as they were by the next day. It's Taylor, you are a, you are a fairly new streamer. You have surely encountered the Twitch Prime, which is the Amazon Prime subscription. Yeah. You can fill a house with Amazon Prime in about two minutes if you want to. That's what I was going to talk about earlier and I forgot. Yeah, like, 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 I don't think I was a hoarder, but I just had a lot of junk because I used to get super fucking stoned and then get on Amazon and be like, oh, cool. Yeah, I need new camping gear. I hate camping. I don't go for <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, an eight-person tent? That sounds about right. Oh, the 12-person tent's only $400 more. Well, let's get one. Just as when I went through my uh, my house uh, back home before <laughs> I moved out here, and I started like there was like three piles. There was a trash pile, a storage pile, and a take with me to the new home pile. At one point, I was just looking at how much stuff I was planning on bringing with me and putting in storage, and I was just like, no, no, we're drawing a hard fucking line here. I don't care. Family members need to come through. I called everybody. I was I was like, look, y'all need to come over here, take a look at this stuff because it's about to get thrown away. And, and a lot, some of it's valuable, some of it you might want, but it's getting thrown away tomorrow. And some people came and they like got the random knives and fucking goofy things that I had acquired over the years of being high as fuck on Amazon. <laughs> and then I just threw it all away. I filled a rollback uh, with, with, with like nonsense. Just rollback? so many thousands of dollars. Like, like one of those gigantic dumpsters that goes on a semi yeah. truck. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Filled that up. <sighs> yeah. I mean, but now. I mean, you've just cleared up space for in the future when you live in Colorado. You can you can start that cycle. All oh, we're gonna start again, baby. I'm you know what I love? Colorado? Camping. Colorado. I'm gonna end probation. Use that tent. <laughs> yeah. What's it, he asked when How you get on probation. probation Did you get out in August? We must be coming up the year anniversary. Um, you can uh, you can apply after you've done um, either a year or fifty percent of your federal probation to get out. So whenever that comes up, I'll uh, I'll talk to the judge and see if he'll let me out early. So maybe yeah. soon, maybe a year from soon. Didn't you get out? Move states when that happens, or yes, I'll be able to. Uh, I will no longer be travel restricted, and a lot of the other restrictions will peel off as well. When did you get out, Kyle? Do you know? Out of prison. Yeah. 
No, I don't know. I remember I was in there for um, like September seventh. Oh, that's uh, but I'm wrong. It was like October, wasn't it? Maybe it was August know. to October then. I don't know why I'm so I'm so confident on August, but I know I was in there for like September seventh because I think that's like Memorial Day or Labor Day, whichever one. I'm not sure because well, your first I, episode back was October fifth. All right, okay. then I got out October fourth, I think, or maybe October fifth actually. Okay. Yeah, one or the other. Oh, well, then we upload two days later, though. Uh, no, it would have gone up. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, so early October but, is a year. Yeah, something like that. Coming up on it. One thing that yeah. gets me is that I feel like whole all around this. Uh, oops, water. All around this process, there haven't been enough like fixed dates. You know, like oftentimes you didn't know the day that you went in. You didn't know the day of this. You don't know the day that probation ends. It's just this rough time periods like in the fall um for what i'm missing this well you know it i i, I do know i just don't know you know what i mean like i could find out i just oh okay to, i see I you know see. I, it, that I, I just know that it's a thing that once you've done like 50 percent or a year or something like that i've read the specifics before um you can appeal with the judge to you know get out early so i'm gonna do that so uh-huh. we'll see how that goes where do you want to live colorado Colorado for the skiing. I love to ski. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> That's what they put you away for, right? Skiing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah makes. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's a really aggressive skier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ran over kids. Uh, Colorado would be cool. I don't know. I was yeah. looking for houses in um, Asheville, North Carolina, the other day. Thought it'd be there a neat for, place uh, to leave. Thinking about moving? Four years. Not seriously. Just thinking about it. I liked Asheville. Lived there. I did my undergraduate in Asheville. Oh, okay. Then you do know the deal. Yeah, place was great. I had a lot of fun with that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would. Mountains, I would like beautiful. to live a lot of hiking out there, climbing out go? there. Did you go to Appalachian State? I did uh, UNCA. Oh, okay, University of North Carolina in Asheville. Yeah, for my undergrad. I wonder if they're open now. I don't know. Yeah. Beautiful location, though. I'd love to live in Nashville again if I had a chance. I had a lot of fun there. Yeah, there's two colleges there, I guess, right? Isn't App State Nashville, too? Or am I mixing that up? Mm, isn't it the town over? Um, well, okay. <laughs> we're right nearby Black Black Mountain or something? It could be. It could be. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it. I think it might be North Carolina's best place to live. So I just considered it. That's all. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Taylor's not here. Have to bring up new topics. I get news stuff. I'm dying to talk about this Kyle Rittenhouse guy. Are we, don't know yeah, this. That, Tell me. You don't know? Okay. I, I, maybe I will when you tell You're me. You're going to know like, half of this anyway. Yeah. So, what, Kyle, okay. do you remember the name of the guy who was shot in the back seven times? No. Uh, shucks. All right. So, I hope I have my story right. I'm doing my best. I think two women fighting on a sidewalk. Black guy in a car with three kids stops to break up this fight. Uh, During the fight breaking up process, two police come and they're like questioning the dude who broke it up. Like, I don't know, working with him or something. He's having none of it. And this is about when the footage I saw starts. So the, the other stuff I just heard about, he's having none of it. And the cops are like trying to put cuffs on him. He does that move where your arms are back and you kind of wiggle away and like torpedo. They try to taser him. And that doesn't work. 
I'm making stuff up. Maybe the barbs didn't get skin. They were in loose t-shirt or something like that. But the tasering didn't work. And he is headed towards the driver's seat. And uh, he gets the car door open. And that's when they shoot him. One guy, I think, shoots him seven times in the back. He's alive, but he's paralyzed. And um, this has, like, you know, America's racial tensions, which are already kind of uh, spiking right now respiked it's a big problem now, i follow the nba a lot um they wouldn't play they did this the first team out there was like we're not playing this is ridiculous we need to bring attention to this uh, bad stuff that's going on and then all the games get canceled baseball games get canceled hockey keeps playing but they're they're canceled tonight um and uh so this is you know directing even more attention on it etc uh, and that's i guess a still ongoing thing i'll weigh in on it um, I the guy resisted. He shook off the taser. He kept going towards the driver's seat. Uh, I don't know that there was a real win. I, ideally, they would have been able to wrestle him to the ground instead of shoot. But if a guy's making a beeline for his car, I mean that, and resisting arrest like that, that it wasn't the worst shooting. I thought. Um, other people see it differently, and I don't know why there has to be seven shots. That it. I feel like like I need to watch it again. Was he really not disabled after three? Like it, it, I know that if you decide to use deadly force, you decide to really use deadly force. They don't ever try to shoot to wound or aim for the knee or anything. But How uh, was the cop from him who shot him? Super close. How far away? He was touching him. Yeah. So uh, Jesus. Yeah, he was actually trying to like hold him back and prevent him from getting to the driver's side door. But the guy opened the driver's side door and started going in. I read there was a knife on the floorboard, although they couldn't have known that during the decision-making process. But that's the kind of thing as a cop that you need to be concerned about. There could have been a knife or a gun or some... There's a weapon in the car. Was he going for the weapon or was he trying to leave? I don't know. Some people claim he was going for the weapon because his body posture was like leaned forward. Although, if I was trying to hold you back by your shirt, Filthy, that might be a body posture you assume too. What was he going to do? Grab the knife with his teeth? He wasn't handcuffed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they I weren't able like, to handcuff on his back. And he's trying to like bite a knife and then stab <laughs> no, cops no, with he it. wasn't cuffed. Um, and the the police, it, it seemed like, in my impression, they were using like sixty percent effort to hold him back. You know, they were like grabbing his shirt and he was walking on. But like, like how you can imagine that if I were to hold you by the shirt, I wouldn't prevent you from walking forward, right? You really got to go for a tackle. But they didn't do that. They tried the taser. It, it just didn't work. And uh, the guy gets to the to the door, opens it, and they shoot him. All right. So that has everybody super duper upset. And now there's protesting going on. And I, it's, I'm surprised you guys haven't seen this because it's dominated my like internet today. This guy, Kyle Rittenhouse, drives from one or two states over to protect the property from the protesters. And um, it seems like... Which property? Which just property in general? Yeah, you know, the random properties that were the they were burning. Yes, yeah. He's like okay. these. The protesters are bad guys. I'm a good guy, and um, in fairness, like there's this footage of him like um, cleaning graffiti off of I don't know some sort of big concrete monument, maybe whatever it was. You know, he's out there scrubbing graffiti off, and um, he has his AR-15 with him. He also has like a medic kit. He's like, I'm here to help people who maybe got hurt or something. But he's 17 years old. Uh, I don't know if 17-year-olds can even have AR-15s in that state. In North Carolina, you can't, but it's usually state by state. 
So um, uh, anyway, he's there, and you can see like I've saw I've seen like twelve minutes of like footage of all these different things that they put together that involve it. There's this short bald guy who had like a plastic bag, and I, I can't tell what's in it, but it looked like it had like clothes in it or something like that. And uh, he's like aggressive and sort of looking for a fight. This guy Kyle, not really looking for a fight. But also drove two states over with his gun, right? He's like not looking for a fight, but ready for a fight, maybe. And uh, and they they show these other guys anyway. The dude with the bag. The video just it, like you don't really see what led up to it. Led up to it, but he's chasing the seventeen-year-old with the rifle, and he throws something at him. I've heard it called a Molotov cocktail. I've heard it called a firebomb. I've heard it called the plastic bag we saw in the earlier video. I don't know what he threw at him. But um, Kyle turns around, one taps the guy in the head, with this, shoots the rifle, kills the guy. I missed this. Really? Yes. Yeah, so what I saw I was the guy the shooting. shooting. Well, the guy shot at him with a pistol first, and then he shot that guy. And then he goes to that guy's aide that he's shot, and people start attacking him, and they throw something on fire at him. And then they, uh, he runs away from them, and they tackle him to the ground. And a guy stands over him with a pistol to shoot him, and he shoots that guy in the arm. That's the second incident. Yeah. Mm. So um, I think I'm right about the first part, my description of it, and you may have missed it. And then he's walking down the street, and I think this is where we, we join our, our stories again. People are yelling, he just shot a dude. That guy just shot a dude. And he had. But now he's trying to like sort of escape the area. And um, I didn't know that someone had shot at him first with the pistol, but yeah. Kyle saw that part. Um, but they're, he's trying to get away. He's trying to leave the scene, and the people are chasing him. And I don't know if he trips or what happens, but maybe they push him over. But now he's on his butt, and people are coming at him. He shoots a guy in the chest. Another guy wants to hit him with the skateboard. I th maybe he's the chest guy. He shoots another guy in the bicep. Apparently, I didn't know that the... Dude, he got shot in the bicep, had a gun in his hand, and he was going to shoot him first. But uh, he ends up wounding one and killing two, if I have the story right. And um, it's a real interesting shooting to me. People are all over this thing. One guy is like this armed vigilante. One side says this armed vigilante traveled two states over looking to you know shoot protesters and did. The other side says this is a clear case of self-defense. You know, they were going to hit him with the skateboard. There's the firebomb, which may or may not have been a firebomb. There's another guy with a gun. I mean, this is all self-defense. And uh, like, if you look at the final minutes leading up to it in isolation, like I took a concealed, court, concealed carry course and they talked about when the, all the shoot and no shoot situations is something they covered a ton for North Carolina. If you look at the last minute, it's definitely a shoot situation. It's definitely a he feared for his life, serious bodily harm, not rape, but that's the other one. And uh, it's like that if a guy's going to swing a skateboard at your head, that's a shooting situation. Now, you have what they call as a duty to retreat. You know, you're trying to leave the scene. You can't just stand your ground at the gas station and say that uh, he was going to hit me. Like if you were able to leave the scene, you have to do that. He tried that. He was trying mm -hmm. to leave the scene, and uh, that they closed that option off. They chased him down. He, was, he had fallen onto his butt, and they were still attacking him. So his duty to retreat, according to me, was met. But if you look at it holistically, 
and see that a few hours later he drove a state or two over to like put himself in this situation, then it's like, and it opens my eyes a little farther and I'm like, uh, it makes it more complicated than it would if I just watched the final, you know, three minutes of these guys' lives. And uh, Yeah, the, the guy with the firebomb, I guess, Okay, was burning a car dealership down at the time of the shooting. That was his, that's I why he that. had... That's why he had a firebomb. He was that he was there at a car dealership to burn it down. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't uh, like he just had a firebomb and he was burning the car dealership down. It's totally reasonable. Yeah, we all have hobbies, and I don't judge yours. It was a registered firebomb. (laughs) All right, all right. That was Camry was asking for it. He was taking that firebomb home to his granny. She had (laughs) asked him to go out shopping for firebombs, and he was just bringing it back to her, flaming. Yeah. and he was attacked by this young man. Imagine if the angle was like, we're bringing back American auto manufacturing. Fuck Toyota. <laughs> Just like burning Toyota, like every Korean and Japanese car dealership. Yeah. Anyway, I, so he had a legitimate reason for having a firebomb. <laughs> and I guess he had a firebomb. I feel like it's becoming a little more, a little less questionable, right? Because you know, I, when I try to look at both sides, they're like, that's the plastic bag he threw. It didn't look like a firebomb in the video to me. And when he threw it, the ground didn't catch on fire. But I don't know why he threw a bag of clothes at him. Like, that's not, like, yeah, doesn't make that's not sense. a very effective weapon at all. Yes. A bag of clothes is not what you want to bring to any sort of altercation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's just what it looked like in the video from, like, whatever, hours earlier. Like, that's what he was carrying around with him. So I don't know. Some sort of laundry war. <laughs> a laundry war. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it was a firebomb. I feel like we're coming, like, 80% sure Did, it was a firebomb. Taylor, didn't you say that one of the guys he shot was a child molester? I, I saw something about that, that one of them was like, uh, I don't know about child molester, but like a, some sort of like previously arrested or charged with like sex crime, something, something some sex crime of the minor. That's such an interesting thing. Like, I think one of them was that and another one was a domestic abuser with a whole list of like assault and battery. Yeah, charges. but he doesn't know that. That does, how what infant? I mean, I guess you could say like you're saying that those people are more likely to have been being violent because of their past history of. I think we're just looking at the fact that the that the mob of people attacking the person laying on the ground were all already criminals. Yeah, and and filthy, you're right. He doesn't know that. That to me is a little more relevant in like a. I don't know. I, what he did know is they were attacking him already. If if there's a mm-hmm. police situation, oftentimes they're like, you know, turns out seven years earlier he was breaking and entering. It's like right, right, right. I, I get that the guy wasn't a saint, but. Uh, the, you know, turns out you shot. It's not shot really. thirty-seven times while he was sitting in his car asleep, though, officer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he was stirring. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, it was, <laughs> there's often this like karma argument, but in this case, I, I, it's almost not needed because they were literally attacking the guy while he shot them. They were in the process. Of, but Woody, mm-hmm. Woody, Woody, mm-hmm. he's white. <laughs> Everyone's white true. in this he scenario. In the on the night, second night, the the first one, the reason they were protesting in the first place, white cop, black guy trying to get into the car. Um, but on the next night, all these protesters and and the shooter, everyone in this is white. I think. Okay, I know the skateboard. The guy that was trying to hit him with a skateboard. He he he's like a he looks like the kind of guy who would try to hit you with a skateboard, but oh, too skateboard. old. He's like 32 years old and still a skateboard hitter. Like, Radical. <laughs> who, charges, who, who charges a guy with a gun with, with, with a skateboard. skateboard? You ever yeah. play rock skateboard AR-15? <laughs> <laughs> it only goes one way, usually. 
Ah, see, I thought I was going to win with Rock there, but you played AR-15 again, and I lost. <laughs> now, this time I got it. This time I got, damn it, ah, AR-15 again. <laughs> no match. No match for the AR. Am, am I allowed to do the AR-15 thing? No. No. Just, just you? Okay. Well, I, I hate this game. I don't know why I keep playing. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but you can see. Yeah, the, you can see the photo of the one guy with the Glock that did that little like fake surrender. It. I heard. Yeah, there, there's, there's a video there's footage of this footage. Yeah, yeah. something. I don't it's think we could watch it. We, we, yeah. we, could, we couldn't watch it on YouTube because it's graphic. But there's one. There's a a still shot going around of the guy laying on the ground with his gun, and then one guy like holding his hands up as he's approaching him. And if you watch the slow mo thing, the guy tries to do like a fake surrender, and then reaches for his gun. And is coming around, gun brandished towards the guy, like pointing it at him. And it's then that the kid with the rifle shoots the guy with the gun in the arm. And it's like, if he hadn't shot him in the arm, he probably would have taken a cap right to the brain. Everyone in this situation thinks they're the good guy, right? The guy who's shooting the kid on the ground, that kid just shot two people already. You know, he thinks he's Mm -hmm. ending a serial killer. The guy on the ground feels like he's defending himself. But he did come from two states over to start defending himself in a mob, right? So that argument's not that compelling to me because it's okay. like, does he does he have less right to be there than any rioter? Yeah, we wouldn't say he that. He's about there to all protect property, who, right? Like he's there to. What protect about all the people so- who 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 drove states and states to join Martin Luther King and his in his peaceful marches? You know, nobody nobody ever said, well, yeah, we we beat all those black people bloody and and sick the dogs on them, but you know they're from Illinois, right? It just doesn't like you know the state they came to get can, to Alabama to you, to express you, yeah. their uh, their rights. <laughs> you can say Four. it's a you can say it's a bad idea to do that without I think resorting to the whole you know oh he had no business being over there. It's like well no like it anyone has a right to go to those things hmm. if they want. I and see your going, I see your point. Well, not me, but if you're going, you might want to bring a gun. It seems. Just don't go. Don't go to these things. Don't go to the riots. Oh, no, Why I wouldn't put yourself either. in that position. I, and I, I, I usually resist the whole what were the parents thinking argument, but he's 17. Your kid's taking an AR-15 to the riots? What were they thinking? They, I don't know. He's a pretty no good shot. Have you seen him on the range? <laughs> they they lost mean, a lot he, of it when they gave him the AR-15. Yeah. You know, after that, he made a lot of his own I, I just imagine you literally out. saying that to his parents in the middle, like, have you seen the video? <laughs> <laughs> That's some good shooting. My boy can lay him down. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, just just advise everyone, don't go to the riots. It's not going to, there's no nothing to gain unless uh, like you're going to loot. And th- even then, don't Well, loot, there's a I lot think. to gain. Purchase things. <laughs> yeah, Taylor. There's all sorts of free shit at riots. I can't think okay, of any well, public gathering where there's more to gain, Frank. Don't don't be a thief and don't go to riots. What if I just thinking. fly around on a paramotor? Would that be cool? Oh, that'd be smart. Twelve feet that, up. Yeah, are, around. You, are you real fast it's on a the paramotor? Night wing. Yeah, like you're kind of like a floating, like hovering target. And like how have you painted it? Concentric circles? Like, I'd love it if the Nightwing showed up at the riots to fight crime. <laughs> My cape's stuck in the prop. I go down. So, uh, we go I really didn't think this lands, through. Right? Yeah, that's day one. Day two, you're like, Jackie, I don't think I can run the, I don't think I can run the cape anymore. It's <laughs> They're all laughing at the cape. They hate the ears. <laughs> you know, that'd be a good Steve-O thing. It's, I'm Steve-O, and this is where a MAGA hat in a riot. <laughs> Steve O unfortunately passed away. <laughs> yeah, that's I, 
You wouldn't even do that. Yeah, yeah there's nothing to gain by it's going to those terrible things. Terrible situation. It's just All sorts of badness happened. None of these people have to be dead. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way I would go to those things. I don't Fuck like public that. gatherings to begin with, but I'm certainly not going to go to one where burning cars and murdering people seems to be kind of normal. <sighs> yeah, yeah, not good. And like, I don't right, even I'm, think I'm not was, a gun guy. Tell me what an AR-15 is. So it's a semi-automatic. It's a semi-automatic uh, military-style rifle. They're quite a long, big, large rifle. No, yeah, it's it could it could be short and compact. The, the thing is, it's like it's like it's like you ask me. Explain what a Honda Civic looks like exactly. And I'm like, well, sure. really depends on the owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can get it, pretty ugly. <laughs> it, can, it can get pretty ridiculous, or it can be just real plain Jane. His was pretty plain Jane. It's M16 <laughs> from Call of Duty. It looks like that. Uh, huh. But but his is fairly plain Jane for uh, for what it is. He's got a stock on it and uh, like a little hollow sight. And 30 round PMAG in it. But he's got a standard four end and I don't know if he's got a muzzle device of any kind. My Facebook feed was making fun of his budget AR. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> that's that's what they went with. I mean, well, it, it was more like you punks got beat by a budget AR. Was the line they were taking? I mean, he's got oh. like he's got he's a decent red dot on it. Budget. He's got he's got over a grand in this bad boy. He's like, seventeen. That's a perfectly respectable seventeen-year-old's AR. Yeah, he's got a nice stock <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly it's not as, you know, he had a 16-year-old AR. He's upgraded. This is this is yeah. one above. When he gets you know, to 18 or 19, he's going to have a I fucking I imagine when he was tank. 9 or 10 years old, there was no red dot at all. And he's been working and saving. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Those are expensive. That's, That's right. like a $600 optic he's got. Maybe dad bought him like the, the base core AR set and he's been adding the amenities to it. You could do that. That's the know. cool thing about ARs. You know, you could, you could literally like buy. That would be a cool thing to like buy the kid like the lower. And then, mm-hmm. like, he's got to earn, like, each additional piece for, like, a summer job or something. Because it takes forever. And right. and they're so, like, modular that, like, you can literally start with, like, the little bitty piece. And then you've got to If he gets an A in history, the stock comes in. A magazine rolls in. Yeah. You get I just know that slide fire stock that I'm not supposed to have. We'll slide that on if you can pass Jim this year. <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like when I do thing, when I get invested in some often physical type of thing, I like being that physical, right? Like, and this is always something I was a little curious about with like, like, um, like mixed martial arts or something. Because I started training that once or twice before, which was like, I don't know that ultimately I want that feeling of, you know, of that situation of like. I want to use it. I fucking spent the time training it, figuring it out, learning it, putting the time in. Part of me wants to use it. And I don't know, is there any of that going on with the gun stuff? Like for some people, look, look there's a lot of the gun culture is is wide and varied, right? Like like I always thought it was real silly the guys who dress up in all the crazy gear and stuff and act like they're in a fucking SWAT team. I've always thought that was real silly and that's some little dick syndrome shit. But I never wanted to shoot anybody, you know, like, like I, I want for, for like that outlet, as far as guns, like hunting and, and stuff like that was there, you know, we, we'd go shoot pigs and that was a lot more fun, you know, I would imagine. It wasn't that I wanted to shoot someone, but there is kind of a feeling of like, I don't know, invulnerability is the right word, but if you have a gun in your pocket, safety. All of a sudden, like, you're the toughest guy in this convenience store. You know, if things were to pop off, you're the one with a gun. 
And it's not that you're hoping it pops off or anything, but I, I don't know. It's. But I, I think you just that one side of feeling of security there. It's like I having a life raft while you're going boating, or, or or like having you know any number of safety precautions. It's like having a fire extinguisher under the sa- under the sink. You know, you, you you just feel a little bit safer if but that you've never had thing happens. If I had to shoot someone to protect my child, wife, loved one, property, whatever it is, could I do it? Have you ever had that thought? Sure. Yeah, I think I could. I don't think it'd be a big problem, but um. Yeah, but the adrenaline once I it gets going, most I people feel can. like I'm great know. at paintball. There's some level of like gun culture. Maybe it's the courses I've taken and things like that, where they're like, even if you're in the right, shooting can get you in a lot of trouble. Even if things go oh, wildly yeah. well for you, the attorney's cost, it, like it's a big problem. And they like there are plenty of people who tell you how to talk to the police or something if you've been in a shooting. Like the only words you can say are, "I feared for my life." I need an attorney. Like, like that's it. Say nothing else but those things or there's something close to that. And uh, so it's, I never daydreamed of shooting anyone. I never wanted that uh, halfway because there is no shooting where that <laughs> ends well, right? There's no shooting where you're like, huh, you know what? That's <laughs> better than what I was going to do tonight. Sometimes Can I it paraphrase goes what well. you just said, Woody. You just said the legal hassle of shooting someone would be a lot of work. Yeah. 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 Okay. But in yeah. a lot of money, it's like, I don't know, like, it, it, let's, if you were to get in trouble for, for I don't know, I'm, I'm lacking words, but yeah, I, I know you where you're headed on that. Like, well, the legal problem of shooting is a lot of work. That's your concern. Yeah. But if that guy killing, is, killing, killing a bad guy isn't a big concern for me. Right. If this guy's already broken into my home, I'm feeling pretty justified, really. But well, yeah, it's still he's like I have problems even if this went well. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kyle says it, it can, but they sort of taught us. I could be they could be wrong that even if it goes great, even if the guy clearly like broke in your house and and had a knife at your daughter's head and you hit him right in the forehead and everything went you know it, yeah, that you like still a have a court case and you still you know, have to yeah, win. And it. I guess well, I, that's I guess not I'm true. Wondering, I'm wondering it's, if this maybe motivation. I went too extreme in my example. Yeah, but, look, yeah. well, like in a lot of <laughs> cases, if if it, it's it's going to come down to like the local uh, law enforcement guy, right? The sheriff's going to make a decision in, in many cases. And if the sheriff says, yeah, it's justified, then that's fucking case closed in many situations, unless there's a big media stink and the states and the state picks it up or the feds pick it up yeah. for some reason. Here's an example that wasn't that. clean. So um, if someone breaks into your house, if someone's in the act of breaking into your house in North Carolina, that was a shoot. It's a little easier now with the castle doctrine, but um, dude staying uh, at his girlfriend's house bad guy busts through the window, right? Breaks the window, enters the house through a broken window. As he's approaching them and they're in their bed, boyfriend pulls the gun out of the nightstand, shoots the bad guy. And he had to go to court because it wasn't his house. He was staying over hers. And they're like, you know, he had a duty to retreat. He should have left. And you know, he should have left. It's not his house because you get certain extra rights if you're in your house. But since he was staying over hers and, and gun people are like, what should have left? What, what, maybe tie a bow on your girlfriend and then leave, you know, give it to the bad guy. Yeah, right. Uh, mm-hmm. And but he had to go to court and he did win, but he had to win. He had I to told you you should have put me on the lease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they use that as an example. That was actually from my concealed carry course as like, you know, if you do have to shoot, it's going to suck. Yes. Yeah. Things yeah. that seemed yeah. clear cut to us weren't clear cut to everyone. 
Yeah, I guess I'm a little dubious of a 17-year-old picking up an assault rifle, some an AR, whatever this rifle is, essentially building this, buying, building, component-wise, this rifle, driving two states over to be part of a activity where he ends up having to use that assault rifle. It feels a bit, it sounds a bit like someone walking vigilante. around looking for a fight. Well, forget forget like if he wants to kill someone or hurt someone or if it's a vigilante, he's maybe not punishing anything. It looks like a bit of bravado and the wanting to kind of throw down on something, right? And I don't know. Like I, I can just, I don't know that I would, I could see that temptation, right? Like I have a gun, some assholes in my fucking house breaking in. I'm going to shoot his dumb ass for this, right? I could see that. Mm-hmm. And a part of me being wondering like, could I do it? Would I do it? Like a part of me wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Just have the tools. What do you use? What are you buying those tools for? Investing in this training for if you're not willing to do that? And I don't know. Like I, it, without without the knowledge of that, I just I just wonder at his motivation. I see both and, sides. Oh, I'm sorry. Do yeah. You more. Yeah. If no, you look no, at the last minute, it seems like a very good case of clear shooting, a good shooting to me. You know, if a guy's swinging a skateboard at your head and you've already tried to retreat and you get him in the in the mid swing. Good shooting, bro. That's what that's what the Second Amendment's mm-hmm. for, defending yourself. But if you take it in the context of the whole day where this guy came two states over and stuff, then it gets much more foggy for me. Yeah. But not for Taylor, I guess. Taylor feels like that's not compelling. He had every right to be there. Well, no, it's just the, the whole two states over argument. Like, like, it's totally different from saying, like, yeah, he shouldn't have gone there. That was a bad idea. Like, you shouldn't put yourself in harm's way like this. That was stupid. His, you, you know, you're right with the parent thing. His parents should have been like, no, do you not see the Twitter clips? Do you not see what's going on out there? Do you not see the burning buildings and the violence, the assaults, the nonsense? Don't go. But the whole, like, he drove two states over. It's like, oh, okay, so now people can't travel and go to protests well, or riots the, or whatever. It speaks like, that, to that, his mind. Compelling. It speaks to what he's thinking about, though, right? Like, if this were on his street, there's the added now thing of, he was just at fucking home. You know, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Right. Like it, it's a different thing if it's like sp- if it spontaneously happens in his normal routine and this happens to him, it's a different thing than if he has gone out of his way to go to a situation where this is more likely to happen. I was pretty yeah. clear cut with that Missouri couple that stood in front of their yard. There are a couple mm-hmm. things they could have done better for optics, you know, hold the gun properly, stop muzzle sweeping everyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the general idea of I'm standing in my front yard, don't mess with this place. Yeah. Mm, you know, that's, that's the Second Amendment. You know, I'm, I'm kind of for yeah. that. It's uh, fine. You just watched them break down the, the wrought iron door that's supposed to keep people out of your private neighborhood. Of course you're afraid. Right. And it turns out they were on private property. You know, they weren't just people on that public street walking by. No, th- mm-hmm. this is already your private area. And you just like, you need to stay this far away. Like, I, I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. You know, they're allowed to defend your own house. Um, yeah. This guy. Not an exact parallel. You know, he was defending himself, but only after he put himself in the middle of a mob. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, it's really gray. Like, without seeing more of it, it's really hard to pass judgment on that, past the fact that, as you say, like, both sides, you're right, you're taking the moment, someone's threatening your life, and that, and you shoot that person and kill that person. Yeah, absolutely. If you just take that one clip of it. But what did you do to that person? What, what led into that? How did you get in that situation? All this is relevant to some degree. So Yeah. We'll see how the court treats it you know and yeah. and i wonder if the ramifications of that decision will weigh into the decision right like uh um rodney king and most people too young but rodney king riots didn't happen because rodney king got beaten rodney king riots happened because the police were found not guilty 
right? They clearly were guilty. This six of them beat the fuck out of a guy until he was like mentally damaged and bruised and just trashed. They were taking out their frustrations on a near lifeless body. And uh, the court ruled that, that was okay. That is when those riots happened. If this guy in either direction, you could find him guilty or not guilty. And I, it's someone's going to be very upset with how this goes. Yeah, if he's found innocent of like the, I think I saw somewhere they're doing that thing where they really overbite it, like take a too big of a bite out with like, oh, first degree murder. It's like, well, you're not going to get that. That doesn't seem very likely at all. So yeah, I don't think they'll get him for that. And that'll probably be enough on its own that people will start rioting and burning things. And, you know, it seems to be a pattern. Hmm. We'll see. We'll yeah. See. Or or if they do lock yeah, him I'm, up, there's I'm a whole other group of people that will be upset. You know, if, yeah. he, if he gets, I forget which side you just said, but anyway, in either case, there's going to be one side or the other who's not happy. So yeah, uh, yeah, the dude wanted to be a cop. He was like blue lives matter. This is an interesting thing nowadays, right? Like you do something, and they go to your social media and find out who you were. You know, all the things you've said for the last eighteen months. People just type their feelings online all the time. So now I can go to your Instagram and Facebook feed and et cetera and find out, you know, a little bit about you and which groups you were members of. We know uh, the, all the blue lives matter flags you've posted and stuff like that. I think he was part of some, like he's young, so he can't be a cop, but you know, like pre cop cadet, like fantasy group type thing that, that he had. Midi was in one of those. We're watching Midi. Midi. Midi? <laughs> Anyway, I thought the top, it's been dominating my, not just my internet lately, but kind of my mind. Like, shit went down in a really big way. And yeah. um, this one is gray. So it. Is this going to get better? How long, like, these, like, big riots and everything? Like, this has been going on for a while. When's the last time this stuff is stretched out this long? Like, people like burning shit. I'm yeah, a people, fan. <laughs> like, like, people I like, like it too. People like, people like free stuff and burning. But like, I like watching it. So, you know, keep it up. Keep it up. Not much on TV. Look, not much on TV these days. The uh, movie industry seems to be dying. So keep burning shit. Keep shooting <laughs> up with dudes. Yeah, it's kind of depressing to watch. I, yeah, I, I like I the way mind. Taylor said, like, is this going to get better? What are we doing here? Doesn't yeah, matter. I think it will. They'll burn bigger things. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's Kyle's direction. He's like, eventually they'll move on to even larger structures. <laughs> It'll get better when these riots happen in more flammable places. Yeah, flamethrowers, God Summer's damn it. getting late. It's a dry summer. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Really? Do, I do. No, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. I don't yeah, care. Well. It's, it's, it's like the stability of our nation. Like, it affects all of us. Nah, it doesn't. I'm, I'm How is it, what what's the biggest impact it's had on your life raleigh got wrecked but like, how did that yeah. impact your life well i went down there and i had to see it oh so you got a little entertainment for free <laughs> uh, it, it uh it hit close to home that's all like I, so i didn't go down there to see it i went down there for other reasons i'm in the not city. too close though or you'd have shot him <laughs> it was uh in the daytime like two days later and like all these windows were broken all this stuff was like roughed up and it was like fuck they just i don't know rampaged for did you see they had that couple that defended their uh their their home from the the mob uh speak at the rnc yes yeah did, you did know you what see this they speech? looked they looked a lot thinner just, in the they, in the still they look better they look they, better 
They, she really did some camera tricks because I think she knew that clip of her out front of her house, not flattering at all. I wouldn't have been surprised if we, she went on a bit of a crash diet leading up to that RNC thing. I would. Probably been a little stressful. If I and had to yeah, speak the house at, is nice as shit. If I had to yeah. speak at the RNC, I go two weeks without food. <laughs> you can see lose weight. Yeah, just want to show up there looking, looking gaunt to those angular cheekbones. <laughs> yeah, get that shit working. Chase Utley would love that. You're just up there like, I look great. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> just like passing out of there. Uh, it's going to yeah. be a fun election year. It's going to be a fun election year. It, Can you imagine you know, the riots if Trump wins? Oh, my God. It's going to go. Or loses? I, I, I would be very. Nah, there's not going to be riots if Trump loses. Yeah, those people don't riot. They I do. Mean, they're going to nah. They're going to bring out their guns. They're going to march. And burn They'll down march, but then you know they don't burn things or or shoot people that don't start things with them. They, I, 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 my prediction is that Biden's going to win big. Uh, I don't think Trump has much of a chance at this point. But if Trump does win, yeah, there will be it will be another pub just fucking freak out. There will be a freak out if Trump wins. People uh, in either case. I feel like both sides are primed not to believe the election results. Oh, we could slide right into martial law. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Woody. That's a fucked up place to be. Both sides are primed not to believe the election results. Um, So that's a challenge right there. I would have said Joe Biden was going to kill it if you talked to me three weeks ago. But the gap's closing a little bit. I feel like, you know, with the last time, the Democrats had about 2 or 3% more votes and still lost. So to have like an 8% national advantage right now doesn't feel that safe. Um, and, uh, and it's trending like coronavirus is sort of wrapping up, right? Is that really going to be a huge issue in November? That's hurting him so it's much. Wrapping and, up. I just mean the cases are in the decline and the deaths are on the decline. Um, if that pattern doesn't change, then by November, eh, I don't know. It's a shitty thing that happened last summer. Well, maybe not the defining issue maybe. of the election like it is now. Yeah, I, I don't I don't care. I don't I don't care who wins anymore. Um I just want entertainment. Well then you want Trump. He's funnier. I, yeah, you're telling like me on the burn everything camp, it sounds like. Not everything. I don't want the things to burn. What, but if what they're on we, fire, I'm gonna burn? watch. What did you say, Phil? What do we need to protect? What would we come out to actually protect? What 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 well, would what would I uh, come out to protect? Yeah, Colorado crops for one. <laughs> like like no, <laughs> nothing that I don't fucking own. I'm not gonna come protect your shit if they're burning it down. Leave my shit no. alone. It's not like I can do much to protect it anyway. I'm gonna go out there and get beaten to death by a mob. Kyle's <laughs> I've got <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going out there to protect somebody else's shit. That's dangerous. He's got blow darts. Like th- this kind of hurts for a second. <laughs> 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 it's not real effective. Dark got a goddamn gun. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not happening. But but you know, I, I I'm enjoying the civil unrest. I'm enjoying the the little clips I get to watch on live leak and stuff like that. I'll, that th- this last shooting was very entertaining. Like that, that was crazy. I've the never Kyle seen anybody. The written yeah. His, yeah, yeah. He's on his back, and the guys are trying to kill him, and he shoots him Dude. with a fucking AR-15. That's crazy. And um, yeah. the crazy. shots, if I have it right. He hit the head, a head shot on the first guy. Um, the one that was the part that Kyle didn't see. A chest shot on the next guy, where he's like sitting down in the street, and then a bicep shot of the arm that held the gun on the next guy. This guy's Batman, dude. Like, 
the bicep shot might be better than a chest saw in the situation where there's a gun in that arm. He shot the gun out of his hand. <laughs> you, you imagine, like the cops watching that clip, they're like, I, I could have done that too. <laughs> <laughs> the second you know, this is making me feel insecure about shooting. I, I imagine like the police detective sitting him down in that, that, that scary questioning room and like, look, cards on the table, son. This is serious business. How'd you get so good? Because, <laughs> because, because, look, I, I, I tried Weaver stance, and then I went to isosceles, and I do a lot of combat shooting. But God damn it, it I when, whenever I'm gunning one of those guys down, I shoot 20, 30 times. I'm reloading. It, yeah. How'd you do it? Kyle's sentence has been commuted to 400 hours of police marksmanship training. (laughs) They're going to teach him how to handle his weapon safely. No, no, no. no, no. He'll be instructing the class. (laughs) Before you know it, you got cops cops like parkouring around. (laughs) Doing rolls. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, Did you see the thing that like Nancy Pelosi is now telling, like trying to discourage the idea of a debate? I did see that, Biden and I hate it. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, they're no, going to ride that wave. I'm telling you, they do not want Biden out front. They want it, Kamala out front. I I hate the whole idea of it. There's supposed to be debates. You're supposed to debate. It's a good chance to see the president. Biden is winning by hiding in his bunker, and they're just like, "How can we hide deeper?" No, no, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I'm not faulting you for a strategy that's working, but you can't ride that all the way to November. You do have to come out and do. Th- Three debates. And they agreed to three debates. And uh, for Biden's credit, they asked him about it. And he's like, nah, we're going to do three debates. I want to do it. Um, so it's just Pelosi talking. But I'm also like, are, are we sure they're not in cahoots? Is she they're not definitely in priming yeah. the people to start like thinking that this is normalized, not to have debates and such? Like, yeah. drug he <laughs> Does he know who he's debating? <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Uh, in kind of a backhanded compliment. He's like, Biden was so terrible that he came out of the DNC and crushed that speech. It was so good. He's got to be on drugs. I want drug testing for the D- for the debates. I want a drug test no, for the debates. Well, hang on a minute. We don't want... Maybe if they just test Biden. <laughs> I, they, uh, hey, what's Trump going to come back positive for? KFC? Fucking stimulants. You know, stimulants. he's on that he's fucking on cold sti- medicine. Yeah. Are you kidding? He's way too fat for stimulants. The, no, no it's... Dude, <laughs> It shows up every so often. There's a photo of him in the Oval Office with like boxes and boxes of stimulants in one of his like desk drawers and stuff. I have no problem with that. He should be thinner. (laughs) Taylor, are you telling me there's a weight loss drug that I don't know? What stimulant makes me lose weight? Pretty much every single stimulant is going to be an appetite suppressant. So I'm saying like, can you just trump these over the counter? Trump has a shocking body if he's in stimulants. He's or a shocking appetite that he overcomes adversity. <laughs> yeah, he'd be even bigger <laughs> if he didn't take those things. I would be the size of a house if he didn't give me those pills. Yeah, he he's pretty he's pretty fucking fat. Fatter than Biden. <laughs> yeah, but Biden and Trump fat. are both at the age where it doesn't matter if you're fat. Just one random Saturday, something could happen. I waited until the day Biden made his acceptance speech to pay Kyle, because I was still hoping that he wouldn't get the nomination. I think I was actually a day or two late. Like they, when the uh, delegates said it, that's when I should have paid. But yep. Um, in any case, hundred dollars was a big. He's gonna be playing in his bubble. I turned that money. I took that money, pumped it right into OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me pleased. I went to a good cause, dude. OnlyFans yep. is an interesting thing. It has turned the porn industry upside down. They they were talking to um, 
Mia Khalifa. I just thought of that literally. Anyway, sorry, go on. Mia Khalifa <laughs> did like 11 videos or something like that and made $11,000. She's lying about that. But but I I, know, I saw the same video you saw. And okay. She, she is lying about that. But the point is still there that those mainstream porn stars make very little money doing stuff they don't necessarily want to do. They're not directing. They're just acting. Whereas you've got these girls on OnlyFans making tens of thousands of dollars a month doing exactly what they want. Yes. Yeah. And um, I think Mia Khalifa actually makes a lot of money on OnlyFans now, too. I'm not sure if I, if I have that right. But uh, the model has changed. OnlyFans is – it's not a little like YouTube where they're getting paid a percentage on advertising, but they're also getting direct donations. Mm-hmm. And uh, now porn stars are making bucks, tens so, of thousands a month. Go ahead. So they, you know, there's like a monthly subscription fee that you're, that you're paying, and it varies a lot. Um, like uh, Lumi's uh, is twelve dollars and fifty cents a month to, to to get on board. With, how, how many uh, months with, are you into that one? I, I I just bought it like the day before yesterday, honestly. Um, so and uh, as soon as the PayPal went through, <laughs> as soon as the <laughs> PayPal went through, and uh, and um, you know you, it's twelve fifty, and it unlocks all the photos that she's ever put on here, and all the videos and stuff, and and then I but but then some of them are censored. I. I don't feel like I can't show it's not X rated or anything, or I would show it, but like, there's this picture here of her. Like I was dancing around my room, listening to music, but stop to take this progression pick for you. I guess she's getting in shape and it's like a side angle view of her butt. And then she's pulling her shirt up over her boobs and she's got her boob blurred out. And I was like, Oh, well that's kind of lame. I, you know, I didn't pay $12 even, for blurred that boobs. Even I, I'm paying twelve fifty, and I don't get the boob. And then today I look, and she's private messaged me. Not me in particular. I'm sure she private messages all of her. Uh, hey, cutie. <laughs> Thanks for signing up again. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what, was was exa- what, what was the exact message? Let me get the exact message. <laughs> you, you nailed it. That was it's, it. Hey, it's, insert it's name hey, here. Just, just a shout out <laughs> to my favorite pay pig. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She says... Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see, this is the sweaty workout pick. On unsen- oh wait, oh okay. She says if you d- if you didn't get a chance to see, this is the sweaty workout picture uncensored, showing my perky nipple. And then there's like three uh, like emote faces of like like the blushing face going woo. And uh, she leave comments like under her sweaty pics, like clean yourself up, you whore. <laughs> like, if I me. wanted to lose my twelve dollars and fifty cents, I could do that. Yeah. And, then, and then and then after that, she says if. Or if you want to see the uncropped workout photo from the side showing my nipple instead, and there's two of those faces. And then right next to that, it says unlock for $35. Mm. It's like, Uh, I got to ask, how good are the pictures? I'm not paying that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) No. It's literally $35 per nipple to to, to get those bad boys unlocked. And I'd already already seen one because someone like, like, screen grabbed it and then sent it to me on uh on discord and and, and was it a 35 dollar nipple of course it was, was it a guy's nipple or a girl's nipple how dare you were you bamboozled did one of the patrons take a picture of their well, own we were talking about this before the show i i feel like it's almost like inappropriate to even discuss that um but but looks like I a lady to me just, people are just memeing on you i think yeah i think so too um and, and look like i said before the show if that is if that person was born uh, male uh, with male genitalia. That's pretty man. It's pretty man. Pretty man. And, and indeed, without a doubt. But so it, it's still weird to me that like a woman 
in her underwear from the front. There's a, there's a you know a package Pussy. there that you can see through. Describe it thoroughly. Like a camel's toe, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but a very, like a, yeah, but but very dry, like the Sahara. <laughs> a little Ben Shapiro callback. So <laughs> you know when you touch it, it sounds like a straw in a drink lid. <laughs> and, uh, um, but she never shows that view, and I feel like if I had been accused of being. Uh, you know, the sex I wasn't portraying myself as 150,000 times like she has, then I might be like, check out my camel toe. You know, if I didn't want to show a full on show bottomless pics, I could sort of, you know, end this controversy. I but feel you. Doesn't. I feel you. It's but then always- what is she keeping people in the OnlyFans for, right? There's got to be that little, you know, that, that carrot the- on the stick. She's See, that's the Bell Delphine. That's the Bell Delphine uh, me- method. Now, I refuse to pay for Bell Delphine's. Uh, only fans because yeah, there is absolutely not <laughs> no no that is because there is a little subreddit that i'd like to share with everyone um my one of my that's called bell delphine patreon where man this is like like all of her pictures like in case you don't know it are, are like censored to some degree she doesn't show like, like you've never seen her vagina or her nipples. You just see like glimpses, like a pixel of a nipple between a finger, like maybe. And these guys like zoom in and they're like, look at those pixels, boys. And they all freak out. But but like very recently, like literally. Yeah. Oh, that's a fake picture. Um, <laughs> yesterday, there's, there's one here. Sometimes they you put fakes on here too. Yeah, because it's like her full vagina and butthole. And oh. like her whole thing is like like she spreads her legs, but like perfectly covers like the the one square inch that you actually want to see um but yeah the bell delphine <laughs> patreon subreddit has all of her pictures that these guys are paying for but they have them here on reddit for your viewing pleasure the whole um like why would people keep subscribing so you don't show them what they want to see do you remember when clara baby legs first started doing like chatterbait stuff so Claire Babylegs, YouTuber, she was um, girlfriend of Basher, Basherverse. Do you remember this guy? He was a Minecraft YouTuber. His whole audience was kind of a little weird. His whole audience was you know Minecraft kids, right? Like very young ones. Um, but he and his girlfriend were kind of kinky. And uh, uh, his channel evolved from Minecraft to like, I don't know, Watch me pour flour on my naked girlfriend prank, you know, which was a little dirty. And uh, anyway, eventually they she started doing dry. chatterbait type stuff, <laughs> and uh, she would like just progressively show more and more and more, but never what she wanted to see. It took her ages to show her pussy. She's there masturbating <laughs> with a Hitachi over her panties in her private shows. And uh, people would just come again. She made so much more money than she would have had she just given the goods out of the game. Yeah, her uh, her OnlyFans is fourteen ninety nine. She still does Ooh. it, Clara Baby Legs. It's just oh, like yeah, shopping she, for yeah. this is like shopping for wine, Kyle. You're like you have a range that you'd normally go with, and like a couple maybe like I, on the high end of that, and then there's a few the low end for like a real drunk I, night kind of deal. I'm almost certainly not going to renew this twelve dollars and fifty cents that I that I spent the other day, but I, I just wanted to look, and it was worth my twelve dollars to see. What was you have going to make an account there. to even gawk around on this site. I'm not doing that. Just sign in with your, uh, you know, your whatever account you're logged into already. Just link it to your Twitch account on OnlyFans. 
Yeah. I'm I don't there have now, no, too. The you don't have an email still. account that you're, like, logged into? <clears throat> I don't think that's a, okay. I mean, you're going to have to pay to see anything. Like, anything. Oh, well, then, no. <laughs> you have to pay care. to see anything? Like, there aren't even see, some, like... You, you can probably see thumbnails. You can see, their, you can see, like, their profile picture. Like, whatever that is. Like, like, like you know, like your YouTube channel picture like that essentially you can did, see that did you kind of run out of content on Pornhub? no no i just I, a long I, time I like ago what, I, you know there's just not enough porn out there filthy and they're not making it at the rate in which i consume it gotcha that makes more no sense, i, I right? like, like you're ahead of the was, curve <laughs> i like lumi and i was curious uh you know I, I liked watching her uh her PUBG stuff and uh but i was just curious like what was going on there and uh this girl i know in real life has an only fan so i was i was going ahead and jumping on board for her you know support yeah, a little bit of support that's yeah right. yeah it's a little bit of support content friend. creator yeah. Yeah. i support content creators that's right absolutely that's right just um, sub to my channel there you go 15 months in a row yeah yeah and so wait go ahead and, 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 yeah supporting content creators and i want to see what was going on over there because I've, I've honestly had never been on only fans before i'd obviously heard about it but i wanted to see what was going on especially on hers to see what was happening Yes, and it turned out to be a great disappointment, right? It's been a bit of a disappointment. I would say I, I would I'd give it but is this on you, perhaps, Kyle? Because it this sounds a little bit like you went somewhere, it's expensive location, like you came in with like a hundred bucks and you needed like five hundred to play the game, right? It sounds like she wants thirty bucks for something you're paying twelve for. Yeah, I'm not paying thirty five dollars per nipple. That's just not happening. <sighs> yeah, that's absurd. So uh, real quick before we jump on to the next thing, got a couple yeah. wonderful sponsors. This episode of PKA is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you'd be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action, which is why we're recommending you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection turn only takes a single click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash PKID. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. ExpressVPN.com slash PKA to learn more. So check that out. I know that I have ExpressVPN. I think Woody and Kyle do as well. So go ahead and get that. Uh, this episode of PKA is also brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Are you one of those people who think it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You'll end up driving below the speed limit? No big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You're not, you not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. So thank you, the National Highway Safety, Traffic Safety Administration, uh, for that. And remember to get ExpressVPN and Blue Chew. Uh, be secure on the internet, not high with a hard dick. There you go. Perfect. All those things are good. Wrapped oh, them all up together. So, 
Here we go. Well, we lost half the show, didn't we? Not really. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. Oh, oh that's good. That's oh. I'm looking through these AMA questions. I know Chiz was saying we need to, to get through some of these, but no, okay. we should we should wait for Woody for those. We should definitely wait for oh, okay. I bought this new service called Shutter through Prime Video. It's I've like got it. you have Shutter? Yeah. So I just added it for the free seven-day thing last night because I wanted to watch one of those. There is nothing between the absolute worst horror on there and then one in 20 movies will be like, this is pretty fucking good horror. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like, I watched one called like Cannibal Farm and it was just so retarded. I, I love bad horror though, so it being retarded isn't that bad. Have, are you going to keep Shutter? Because I don't think it, I am at this point. It's it hasn't uh, it hasn't won me over. They don't have enough uh, not enough of a content library of horror films. Otherwise, I'd keep it for sure. It, there's just so much shit horror on there that that I I do need to unsubscribe from it. I I need to figure out how because I've probably been subbed for three or four months or something like that. Uh, the Void is really good if you want to watch that. It's on there. It's the Void. It's uh, it's a little low budget, but you don't notice it. It's um it's sort of it's a. Yeah, it's Lovecraftian horror. Um, it's it's definitely got that going on. Um, is it actually scary, or is it more of like a sci-fi thriller kind of thing? That's what it's, it's not sci-fi. It's uh, it's more like a body horror and uh, the occult. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll check uh, that out. I'll, I'll probably watch. I think it's good. It was entertaining. It, you know, not. Oh, I wanted to talk. I'll wait till Woody gets back. But I got our next topic. I want to talk about. Um, that uh, that young lady who's uh, a member of our uh, fifty dollar patron club, who and the and the movie that she shared with me the other day. Oh yes, you you teased that before the show. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't even sound like you're telling the truth about what that movie's about. But, exactly. The premise I, of I, the movie is so bonkers that Taylor was like, "Well, that's not a real thing." <laughs> but <laughs> well, yeah, she, you didn't even give us the title. I didn't even want to look it up. This is yep. This is an interesting film. Let me find the title again because like. I have already forgotten it. We're talking about Shutter, filthy. It's like the S H U D D E R. It's this new service on Amazon. It's, it. just, it's strictly horror films and horror series. Mm. And once they flesh that out and build a bigger content library, I I can see myself paying the same amount as Netflix. I would replace Netflix with that. Half the shit I watch on Netflix is shitty horror movies that or shitty thrillers that I like, just mindless yeah. nonsense. I've never gotten into that. Like my brother's a big horror fan. And I just, I just never really found that a genre that grabbed me. I hate jump scares. Fucking hate them. Like physiologically, I just don't like the feeling of a jump scare. It just annoys the piss out of me. Right. I prefer psychological to, uh, fear. True. You know, um, have you seen, have you seen witch or the mm -hmm. witch maybe? Is that the one You'd with like, like the, the, the witch, like two the V's in it? Yeah. yeah. I've watched yeah. that. That one's quite good. Uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what year it is, but think like 1500, 1600, something like that. Um, colonial, not pre-colonial America. And, uh, this father, his wife, and maybe three kids sort of leave the village. They're being cast out of the village for his religious beliefs. And uh, it seems that he's, he's even more religious than they are. It's not that he's evil or anything. And living out on a remote farm by themselves, uh, they have some issues with a witch. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. There's some satanic stuff going on. And... Uh, it's definitely they, more. There's a couple jump scares, but they don't rely on that. Very yeah, few I run, jump. Scares. I run into like there's a couple things that I don't love either way, right? I watched a Hostel a million years ago, right? Yeah, like, Ooh, that's yeah. like that's body horror, right? 
So yeah, it's that's essentially like, Roth movie. Yeah, torture porn, exactly. The body horror, where it's like you're getting like zoomed in shit of people's Achilles tendons being cut and shit like that. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't like I that. don't want to watch this. <laughs> like that, I don't like that stuff. I don't particularly like jump scares either. Cause it's like I get re- my body reacts real strong to jump scares. Like my I get the real hard, like hard acceleration, adrenaline rush, and I just don't fucking like it. I'm like, like it annoys me that like uh predictable almost where like if i'm watching a horror movie i want to be spooked psychologically where i'm like yeah oh man this is this is genuinely creepy this is it's giving me a oh i saw that character in the back that i got a little that you know i don't even know what hereditary is good for that where you just get a a chill but the jump scares when you do get a jump scare it's like what the fuck now i know that there's not going to be a jump scare for a while. Like you, you, you crested your kind of apex there, and now you blew your your wad, and we're going back down again. Whereas if there's a anticipation for me, high stress, like, I don't high stress level of like that. That's what you want in a horror movie. You don't want it to be oh no, there's a ghost now, and it's like oh okay, awesome. So now I know there's going to be what eight more minutes until there's another guy standing behind the pantry when he gets an apple or something. I watched some horror movie as a kid out of the cinema. I don't remember what the fuck it, which one it was, but it was um. There wasn't the the site the uh, supernatural villain in it was some like doctor like haunted doctor or some whatever right but the way they filmed them he didn't move fluidly he didn't move like a human being moved didn't walk it was kind of like jolting like cuts almost oh as yeah he moved. that sounds like the rain girl yeah and I I thought that was I thought that was really when I the first time I encountered that I'm like that was scary in the moment to me and it also wasn't a fucking jump scare and it stuck with me as it's something settling. because they. Yeah, they really captured that not quite human feel of it, mm-hmm. right? With that yeah. cinematography, which I thought was pretty fucking good. I don't mind some jump scares. I just don't want them to rely on the jump scares because I, I yeah. love The Exorcist. The Exorcist has jump scares, though. Like there's a scene where uh, the mother goes up in the attic to see what all the noise is up there. And the, the guy's telling her it's not rats. And she's got a uh, candle. Is it called a candelabra? The thing that holds yeah. like multiple cam. And she's like, trying to see what's going on and all of a sudden the candles all ignite like gas lanterns like 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 get really big and it's it's a jump scare mm-hmm. but there's not a ton of jump scares they don't there. use it like a crutch no yeah. exactly exactly that um you know there's a lot of the exorcist the exorcist is probably my favorite horror movie um i really like the conjuring i really like the descent the first one with the with the girls who go spelunking that's a good one uh, that's a really good one for me and uh but the, this movie this girl just recently recommended i don't, I can't believe i watched it i shouldn't have watched it it is I, i'll wait for woody i'm excited to get your recap no, no, all you gave this was like a one phrase thing before Dude, the show. no don't give any hints but wait for it because the little hint he gave me was enough to get my wheels turning it i don't is, like being manipulated by movies right like i know the whole fucking genre like the whole thing about movies is there this is a new genre it? new genre okay You've never Hold seen on, a movie like this. Crossover between horror and sex. That's what I'm getting. Th- th- those are the two things we've talked about tonight. So it's got to be in there, between. There is horrific sex in it. I will say that. I think my favorite horror movie of all time is The Thing. Oh, yeah. That's right up there with me, too. I love The Thing. Um, I like all John... I like... I'll take that back. I don't like all John Carpenter stuff because some of his shit I just really do dislike. But I like that one a lot. It's one of my favorite movies. I've seen it 30 times, probably. Fucking McCready, played by uh, Kurt Russell, is so goddamn good. Yeah. And then the, you know, the, the the creature itself and the way it works and the rules behind it are really cool. Um, them sort of turning on each other and nobody knowing who's the thing. 
uh, is is a cool aspect of the movie. I, really cool. I love that. This and the location. The, uh, this was was this the Antarctica one, or yeah. it is. They made a okay. prequel slash remake um, maybe five years ago that that relied heavily on CGI. But the original is all in camera, like all the special effects are in camera. We talked about this not that long ago, but one of the coolest shots for me, there's a body that's like um, been infected and there's a doctor on the Antarctic like base and he's got the paddles, you know, to the defibrillator paddles and he Mm -hmm. goes to like apply them. And when he does, the chest opens up like jaws and his hands go into the the body cavity and the jaws bite his arms off. And so he pulls away these two stubs and he's screaming. They they achieved that visual by using an actor who didn't have arms. Like 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 they put fake arms on a guy with stubs, stumps, whatever. Really? And yeah, then he puts that cool. into the jaws and then it literally bites the fake arms off and so he pulls away his actual stumps and he's going ah ah and it looks so real because it is. I mean, you know, a, a body didn't bite his arms off. Well, it did. A body did bite his arms off, as, uh, technically. Yeah, that's that's definitely up there. I wouldn't put American Psycho as a horror movie. I'd put that as a thriller. I yeah, think. thriller. I I'm would sure say I so. understood that movie. I watched it a million years ago, but it, it oh, left me with it. a lot of questions. I'm like, what the? It fuck requires happened? two watchings about what's actually going on. They intentionally film it. That they, they would film. Um, like there's the interrogation scenes with Willem Dafoe speaking to uh, mm-hmm. Christian Bale's character, and they would they would have um, Willem Dafoe f- do three different takes. One He's in so many fucking good films. Yeah, they mm-hmm. would do one take where Willem Dafoe knows that Christian Bale did it, and he would he would do it that way. And then they would do another where he doesn't know who did it, mm-hmm. and then they would do another where he believes Christian Bale is completely innocent. And then they would chop all three up and mix them together. So you get this weird thing where you're like, I don't know what's going on. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> that, that I remember really that, that being the feeling I walked away from the movie. It was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that, that movie has a lot of turns like that. When he just just loses it at the end and just starts murdering homeless people. Just I like, how are you doing? You know, Mr. Bates or whatever. He just blows the, the guard's head off. I love how fucked up whatever he did to those prostitutes was, where she was just like, "We're never coming back." Here. Yeah, we're never coming back here. Again, <laughs> this no was a big mistake. You have. Yeah, it's, that movie. So, what conversation I was, uh, did I walk into? Horror movies. That was about how Kyle met his current girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. Get out that old clothes iron, straighten her out, get the blowtorch, <laughs> and have a good time. So we were talking about uh, horror movies, and it. Uh, we started by I was talking about um, uh, one of our fifty dollars patrons. I was talking to her about movies and uh, horror movies specifically. And I think I recommended a couple to her. I was like, you know, watch um, uh, Event Horizon and, uh, and maybe The Void. I might have recommended that one to her, too. And she was like, you should have you ever heard of the strange thing about the Johnsons? And I was like, no, no. What's that like? And she's like, oh, it's it's a good one. It's made by the same guy who made Hereditary. And I was like, well, Hereditary wasn't my favorite horror movie, but I, it was definitely a really well-made horror movie, and I respect it. So, all right, I'm going to go watch the strange things thing about the Johnsons. Well, it is a like half-hour, roughly, short film made in 2011, made by Ari Aster. Uh, and the premise is... All right, let me, let me walk you through this, the, one of the opening scenes, one of the early scenes of the movie. Young black, young black kid, maybe 13 years old. He's in bed. He's, uh, he's jerking off. 
and he's got a little bit of jerk material that he's looking at. He's this got is he, porn. No, this is. Oh yeah, yeah. What he's looking at, as you know, opposed to lotion. I'm trying to get my hands around. Jerk I, material. I thought you were saying like like the, the I was describing a porno. Oh I, no, no, I, I no, got no, a little no. confused at first. So essentially, you see, he's holding. Something, I have a lot looking, of supplies when I jerk off. There's a whole. Host. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. a tackle box. <laughs> yeah. Tackle. Got to get the poppers. Everything. <laughs> so he's he's jerking off. You can start to see his hand moving under the 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 blankets, and he's holding something that he's looking at. Some visual stimulation. And his father walks in and catches him. And it's a little awkward. And the dad comes over. He's like, hey, look, this is completely natural, right? Like, like, look, you're growing up. You're becoming a man. I get it. Just, hey, don't let your mom catch you. That'll be embarrassing. But, but look, just keep the door closed. I'll knock from now on. They had that talk. Really, really good stuff. You know, the dad handles it perfectly or whatever. The dad leaves. <clears throat> and the kid looks back at his jerk material. Anyone want to take a guess what he was looking at? I won't say I just nope. read the synopsis and that was a roller coaster ride. Uh, nope. He's Don't looking. I Well, I'm probably wrong. Was it gay porn? Is it just as simple as that? He's looking at a picture of his dad. He's looking at a picture of his dad. That's what he's jerking off to. Okay. So then we go forward in time. Keep in mind, it's a short film. It wasn't 30, this fortuitous. Minutes. This worked out better for him than he thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so he begins to systematically rape his father over the course of their lives. At his wedding, the son's getting married, and he's got his bride next to him. His mom and dad are there. They're, getting, they're posing for the picture, and the son is grabbing the dad's ass in the back. He's like, yeah, getting him a big handful of daddy ass. Jesus and then, then he takes his dad in the back, like, like, like in like this hidden area. And he's like mouth-fucking the dad, like raping his mouth in the back. And the dad is super ashamed of all this. He, he's literally being raped by the son, but he can't tell anyone. And, and there's this there's scene where the dad is taking a bath. He's just trying to get away from all the rape. <laughs> And, and, and he's, I, I want to say it was a scene where he didn't know the son was still in the house. Maybe they'd had like a dinner party and the son should have gone home with his own wife, but the son like breaks a, uh, a picture frame out and he goes, I'm going to stay and clean this up to his wife and his wife leaves. So it's just him, the mother, his mother and his father in the home now. And so the dad is in the bathtub. He's got a headset on like I do. And he's listening to some music. He's relaxing in the fucking bathtub and the son starts knocking on the door. But the dad doesn't hear it. Well, this enrages the son. He goes, you know how I feel about locked doors. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, no. What's he he really do? is rapey. <laughs> and the son starts bashing the door down with his shoulder. And the door is like splintering like, like, like the frame of the door. And <laughs> he comes into the room. And the dad goes, <laughs> and then and then you just cut away to the mother upstairs in bed like watching television sitting on the edge of the bed going turning the volume up 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 she up, knows up, 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 up to cover the screams of the father while he's getting ass raped down in the bathroom below is that how it ends this is entertainment oh no the ending i'm gonna all right i'm gonna spoil the ending anyone who's not gonna it's watch the i movie, would never watch this i'm not gonna exactly watch that's I'm why I, I usually don't spoil endings about, but but this one I don't think anyone's gonna watch. But if you're gonna watch it, cut away right now. It'll take me like thirty seconds to tell the ending. Now, all right. So the ending is the dad is writing his story. He's like writing it in a memoir 
and uh, on his on his computer about how he's how it's this all happened. To sit. <laughs> it's called it hurts to sit. Um, <laughs> the Johnson family story, and he's he's got it all written out how, how this all happened and why he's afraid and ashamed and all this. And the son catches him with it, and and he grabs it, and the the dad does, and starts running out of the house, runs across the street, and a fucking truck. Hits him right there, fucking kills him dead right in the street, and the son is holding his bloody body, crying, and that's how it ends. Wow. So you so, have, do you still have contact with this person to recommend this to you? Yeah. So yeah, we. How did the yeah, dad did. get raped the first time? Was the son bigger and stronger from the get go? Is that the scheme? Yeah, yeah. Son, son's a muscular young man. Look, look, I, I, I watch this shit and I go back to her the, hmm. like, again for what he's benefit. This is one of our fifty dollars patrons. This is one of the wonderful people who, uh, who we have to, who we hang out with every month. And and I'm just like, why the fuck did you send that to me? I watched (laughs) it. Why would you send that to me? I sent you fun movies. I sent you fun movies. Sam Neill was in that movie. That, that's, <laughs> that was a real movie. <laughs> that was a real movie. Like, like, like it's, 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 you sent me an incest, rape, black family, gay short film. That that has ruined my evening. Yeah. <laughs> this is who, why would you make? And what was this? the answer? What was the answer? I pay you fifty bucks. I own you. Like, oh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, funny. Was her answer? She loves it. She loved it. I mean, mm. it, it doesn't sound funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds the opposite of funny. She's great. She's a very no uh, jump scares. Person. It sounds like though. Not a jump scare at all. No, no, yeah. just uh, just a lot of incestuous uh, gay rape. Yeah, familial rape. Is there it's, even a word for that? You know how it's like incest, incest. If you kill your your son, Ooh. like patricide, if you kill your father, what is what is it if you rape your own father? Patrifuckery. I'm not, I don't I'm know. I'm not googling that. No, you know what? I'm. I also I think that's on Woody. That. Doesn't he do the fact checking? I've stopped. <laughs> for reasons like this <laughs> it's, it's so fucked i want to try to find like an image of it that that sort of like spells out like how awkward it is yeah it's perfect uh, uh give me just like 10 seconds to, to get it to images of it let me see i want to see him grabbing his dad's ass and his no body. i'm not gonna show you anything like you wouldn't want to see yeah some assumptions about what i want to see is this something I could stream on Twitch? <laughs> I don't know about the legality of it, but it'd be hilarious. <laughs> is it on? Is it on uh, what, what do you pull out of that? What's the Amazon list for that called, Taylor? A wish list? An Am- no, 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 no. Um, what, oh, the, you're limited the, the, to the, the, the watch party thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I would only want to do it if I could find it on YouTube. The strange thing about the Johnsons. So I guess that kid gets bigger oh, yeah, and stronger. All, all movies on YouTube eight years ago. I could watch this. I don't know if I want to though. I'm Wait, you can on. watch old movies that are on YouTube. If it's on YouTube, you can watch it on Twitch. Yeah, huh. like uh, like 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 the Hoarders episodes I'm watching are from like 2011. Like A and E at one point like decided like all right, after a certain number of years, we just upload for free all episodes from other seasons because it's a smart move for them to keep the SEO good on things like that, and so they don't mind you watching old stuff. So, but like if I wanted to watch new seasons of 60 Days In. And I signed in with my cable login. I can't stream that. They would shut that right down because they don't have that available for free. So, okay. but yeah, uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons—that's free, thirty minutes. Let's see if I can find a nice 
Let's find the bath scene. Here it is. <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> I, I hated it more than I've hated anything in a long, long time. I I, I would rather buy $35 nipples every day this week <laughs> than watch that movie again. I guess this I won't is, see it because you did capture my interest with it. It's oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, sit, yeah get, trick Jackie into watching it with you and just oh act my like gosh. you love it. <laughs> You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Remember when I showed you Lord of the Rings for the first time? <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> oh, um, I just I just found the, the scene where the son's smiling all big at his wedding and he's got a big fistful of dad ass and you see the dad just, oh, oh and the son, ah, beaming. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I, your stream does now. But this is well, how I feel like, now. I, this is how I feel like 99% of horror movies is exactly what you're describing. I'm like, why would I want to go through that? Like, what do I get from that? What is my bonus? What, what do I take? What's my take home from this that I like? Why yeah, am I, doing I don't this? think there's going to be any happy take home from this. Kyle described yeah. it from what I can tell from the Wikipedia article exact to a T, except at the end, it doesn't end with the father dying. According to this, it ends with the, son going into the living room and the mom stabbing him and then he tries to force her into the fireplace and then she stabs him to death and then it ends right i stopped watching frank <laughs> oh. didn't watch to the end you watched Dude, what the 23 dad... and a half minutes of a 25 minute film and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like no I stopped watching was when, that... when the father dies in the street being held by the... I was just like, you know what, enough. You know what, enough. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know there was more. I didn't know there was... I, I thought that that was the end. The camera kind of pans up. I was like, that's it. That's all right, enough. I'm going to go watch some fucking Looney Tunes <laughs> to wash my brain of this filth <laughs> that this girl has put upon me. I can even tell from the body language this is some rough acting. <laughs> is it? I didn't think so. I didn't think the acting was that bad. What was um? There was a film that was had a bunch bunch of sex in it, but it wasn't directly about that. Where all the sex was um. This was a couple years ago now. All the sex was actual sex. Nine songs, maybe something yeah. like that. Yep, nine songs. That sounds right. Yeah. There's like a that. subreddit for that too. It's called Porn was Extra maybe Mile. Part of that genre. It's oh. called Extra Mile. Um, Extra Mile. You've mentioned that one a good bit before. That's yeah. hilarious. Is that a, is that about sites do about um? It's where the movie, actors go the extra with, mile and have real it, sex. It's about Kyle, you find the best fucking Reddit subreddits. I, I don't know how you do I, this. I, I, I I'm on Reddit a lot. I just uh yeah, that's a good one. Extra miles a very. Did you good like one. Nine Songs? Did, you, did anyone else see it? Never seen it. No, I did. I did see it. I watched it with my wife. I remember finding it a little fun, but we were kind of we were more impressed with the idea behind that than we were with the actual movie if i remember correctly yeah i i didn't get compelled by the story although the sex was top notch yeah yeah that's what i remember from it too extra mile huh? you know what's a brutal st what's the one irreversible oh my yep. gosh <sighs> that's uh, i haven't even heard i don't know that one what's irreversible well irreversible. okay do you know the show oh, that's the you know uh, monica belushi movie do you know the show Memento where the, it sort of plays out backwards? Yep. Irreversible yep. does that too. And uh, you know, like it, it opens up and and I don't know. There's people talking about the trauma of it all. Then they like beat a person to death. And when you watch, I don't know if it's to death, but they beat a person very badly. And you watch that and it doesn't seem like there could be any justification for it. 
And is it in French? Might be, yeah. Yeah, they beat okay. the person to death with a fire extinguisher. And you watch, you, they don't really cut away as the fire extinguisher like pounds the person's face and skull in yeah. for like a solid eight, ten seconds. Just dong, 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 dong. And you look at that and like, you, if you're like me, you don't think, ooh, well, I bet he had it coming. We'll see how this goes. But uh, then you find out like what the problem is and how they you know, went after him and, and what led up to it. And then um, it's just like, oh, my gosh, the trauma involved in that. It is it is a very good movie. I'm not sure how to tell you about it without it's spoiling real it. <laughs> there, there is a steamy scene there at the end. <sighs> <laughs> one of my favorite actresses of all time, Monica Bellucci. Super, super hot. fucking hot. Yeah. She, uh, in the Ma- Good in actress. The, it was either the second or third Mar- uh, Matrix, the one where he has to deal with the Merovingian in that restaurant. You know, the, the, the French guy who's a real piece of shit, and he, like, makes the piece of, uh, of pie that gives the lady across the room an orgasm. Okay, I for- it's been too long. All right. Well, his girlfriend is played by Monica Belushi, and she's wearing this latex outfit, and you can see the top of her pubic hair just walking around the whole movie. It's great. It's awesome. Monica Belushi is one of my favorite actors. That's in The Matrix? Yeah. She also played uh, one of Dracula's brides in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the original one with Keanu Reeves. Also with Keanu Reeves, now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, if you search Monica Belushi latex dress, you'll you'll get that, I would say. On Monica Blue. All right, this needs to go to Bing. <laughs> needs to go to Bing. <laughs> Anyone ever said that? If you yes, you need to go to Bing if you want uh lewd images. It's way better than Google for that. Yeah. Would that be true? Cuz they're uh, Google doesn't really want to show you like porn and stuff. Bing does. I've had no problems. You'd be surprised. They're 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 cutting out a lot of the good stuff. Yeah, no, it it's not even close. Bing is definitely the search engine for porn. Huh. Learn something new every day. Yeah, welcome to Pink Kill already. This is our, our core competency. <laughs> in any case, big fan of Monica Bellucci. Um uh her sexiest scene may be the one in irreversible though. It's uh it's real tender, it's romantic. <laughs> it's just sexy. Sexy. It gets me going. Sexy. <laughs> For Filthy's benefit, it is an incredibly violent rape in a in a in a tunnel. It's, oh. And the guy, um, like he has her in a position where he can do anything to her, and he decides that to double down on how awful it will be, he's going for dry anal. And it's just like <sighs> it's cruel. You gotta be committed to that. That's just not gonna work on its own. It's hard. It's hard. It's you gotta endeavor to persevere there's a level of cruelty to it that is just breathtaking so one of the uh girl with the girl with the dragon tattoo series films had one of the pretty fucking brutal rape in it as well you guys seen that yeah one? yeah the first one did that was a pretty good the series of movies it was i think it was the first one yeah it was like I think her... it, was it the u.s remake or the original i can't remember i've only seen the uh well, I've only seen one of them. It was either the Swedish one or the U.S. one, but I don't remember which one. I must not have been paying that much attention. Yeah, I, I bring that up because I want to know like a degree. That one's still kind of at my kind of, I think that's the most mainstream like version of that obscene where it's been that violent. So I'm kind of curious if irreversible rates like that. Worse. Okay. What about Deliverance? Oh, that's just funny. Yeah. It- Wee! <laughs> in irreversible they were clearly trying to traumatize the viewer 
it's like <sighs> those Frenchies. I, I don't know. There's there's lots of motivations to rape, but I think that a common one is that guy's super horny, at least in movies. In this one, guy's super cruel. I, oh, I think he sees her as rich and advantaged, and that and that's part of his motivation for punishing her. So if he's, I he's horny and angry and wants to hurt her. Yeah, angry. Angry. Yeah, he's, he's, he's angry. That's, that's what angry means, right? Someone walks into the room and he's brutally raping her, and it's like a Snickers commercial. You're not you, and you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's two on the nose, Taylor. That goes your Snickers sponsorship. Right? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I'm about to go with Milky Way. <laughs> but, you know what? You're right. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did you see the one that happens in like Yugoslavia or something? Oh, yeah. there are all these like rebels, murderers, or like killers, and one of them is like a whiny chick, and they give her a Snickers, and he turns into the rest of them, and they're oh. like, "Oh, now you're you again." Oh, that sounds funny. I'm not I thought sure. it's, it's a real commercial that we were going to have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a Snickers commercial. That's yeah, much. Snickers has good advertising. It's expensive though. All of their you're not yourself when you're hungry. They have like Betty White or like Vince Vaughn or some real deal celebrity. When's Betty White gonna die? Any day. <laughs> yeah, she lived way longer than we thought. Yeah. Way longer than we wanted. Do you think she's ready to cash out at this point? When you get to how old is she? A hundred? Ninety-five? I don't know. I feel she's like she's ninety-eight. So I was barely exaggerating. She'll be ninety-nine yeah. in January. This bitch is sixteen months from triple digits. I, I hope bet she, she doesn't make, make it. Yeah, I, bet she, well, I mean, the odds are against her. How's she doing, though? Because I feel like she had a career resurgence five years ago or something like that, where everyone loved her. So she uh, I don't remember what award show she was at, but uh, it's, this is maybe like a year ago. But she was accepting some Lifetime Achievement Award or something. I don't know. But they put that nut job on stage. She's lost the plot. Oh yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. She, she like like she lost it in like the last three years. She was just like, ah, thank you for award, award good, award good. It Is was, it like, that Charlie, bad for real? Or are you kind of like playing it up? I'm playing it up a little. It was uh -huh. bad though. Like it, it was it was so bad that you're just like, Is this one of those shows where they like play the music and <laughs> usher them away Look after a while? Off. Did, Are they going to play the music? Please play the music. Oh, she doesn't know that that's music. Oh, she's dancing to the music. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it was bad. It's a weird thing when people get that old because it seems like any day their switch could just get turned off. Any day. Yeah. Even yeah. if they seem healthy, just, you know, that, that that's the end. That's what's going to happen to Biden. And I was actually thinking about him when I said that, but not just him, both of them. Yeah, um, sure. Sure. Yeah, they're both old enough. Yeah. I love that like alternate reality in which Biden has his meltdown like five minutes before a debate stage and comes out with a handful of his own shit. <laughs> like like I, that that would be just such a wonderful thing to see happen. Like would they cut Actually, away? Would still vote for him? Of course they would cut away. I'm not allowed. <laughs> oh right. would he still yeah, and I'm 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 voting in solidarity with Kyle this year. <laughs> by not not voting <laughs> so yeah I, I ah, there's so many betty white clips I, I don't know where the one is where she apparently is off a rocker google betty white retarded 
Georgia's halfway a battleground state this year. Maybe, maybe Betty time. White crazy. It's kind of like North Carolina, where it's only a battleground state if it's kind of leaning one way already. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no battleground state slowly becoming more red. Like, it, it's already been won. Like, after 2024, there will never be another Republican president. It's just not going to happen. That's totally untrue. And I also disagree. Florida, Florida's turning blue. Texas is turning Florida blue. Florida went red last time. Yeah, but the, look at, like, the amounts that they go. Like, it's all inching towards more blue. Like, Florida will, after Texas, be the next giant state to go blue. Like, hmm. could you imagine 10 years ago telling someone, yeah, Texas is going to be a swing state-ish in 10 years? They'd say, you're crazy. You're a madman. That could never happen. And here we are, you know? So, Iowa is more red than it's been in the last 20 years. Ohio's more red than it's been in the last 20 years. Maine is. Michigan is. Well, Maine, that's, of course, Maine is. Why would Maine be a And, and Maine, Maine, Maine is a very, like, well, I mean, most, like, Republican voters are white, and Maine is a very white state. And then Maine. those states moved a ton more red. Minnesota, Nevada, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, and Wisconsin moved a little more red over the last 20 years. And then Arizona, Georgia, and Texas have moved a little more where, red. Where are you seeing this? I'll give you the article. I was just reading about this the other day. Because, like, I mean, if you're including, like, Maine and little states, like, just, that, that's just, not going to add up to the difference in Florida and Texas. Like, I can't Maine, like, cast for two candidates, too? I can't I mean, wasn't California pretty solidly red up until Reagan's mass amnesty thing? And that turned it blue? Uh, actually, I don't know about that. California is not mentioned in this as one of the states that's changing. But you can scan down and look at the pictures. It gets you most yeah. of what the article is. No, I believe you. I'm just saying, like... Like Republicans are not going to win anymore. Like they barely skirted by with Trump. There's this narrative that Trump absolutely trounced her in some circles. That's not true. Like, yeah, like it, it Republican party is not going to be viable after this next election. I, I don't think that would shock wow. me. That's quite a prediction. Yeah. I, and I've we'll heard see. it before. I heard it. Um, when Obama won, like he did. Republicans were like trounced. They were never coming back. The, not only did Obama win, but the demographics were changing and such and that like blue people were having more babies and this and that. And yeah, well, and that's that was, true. Well, it, I mean, did, Trump is president. That, that's true. But like he barely skirted by. No one expected him to. I'm saying that like this is not going to happen again. And if it does happen again, this is the very last time. Huh? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I doubt <laughs> it. Looking around. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making a hard and fast thing. I'm just saying that's my assumption. Like uh, it, it, it looks bad for for the red boys out there, the Republican Party, which you know the Republicans don't get shit done, so fuck them. Like it, it doesn't seem like anything you know is is gonna. Both change. sides feel that way. Like both sides feel like their side sucks at fighting. That's been my observation. But both sides yeah. feel like their own side. Like I feel like Democrats always fucking lose. The best Democratic ads I see on TV right now are by Republicans. You know, they're the we go low so you don't have to. Like the Lincoln Project and the Republicans against Donald Trump. Like those ads are meat for the blue side. And I don't know. They just they fight half ass. The Democrats, I'm like, they always lose. The Republicans have the House. I'm sorry. They have the Senate. They have the judicial branch and they have the executive branch at the same time. All the Democrats have are the House. And then I talk to Republicans yeah, they and they're like, shit. we always lose. We can't do this. The whole nation. And I'm like, man, everyone thinks they suck. Which but it think- seems like two sides of the same. Co- like okay. Republicans lose 100 percent of the time on social issues. 
There's not a single social issue that's gone back to the way conservatives want it for the last 70 years or so. Democrats lose every time on economic issues. It's always tax cuts for the rich. It's always what, you know, the, the people paying and buying politicians want. And so that's what it seems like. And so it's almost like both sides can be accurate in that regard, where the Democrats can be like, uh, all of this global health care, all this stuff we want. We've been saying this for decades. Nothing has been done. We get red meat the six months before an election and that's it. And Republicans are like, whoa, we're we're trying to be conservative and nothing's been conserved. Like, And so I can see why both sides could accurately You know what social that. issue the Republicans are winning on? I think guns. I feel, I feel like concealed carry in the last 20 years has just exploded to almost every state. Kyle probably knows this better than me. Yeah, that's that's a good example. Um, the gun one. I can't think of any others. Yeah. But, the, the only thing we've lost in the last like 12 years is bump stocks that I can think of. Mm-hmm. And even that, nice. there's probably been more like concealed carry progress to, over, to or offset the bump stock loss. Anyway. I don't prob- know. That rate of fire was just... <laughs> I put off. most of my I shots mean, in the same building. You mean even if you got two handguns, you, you, you're going to have a hard time with it. Ah. Can't you do a bump stock without a bump stock though? Just sort of hold it against your finger. Yeah, I yeah. Know what a bump stock does because I remember this being banned, but I have no fucking idea what they are. The gun slides inside the stock back and forth, and this. So instead of pulling your trigger every your finger every time you want the gun to go off. Your your uh your finger stays stationary, and the gun is what slides. Ah, okay. And so you're you you you're you're pushing forward all the time with your left hand, the under the on the on the forehand, and the recoil pushes the gun back. But you're maintaining that forward pressure, so it ends up vibrating like like this. <laughs> sure. And and so a motion the, that we're all pretty familiar. Yeah, with. and so the the trigger impacts your finger at a very rapid rate. And, and it's sort of this acceleration factor that takes over because the faster it goes back, the faster it goes forward. And it get, eventually it's really quickly. It's and, and you can shoot it accurately because you're just, all you're really doing is keeping this forward pressure tension uh, with your left hand. And, and it does the rest riding inside of the stock. Um, and, that that's what they outlawed but you don't really need the stock you there's a way to do it with just your your right just your two hands just applying pressure like this um and once you're good enough at it you can do it somewhat effectively but not as accurately as with the stock do you remember the las vegas shooting guy got a lot of kills he used yep. a bump stock on a something. yeah okay i thought well i'm sure someone out there didn't know that was what initiated the bump stock ban yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it's a note it did. So it allows you to shoot faster. It sounds like more. more it allows you to take a period. semi-auto gun and shoot it kind of full auto-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, which can be important in home defense. There's a lot of people attacking <laughs> homes now. Um, right. I'll, it's like it's fun. There's triggers that uh, you know. They fire on the pull and the release. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I think since the first time I've been on the show, I kind of have the mindset of I ought to learn how to shoot. I ought to at least know how to do that. And it's been something I've really been thinking about more for COVID time. Really? Because really I think yeah. COVID and the BLM stuff has been very good for the gun industry. Like those two yeah, things exactly. have people feeling like, you know, I guess something about the pandemic is a little bit apocalypsy, you know, like who knows how this 
where this goes. Not so much in my exposure, not so much anymore. I feel like I've learned to normalize COVID and wearing a mask at the gas station or whatever that can, you know, quickie mark. Um, but when it first happened, it, it was crazy. Like, oh my gosh, can you believe it? A pandemic in 2020? I, it always seemed fake before. Ebola was fake. SARS was fake. You know, work with me here. Swine flu. So, is that different than SARS? Any swine flu? Fine. Um, one's bird flu. One of those is, a, I, we've said at least yeah. one of them twice. West Nile. Uh, sure. West Nile. And it, um, anyway, all these things sort of came. Mad cow. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. They were all these things. None of them had any impact on me. They were just things I read about in the news, kind of hyped up, seemingly out of nothing. Maybe some of them were a big deal in like Africa or Asia, but here by my house, there was no impact whatsoever. And then COVID comes along and it's like, wait, what? No, I thought all of this was silliness. I thought it was just like drama scare news. And yeah, the media cried wolf one too many times. Right. And uh, so then, you know, you go outside and you're like, someone on my Facebook said, you know, I'm the weird one for not wearing a mask. And uh, it feels like a real thing. And you can see why someone would be like, well, where does this go? You know, if I've seen uh, TV shows and movies with the premise that like half the population disappears one night. And then that changes like manufacturing and recessions and power and uh, by power, I mean electricity. Um and I, I can see why someone might be like, I should have a gun in my possession. You know, just just to, for that 1% I, chance that things go weird. I'm like, I'm not even as far as that quite yet, but okay. I am of the mindset of I have so little knowledge about firearms that handling and seeing them in action kind of in person would be helpful for just like an understand, a better understanding of what is happening there. So I wasn't raised around guns. And the first thing I did was uh, hire an instructor and it wasn't too much. It was like $40 for, you know, the, the guy instructed at a range. It was a gun shop that had a range. So I think I paid $40 and he taught me how to hold it. He taught me, uh, so you did this through through like the range. You went to the range and be like, "Hey, I want to hire like some instructions." The gun store was a range, right? So these are the same thing. Sure. The gun store had a range like behind it, and uh, um, and they had instructors. So I just went, and uh, Kyle might have heard of him. I think his name's Chris Tilly. He's like a national good guy. He was on some TV show, anyway. Um, and it was nice to have a guy like teach me how to shoot to get started and be safe. That we focused a lot on safety. I thought I knew guns and like i answered most of the questions right they gave me to start off they're like hey here's a gun identify all the parts of it just so we know where you are you know you can't fail this test but and i'm like you know i got muzzle and barrel right but the truth is i'm only like halfway sure you know like what is the difference and and you know so uh and he taught me how to shoot we started with a 22 and i was really glad that was my first introduction to guns you know with a lesson it seems somewhat useful how do you start if you're a grown up? You know, you might have a friend, but that even better, I think, is an instructor who's taught other people who are first timers. Yeah, I imagine it's like learning to drive a car, right? You go somewhere, um, you know, where no one could see you and then you pull out your gun and you just, you know, there's like, nope, you got to lead him a bit more. Uh, find, yeah, you want to find no, an empty parking lot and runs. just let loose. You got to get him first before he starts running. <laughs> You're never going to hit him like that. You don't want to start at a riot, clearly, because things could get too action packed. You want to work your way right. up. Yeah. Like yeah. Walmart. 
Like a bell tower or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> then you're in control. <laughs> you have the access point control. They're just moving it down, moving around down there. It's easy. What's 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 the beginner level, I guess? A bell so. tower sounds good. What would you be more interested in, shooting rifles or pistols? I think I want the experience of trying it. So oh, I would want to do both. Yeah. yeah. And then I would be able to answer that question better after, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. They're yeah. all very fun for different reasons. They do different things. Dude, and I, I feel like I sometimes forget, even though like intellectually I know how much more deadly rifles are. You know, the heck, in the in the recent news thing, right? That guy got shot seven times with a pistol. I wonder about that. Every time I hear that, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, Seems like a lot of times to be shot. My wife said that too, but I'm. A, it's weird to me. You're supposed to shoot to kill, and and like, don't you just sort of reevaluate after three hits? But okay. Um, so guy got shot seven times, paralyzed, big injury, but he's okay. Those other guys got shot once, and two of them are dead. It's just rifles versus pistols, man. It's a whole different world. Hmm. Yeah, and it depends on the pistol. Most people are shooting nine millimeters. Shotguns coming. Compared to uh, that. Suckers the best. best. Depending on which side you're on. <laughs> you want to be yeah, on why, the stock presu- side. Shotguns yeah, can't be the worst. You're telling me, if I were to get shot, pick a pistol, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, if the guy's like, you want me to shoot you with this rifle or this pistol? I'll be like, pistol. People survive something like 80% of, 85% of pistol shots. I forget where I read mm. that. But That does not seem like an efficient weapon to kill people with. Well, a lot of them are like stop people. They shoot themselves. You know, they're shooting their hands and legs and stuff. But um, most people survive pistol shots. It feels like a death laser in your hand, but most people live. Not those cops that they were literally like pulling on the guy's shirt and shooting him in the back. This was up close, all like chest shots and stuff. Guy lived. Is that recommended if you're like bad at like marksmanship or something? I wouldn't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the energy that's being delivered is, you know, it's, it's mass and, and uh, velocity. And where most pistol bullets are, have a, have a, have a larger mass, but a much lower velocity, like a they nine millimeter. Mass than rifle rounds? Uh, most of them do. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I don't know why. They just do. So like a, um, yeah. Like a forty-four Magnum bullet might be 240 grains. I realize you don't know how much a grain is, but it's irrelevant. Because a 5.56, like an AR-15 M16 rifle bullet, is like, shit, is it 50? I think 55 grains? Like a quarter of the size, you know. But three times the velocity. And, uh, and the end result is something that's just... Now, a forty-four right. Magnum is kind of a bad example because it is one of the isn't most powerful handguns in the world. One times the other, though, so isn't that less kinetic energy, like less mm, of an impact it, if you quartered it and then tripled it? Like I said, okay. the, the forty-four Magnum is a poor example because it is one of the most powerful handguns in the world. Okay, it, it is. It is it, those for the longest but... time. It was a nine millimeter pistol. On the other hand, isn't two hundred forty grains? I think those bullets are like a hundred and twenty-five grains. Okay. Uh, roughly, this is I'm thinking back to reloading charts, so it's a little fuzzy, but close enough. 125 grains and going like a thousand feet per second, maybe something like that. A thousand, twelve hundred rifle bullets go like 2,800 feet per second, and 
their 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 size varies like the weight of the bullet like a, a 556 is around 55 grains i think but a 308 could be more like 150 is it grains the impact of the bullets that's doing the work i know like isn't it, some of this shit supposed to be like bouncing around inside you and like ripping huge chunks what out kind of, kind of deals the ammunition type definitely does matter um mo- I think that police officers, I know military, but I think most police officers all use full metal jacket bullets. So it's just a copper a, a copper jacket over a piece of lead, and it doesn't do anything special. But if you're a civilian, you're probably using something much more terrifying, like a hollow point, where you've got like this hollow point so that when it hits, it opens up into these petals of like a flower, and it cuts these huge swaths mm. of flesh away. And, and it... Uh, rifle bullets, especially full metal jacket ones, do this thing called pass <clears throat> pass through, where they pass through the person, and because they're doing that, they're not delivering all of their energy into that person. It's it's going through them. But these hollow point bullets, you get all the energy because the bullet essentially explodes inside of you. In many cases, I mean, there are bullets where you've got a hollow point with. Um, like this silicone inside the hollow point and suspended within that are tiny little BBs. (laughs) So this hollow point hits you, opens up into all those petals. Those petals go making their own courses throughout your body, like little razors. And then all of this shot, these it's called shot. These tiny BB pellets are (laughs) projected through you making this, all these awful paths of destruction They're being through. as mean as possible. And then behind that, there's a tapeworm and the tapeworm. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> behind that is the, is the core of the bullet, which is the heaviest part. The and it's continuing to penetrate. Moment it's just going. So what you end up with is this three dimensional <laughs> area of destruction inside the human body. That looks like you took a fucking like, like one of the big soup cans, like family style and just, put that through someone and everything that it went through is just mangled and destroyed and ruined. There's something. Um, oh, go ahead. Dude. Guns are. What class is that? <laughs> <laughs> personal oh, defense. What, yeah. Personal, personal defense, defense rounds. Okay. You know, a, a, a lot of those personal defense rounds uh, get scary like that. And I'm not sure if scary is more dangerous because some of them can be gimmicky. Like uh, you put too many little pedals and stuff in it and it's like, oh, actually it, it got kind of lame when we tested it. Uh, maybe you feel differently. It looks like you do. Um, I don't know where I fall because I tested that RIP ammo, the, the, Rip, the yeah. rapidly invasive projectile ammunition, and it looks gimmicky. Um, but God damn it, when we would shoot um, ballistic gel. gel with it, it fuck it up so bad. It, it, and those, those bullets were very light. They were all copper. They, there was no lead in them, and they went really fucking fast. Like, 50% faster than a standard nine uh, millimeter round. And when they hit, they just exploded essentially a- into many, many projectiles going throughout the body. And you wouldn't get passed through, you know, it wouldn't go through the person and hit some, something or someone else you don't want it to. But also a lot, I think a lot of people had an issue with com- when you compare it to like, just like a, a good hollow point round that normally you've got like this solid thing that's just cutting a big hole all the way through the person. And now instead you've just got this thing that's just exploding and maybe it doesn't penetrate. Maybe it doesn't hit anything vital. Maybe uh, if they've got any kind of like, maybe they got a thick enough coat. I don't know. You know, I, I I'm not in the business of gunfighting. So leather it, it, coat it was, on top of a hoodie can do 
weird things, you know. I don't know. Yeah. So so like if I if I had to if I had to pick a bullet that went into my pistol to like protect my life and I like be like, all right, you're going to that room, you're going to gunfight. Which bullet do you want? I'd probably pick one of the really nice like safety slugs, one of the really good expensive hollow point bullets that's meant for that sort of thing and maybe not something that's experimental. There's the other thing, maybe you could talk about this, but when a rifle round goes through a guy, there's the damage from that you would think comes from an ice pick, but that's not all. It goes through so quickly, the cavity kind of swells and comes back, and you can see yeah. it in slow-mo, and apparently that motion is a big part of the damage they produce. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we saw that um, really going to play, come into play when we would shoot ballistics gel and with high-speed photography. You'd see that you know the bullet is very small, small about pinky size, you know, passing through this this thing, and but it's creating this 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 vacuum or this this pressure wave as it goes through, where the flesh is expanding around it in a much larger area, and then it collapses back and then rebounds and does this roar 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 thing as the energy is dispersed and you could see that really accurately through uh, ballistics gel, like I said, with the high speed photography and it's terrifying. You really terrifying. don't want your kidney to do that. You no. don't want your kidney to do that. You don't, you don't want liver, your lungs, your yeah. heart. They, none of those things. Do that, none right? of those things. Um, <laughs> but, but pistol rifle shotgun, you know, they're all very different things. And then, you know, you can break them down to even further, right? Because there's, Lots of different kinds of rifles. There's bolt action target rifles, and there's little 22 rifles. There's combat style semi automatic high capacity magazine rifles. There's lots what of different kinds. What is the most gratuitous thing I could own legally? The cannon. Right. The tank, totally right. unnecessary in its 50 strength. Cal? But uh, an a- anti aircraft gun. You get a. I can uh, own those legally? Yeah. If you want a 40 millimeter anti aircraft uh, aircraft gun, I, I know a guy. Uh, you can shoot oh guns. <laughs> can I mount those in my front yard or? Uh, you don't have to be... mount it. It's it's on a platform um, with a with a with an engine on it. Uh, you can drag it behind a car and then you put it in place and the legs come down and then you start up the little Ducati engine so that it can. <laughs> it's completely autonomous. You know, it rotates 360 degrees of rotation. And uh, any of these know, been deployed but, for property defense? Yeah, you don't need to. Yes. Um, can can they go the down? Far you just keep it pointed. Oh, yeah. The front door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I shot. I assume a shell that I assume a bullet that brings down an airplane probably is okay. 40 millimeters people. in diameter. It wouldn't be a very good anti air gun if it didn't. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 a, okay. it's, it's the, the projectiles about this big around. Oh, yeah. Home uh, defense. The shell Does is it like. Do that flowering stuff. Oh yeah, so <laughs> yes. Does yes. it really? You don't yeah, have one, to at forty millimeters. You don't have to, but we did. Yeah, the ones I was shooting were ca- custom cast hollow points. Yeah. <laughs> if you hit somebody storming your property with that, there's not even any evidence. We to cut it. down trees with it. Like, 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 you, there's not a trigger. There's a pedal. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> like when you go to fire, you're like. Clunk, and you hit a big pedal, and it goes go goom go goom go goom go goom. Like, like that's the one that you went boom 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 boom, and it shot way into the horizon, right? Sure enough, is yeah. no one more, it's got like, like I wasn't sure if that was a public story. It is now. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, yeah the, you know, I mentioned the Ducati uh, engine on it that would power it, but that was loud, and it would it was going to drown out my microphone. So, oh no, I. I use the hand controls, which is like, um, you, you know, you turn them like little steering wheels, but, but you sure. know, one for this way and one for this way. So you could do 
um, elevation and yeah. um, whatever you call side to side windage. Yeah. Okay. And um, <laughs> I dialed it in. I looked through the scope. It's shooting across a lake at uh, some barrels of explosives or something. I don't remember. And I'm um, like, I, I look at the camera. I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Bam. And I hit the pedal and I hold the pedal down because it's fully automatic, too. I don't know if I mentioned that. It's a machine gun, essentially. And it's got a magazine of like five. And I can eight. own these legally? Yeah. yeah. What will it set me back, roughly, if I wanted one? 150, 160,000. Let this story unfold. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm just trying. I'm just imagining this at my my duplex that I'm renting in yeah. Cedar Rapids <laughs> post like storm, and I can just you know like and it, I can pick it up again. I could just leave it there for a couple. Okay, anyways. Oh, you're go gonna be the biggest swing dick in all Cedar Rapids. So I fire it off, and uh, you know it goes cocoon. But then the recoil causes the barrel to go up. I'm supposed to be holding on to those wheels that I use to dial it in. No one told me that. So <laughs> it goes cocoon, and the barrel goes up. 10 degrees cocoon and it goes up 15 degrees cocoon this firing so how quickly is this it's going rapidly? boom 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 and yeah. so it goes boom 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 and the first one like hits my target the second one cuts a tree down the second one hits the top of the tree and the third and fourth or fifth or whatever they're just going <laughs> they're just right the horizon <laughs> and you know i look back i'm like all right well that was pretty cool huh blah 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 now let's do this and that and then they can't, you know, cut. And I go, where the fuck did those rounds go? Where did they go? And the guy went, uh, whatever's seven to 12 miles that away. <laughs> what <laughs> was like, seven to 12 miles that away? He's like, there's, a hor- <laughs> there's a horse farm over there. We're in Kentucky. Not there's anymore. a horse. No, Tennessee. We're in Tennessee. There's a horse farm over there. I'm like, are they expensive horses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah like half a million dollar race horses. There. i'm like well if we hit one of those race horses we cannot talk about this right he's like i'd be more worried about hitting a car there's an interstate about four miles i'm just like oh god what have we done <laughs> you have to run inside and turn on the news <laughs> did you ever find out where they went no how would you it's it's well it's presumably like someone might notice no, nah, no, nah, you don't notice. You know, it, it would have made that big of a, a hole in the ground. Even you'd have had to hit something that somebody cared about for to, to ever find out that something had went wrong. But we didn't, luckily. Uh, and I held on to the fucking controls thereafter. But yeah, that'd probably be one of the more ridiculous things. You get a tank, live firing. Do you tank. rent or own that? Neither. Uh, just borrowed it. Uh, I was ever aver- he was trying to sell it at the time, so. Me shooting it was a was a bit of advertisement for him, uh, you know, trying to sell the gun. But um, you know, you know, you can own anything that you've ever seen in a movie, essentially, uh, if you get enough licensing. If you want to go zero licensing, then like I don't know, a 50, 50 caliber sniper rifle, like semi-automatic, uh, is pretty crazy. Um, if you don't want to do any paperwork, that's probably about as crazy as it gets. But if you want to do more and more paperwork, you can get hand grenades, explosives, live firing tanks that shoot shells, anti-aircraft guns, mini guns, RPGs, literally everything that you can think of that's not chemical. To lasers. We've been there. We've been there. Um, There's a, uh, there's a anti-missile program that they've had for long enough that they've long released like how it works and everything. So it's probably miniaturized by now, but the entire laser had to take up the back of one of those giant cargo planes. And so they'd fly the cargo plane, and then this thing could shoot a laser and take down a, uh, a missile. It was like an anti-missile weapon. 
That's cool. I, I want to, I mean, like a rifle. A rifle? Like a laser uh, rifle. Will that ever be a possibility or no? I don't no. know. You don't like the idea of reloading or what? That just would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that lasers like how have a... embarrassing it's going to be if aliens get here and we're still using bullets. Like, they'll at least give us props if we've got lasers down, is my imagination. <laughs> I don't know. What, I feel like you can just defeat a laser by wearing some mirrors, though, right? Like, like just... not, not space lasers. Not you think space lasers. You didn't, you didn't, You're you right. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> you think you didn't think that through? <laughs> the humans have a new defense. <laughs> it's just a mirror you're holding up. <laughs> like they're like retard signs. Aliens are like, we're going to take over this planet. What's it made of? Something that kills us. Ah, let's go. That was the dumbest part of signs. That ruined, that the was. Whole, ruined a lot of the movie where it was like, oh, they're the most no, hyper people I of all time. I love that movie. That it's, was it's, I love that movie. That was the dumbest part of. I almost showed my fucking credit card again. I gotta stop playing with it. That was the dumbest part of um, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise was when the aliens neglected to remember that there might be some microbes on that planet that'll kill us. Mm-hmm. Like like they have no immunity. They got the flu. Six of one half dozen yeah. of another. Yeah. I'll throw water. Right, that's, that's not even as, yeah, it's not even as dumb as the water thing. There, yeah. There's a lot of dumb ones. I think like it's every single alien movie where it's like the entire alien invasion is networked to this one ship and that ship is vulnerable to anyone who wants to attack it. And you're just like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? Why would they build that system that way? Why would they attack with one center thing that's doing all of the work and everything else is sleeping? So that Will Smith can win. Yeah. That's why. Like, oh, yeah, thank exactly. God they're running on Vista. And then you did not shoot that green shit at me. Didn't was that's a bad Independence oh, no, too? Any good? I don't think I saw it. You can avoid that. It. Was first the first one? Good. The first one wasn't that great either. <laughs> the first yeah. one was outstanding. I'm inspired. I, I still get tears over the speech. You know, that ever wasn't for my son David. <laughs> when when <laughs> the, the president the the will no longer be known amazing. as an American holiday. <laughs> that, that whole fucking speech that Bill Pullman it had. It was great. It was Bill great. Bill Pullman is not good in that movie. He tries his damnedest. <laughs> <laughs> He stands Bill Pullman. <laughs> no, it's more just the dialogue's bad, the acting's bad, the plot's bad. Uh, writing's bad. Writing's bad. Yeah. The, there were a couple cool alien things. Look, I no, loved it. No, never mind. I'm thinking of Men in Black now. No, it doesn't have anything good. I yeah. loved it when I was nine. Yeah, oh, exactly. When that's, about, that's the demographic, though. It was, it was like, oh, man, the Fresh Prince is just wrecking these aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you know him what? go. That, that is what made me like it, I think. Initially. He's the coolest. He's got the stripper wife and everything. This is Finally. exactly what <laughs> this is exactly what nine-year-old me wants in a life. Finally, we can see. I what fly jets and I've got my, my girlfriend's a stripper. That turned yeah. out by NASA. Kind of a bummer. Yeah, but then he got the fly to space anyway. He did show them that he was good at it. Yeah. yeah. We just have to hope when we get invaded, if we get invaded by aliens, they're as incompetent as the movies say. Because my guess would be that they're going to be so supremely confident, we'll, we'll all be dead before we know they showed up. What if, if that's what they want? What if they get here and they can't believe how hardcore we are? What if that's why they haven't invaded? What, what if they keep portion? looking? How hardcore, at, like delusional? Like what, no, <laughs> how incredibly aggressive and, milita- and militaristic we are. Like, what if oh, that okay. is, is a very odd thing? With with, oh, with uh, alien culture, they're just not what used if, to violence. They just come what here. If, they, what if the reason they've advanced so far hmm. is partially the fact that they're a, a very peaceable, uh, cooperative, you know, cooperative group of uh, individuals, and they they look at us and they're like, they've all got 
weapons that shoot that, that shoot projectiles 3,000 feet per second. It's insane. They've got this one bullet. You're not going to believe this. I was just watching this podcast. <laughs> it was <laughs> petals of death and then little BBs of death. How many? I, I don't it, get it. This opening scene, like alien, like conference room, and he's just giving a presentation on the bump stock. Yeah, he's like, yes, they're civilians carry these. You know, like, they're like trying to understand why we're so violent, why we can't get stuff straight. We're like talking about our world, and they're like, and what are these things you call women? We are all ourselves. And this is just a bunch of gay advanced. They're asexual. They're yeah. all just asexual. They don't know about sexual conquest and stuff, so they just focus all on science and lasers. And we're fucking. Maybe yeah, our only hope is that we look way cooler than them. So at least we'll go out looking tight. Right? right. Like if they show up. That's and, our only hope? Well. <laughs> that, we, that we go out looking tight? <laughs> I'm going to buy a fucking anti-aircraft gun. Taylor I think it's sounding like another Will Smith movie. <laughs> consider this. They all come, but these are all like six inch tall aliens. They're not used to how aggressive we are. And so the way you go out, Kyle, is like the cave troll of Moria. You've just got a two by four in your yard. <laughs> and because you're so tired, you're making cave troll noises. You're just just going like that, mowing down row after row. And then guess where you live on in all eternity? There's a really cool like tapestry of you looking dope and intimidating swooping them up. And then, of course, like the next panel of the tapestry is you being killed by the general or something. But they're going to like remember like, man, that was pretty fucking t- crazy. Those humans, they were so big. Which and, movie and is this scary. from? Because I mean, it sounds Hobbit to probably me. probably irreversible. I'm making all of this up. The Fellowship of the Ring has a little bit of it. You know, when, when... <laughs> the, who's the big baddie that they all team up on at the end of The Hobbit? What is wrong? The Hobbit? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the dragon, Smog. Nope. Right? No. Nope. He's big. Oh, is that? The, you're talking the, about that that pale guy? Yeah. It's all CGI? Yeah. I don't know it. So is Taylor. Yeah, he just doesn't know it. That's the scene that he's describing. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, my way's better. Because <laughs> nothing could be worse than that movie. The movie was terrible. They should be embarrassed. They should be fine. When they release bad movies, studios should be fined. <laughs> That'd be amazing if it was like under 50% approval. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and to pay out. Every moviegoer got like a, you know, got the refund and three bucks more or something. <laughs> That'd be great. Like everybody who went to the Matrix Revolution or Revelation, they should all get their money back plus something for their time. God, that was so upsetting. Yeah. You go to Frozen and it's like, you know, I'm sorry she married that guy the first week she met him. Here's your money yeah. back. <laughs> this all would have been prevented if it wasn't for that. I mean, I liked Frozen. I liked Never it too. Never seen that. I'm just trying to make jokes. Trying oh. to fit in, Kyle. It's a bad plot point. <laughs> Always bringing the the podcast down, Woody. Jeez. God damn it, Woody! <laughs> God, God, a serious conversation. you again. Look, we were we're having we were discussing we're, we're having a debate here. The fucking alien you just invasion. have to come Where in and you? shit on Frozen out of nowhere. There was <laughs> no, bad right? movies and refunds, and she married the guy in a week. That's a beautiful film. What's the best possible scenario for us? For an alien invasion? Yeah, no, no. If we become the aliens who can invade another another planet, uh-huh. what are we? What's the ideal, you know, intelligent race for us to come across? You know, we don't want one that's too smart, and you can't say like, oh, you show up on the planet and it's all deer and turtles. No, no, no. There's got to be like something running the show the way we mm. do here. I the guess gold, the, best, yeah. the gold collectors of Zukon B. I have yeah. my own idea. They could be aquatic, and then we could live almost coexisting with them. 
That's interesting. We would end yes. up winning. We've that. done amazing jobs with the waters of our home, of our home planet, right? I, it just I just seems... imagine coexisting. The first time you're just like venting your like fucking like nuclear like waste into the water, you know, like cooling your reactors with that. They're like, um, this what are they going to do? They're aquatic. Are they going to fucking they're blowhole us. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to squirt me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can summarize what I'm learning here. Your ideal race is a race of cowardly, like <laughs> kind of keep to themselves. They have a lot of stuff, but they don't really like defend it very well. You know, you know what you're saying is the easily bullied would be just, yeah, your ideal. Just, like, well, I don't know. They had a good reason to come here. <laughs> we just fuck them up. They're eating all our fish. Well, they must be hungry. You know, <laughs> just really stupid nonsense. That's what we need to hope for. A bunch of retards living with fins. They can't have fingers. They can get tricky. They can pull triggers with fingers. Definitely want to be finned. Yeah, they want to be finned. <laughs> they should be little, very dumb. And they should have one kind of like special skill that's useful for us. Telepathy. That's where I was Maybe. going. Or em- empaths. Yeah, it's just, just oh, shitty no, Woody, are you kidding me? What? You know how bad they Maybe they're be? great cocksuckers. You know how bad would, Ooh, I like that, the way you're thinking. Yeah, that might feel right. Always <laughs> wet. Don't want them to read our minds. There's no way that ends well for us as a species if we like approach another species and we're like, you know, we're invading your planet, and then they can read our minds and how. Oh, I just checked his mind again. He's still thinking about killing us. <laughs> his, his thoughts every three seconds are sex, porn, death. Right, like, and it's just like a loop. Well, that would yeah. incentivize the human race to get rid of them. It's like, do you want these little fish people knowing what you beat exactly. off to? No, get them out of there. Yeah, then we scoop them up, and then they'd probably be like some really essential part of the ecosystem, and we're already on the way to turning it into Earth too. Yeah, we'll get a third and fourth. That's what I say. I, it would. That's right. <laughs> I got no problem with that. I got no problem with our this. first conquest of another planet. It's oh, just the great. start. We're learning how to do it. Learning how to really people. exploit those resources. Yeah. And I yet Avatar sucked as a movie. That, uh, I can't believe they're making all those sequels to Avatar. Are you aware that they're making like three or four sequels right now to oh, Avatar? Really? I didn't know that. They're striking like the while the iron is ice cold. No one. <laughs> <laughs> No one fucking cares about Avatar. If you said sneak preview for Avatar, you can watch all five movies for free on your own time. I, <laughs> oh, I'd I watch. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably go watch shitty horror on Netflix. Like, I don't care what happens to the the Smurfs or the Dances with Wolves or whatever. The, the giant Smurfs, yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. It's, it's Fern Gully. Yeah, well, it's I didn't watch it's exactly that fucking movie. It's yep. Wolves. It's a bunch of things. It's interesting. I feel like... So that movie dropped at a time that 3D was just happening and there was a lot of hype and excitement around it. And it was the first movie to do 3D pretty well that I know of. You know, there was some like every once in a while there'd be a scene, but this was a whole 3D movie. And people went there and enjoyed the 3D experience mostly. But their takeaway was this was a great movie. And then but like Star Wars, I've said this before, uh, Jaws. There are a lot of like movies that impacted that are part of American culture. But Avatar, for having been one of the top grossing movies of all time, 
that has zero impact on our culture. Yeah, no one quotes Avatar. No, I couldn't. Na- I mean, I know, I know Sigourney Weaver was in it, but I don't even remember what that guy's name is. Was, was Bill it. Paxton in it? Am I wrong about I, that? I don't I remember think so. a lot of the classic quotes from that movie. <laughs> get, get off my dinosaur! <laughs> don't cut that tree down. <laughs> is that how they sound? <laughs> Yo, don't be cutting my trees down. Yeah, that's, that's how, they, how they sounded, right? Yeah. <laughs> Blue, right? I can't say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's a very bad, very not. Well, I just it wasn't a bad movie. It just it wasn't what it was trumped up to be. And the problem is that it's I think it's really Scott has. It's so focused on that, he can't make a decent goddamn alien movie, which is some shit I actually care about. What do you mean? Like well, another serious alien. He means the, you know, the movie Alien, you know, Alien. Yeah, the, the alien movies. With the you know. Like, a, yeah, like the, a remake? You want him to do a remake of it? God, or you no. Want to, no, he's uh, been making... No, they've been doing continual prequels. sequels, prequels, the rest of it. We want I've to see a Prometheus seen... that doesn't suck. I've only seen Alien and Aliens. Those are the only two. That's really, really all you need like to see. Fifteen of them. There's Alien like, Three. There's Alien Resurrection. Then there's Alien versus Predator, which is kind of a terrible, dirty love that. child of. And then there's Alien Predator Requiem. And then there's um, um, Prometheus, what starts with a P? What's the Prometheus? Pe- Prometheus. And then what's the sequel? What's the one that came after Prometheus? Um, Don't know if I've seen it. Oh. That's the one where they go to the planet and it's got um, oh, the funny it. guy from Eastbound and Down in it. Danny McBride. Danny McBride's in it. And he plays a serious-ish Covenant. character and he does Alien a really Covenant. good job. Covenant. Alien Covenant. Yeah, that's the sequel to Prometheus, which is still a prequel to Alien. Prometheus wasn't bad. Was it? It wasn't nearly as bad as Alien vs. Predator. All right. I didn't hate that Put movie. together the greatest crack team Earth can. Well, do we have enough money? Yes. I'm literally the richest man that's ever lived. We can afford the best of the best. All right. What are we doing? We're going to another planet. So we're going to need exobiologists, engineers, the smartest, the best of the best. All right. We've got them here. Now, what should we do? Well, they should probably wander around in this big alien cave and touch shit with their unprotected hands. They'll do Uh, that, right? Wait, did we bring a map of any kind? No. Let's wander around and get lost. Let's all split up. Exobiologists to the left, engineer to the right. Where's the super genius? We brought... Everybody splits up and starts poking shit. The four of us know better than to poke some alien goo that's clearly alive. Uh, There's a part where like this you, alien lamprey. The There's an alien lamprey that comes out of some goo and goes like a cobra. And he goes, hey, little fella. <laughs> I just I'm the smartest man on Earth and they're paying me a billion dollars to do this. So would you? Come here, come here, little buddy. Yes. Oh, let me take my gloves off. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle! You're right. It is a bad movie. It's a bad movie. <laughs> oh, that is so dumb. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that part. All movies are thinking, dumb. It's the Wayland Utani Corporation. They literally have a monopoly. Period on earth like they just do everything now like when you look at the description of the Wayland yutani corporation it's not like oh yeah we make weapons they're like yeah we're a weapons slash auto slash medical slash industrial slash uh agricultural farm it's everything they do everything mm-hmm. now there, there's like three companies that exist and they're the biggest of the three they do every fucking thing they've built a goddamn starship <laughs> like 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 they've gone to another planet across the goddamn galaxy they're the richest people that exist. 
they've everybody that shows up there is a dumb dumb. Now you could make the 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 you could suppose that oh maybe they brought dumb dumb so they would step in shit and they'd get to watch how it all went down, but that's not it either. It's just bad writing. It's just lazy writing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not yeah, it's not a good movie. All right. You've convinced me. I will not be watching it again. I do remember watching Alien vs. Predator during like it came out during like near Halloween, I want to say. Like it did. years and years and years ago. And I saw it in theaters. And I just remember being like three quarters of the way through that and just not caring who won. Now are you talking about the one where they go down into the Antarctic pyramid that's under the ice? Yeah. Or are you talking about the one in the small town? Because that's Alien Predator Requiem, and that's even worse. No, I, I only the first the first one. The, the one, one with the, the black Earth. chick. Yeah. That one's okay. Uh, that one's like a five out of ten or something like that. It's kind of fun, but you know, you kind of gotta suspend your disbelief. If a movie has the word versus in it, it's going to be bad. Generally speaking, yeah. Freddy um, versus Jason. That was Oh, that was a masterpiece. Uh Alien Covenant, which is a sequel to Prometheus. That one gets real nutty. It's 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 kind of a direct it's a direct sequel, but the only returning cast member is that pretty man who plays David, whose name's escaping oh, me right now. Sign. Yeah. There's one returning cast member for this. Well, it's the only surviving <laughs> cast member from the first one. You know, everybody else died. So, and, and he's an android. Yeah, their careers died with the first one. Sure. And, <laughs> and, and it's, Michael it's Fassbender. Like Michael Fassbender. And so they're on this generational ship, you know, the, the kind that <clears throat> the idea is that like everybody's in sleeping pods asleep and they're traveling really far across the galaxy to this planet that they know is habitable. And uh, I want to say they all wake up because they're getting a radio transmission, and uh, and they they say, "Oh shit! Look, there's a pretty good planet right here. Right here's one. Like like it's it's another thirty years to get to where we're going. Let's all let's just check this one out." And they're like, "I don't know. Maybe we should just go with the plan. You know, um, are we even qualified to make these kind of decisions?" And then Danny Bride's like, "Yeah, of course we are. Let's go." They literally land on the planet wearing fucking jeans. They they land like they their their protective gear came from like <laughs> fucking Walmart. Like they're wearing like like fucking t-shirts and jeans, and they land on an alien fucking planet. And immediately I was like, what if there's germs or like 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 any of the many thousands of things that could you don't know it's an alien planet. Anything could be there that could kill you. And sure enough, somebody steps on a fucking mushroom and it goes. With these little spores, and the next thing you know, people are mutating. Shit's popping out of their bodies. Now the ship's getting blown up. It was awful. It was awful. It was yeah. awful. Meanwhile, really, Scott's yeah. over there fucking making blue people again instead of making a decent <laughs> alien movie. It's very upsetting. It, it very felt upsetting. very feti- little, little bit like a fetish here going on with this, right? It's large blue people, right? Like that's that's this close to furries. Yeah, oddly specific, right? Like, <laughs> it's a it's a race of Native Americans who are blue and larger. Big blue and cock. So it's hot. It's gonna be a Pornhub category. No, because they don't have penises. They have tail fucking. Uh, they're like uh, hair braids fucking. They if do I that sort of like it comes out. Yeah. Of it. it's like a um ponytail. They've evolved past dicks and pussies. Now they just have weird, very vanilla braid sex. Lame. <laughs> How many positions can you possibly do? A lot. Open your mind, Taylor. There's nothing else to do. I'm going to suck on those braids. What are they going to do? 69 when they do it? They look like Ken dolls down there. They don't have pussies and dicks. Well, I feel like 
They've got pussies and dicks. No, otherwise they wouldn't have the hair thing. What do they got? Cloacas? Are we going back to this again? <laughs> with you? First, of all, first of all, we did determine that chickens are one of those birds that just does a little deposit thing. Remember? A cloacal kiss. Yes, a cloacal <laughs> kiss. We did we did learn that a lot of birds don't have dicks, so I will I, not be maligned. I hate I, I hate that you were so ignorant about the way about where eggs came from that you stumbled ass backwards into the fact that they have cloacal kisses. And you were like, aha! I told you that chickens don't fuck. And it's like you didn't. You, if if they had said chickens have huge penises and they're actually called cocks, and that's why we call cocks penises, you'd have been like Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> what we ended up discovering is that chickens don't fuck. We did discover that, yes. Yes. Now <laughs> who's the slightly bigger fool? <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely birds with dicks. Ducks have fucked up dicks. And mm -hmm. I'm sure rest, uh, lots of no normal looking bird dicks that I've seen. I guess they think our dicks look weird, so let's not be too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the animals that have barbs on their cocks. Yeah, like dogs. No dogs yeah. do that? No, they've got a knot. Yeah, the knot that locks them into the, the dog pussy. Yeah. So does it just unknot as they lose their boner? Is that how that works? Yeah, it inflates and deflates. So yeah. I'd imagine after they nut, which for a dog tastes like six seconds, they're just done. Or you could Incredible like they needed that knot, right? Pardon? Like if the if you if the whole thing lasts six seconds, incredible they needed that anchor. Ah, right? see the right? like, no, 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 no. You're missing the point of the knot. So the the sex happens, you know, the dog penis and the dog vagina, and uh, and then like as he's finishing, <laughs> as he's going, like the knot at the base of the penis is slowly swelling and getting larger inside the vagina, and somewhere around the time of ejaculation, some maybe a little before, maybe a little after. It has swollen to the point where now it can't come out. And so the dogs have to do that like ass to ass thing where they just sit and chill for a while while they wait on the knot to deflate so they can separate. And this period of time is when the insemination is occurring because mm. it, it, otherwise the, 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 the semen would the just bitch. come right out of the vagina and, and, and the, the bitch might not be uh, properly bred. As as we say at my house, bread. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a you know it's it's to ensure fertilization. Okay. Huh. So if the dog were to lose his heart on a little quicker, like showing pictures of baseball, then there'd be no baby. Correct. Yeah. Actually, I, I think that would really turn him on. He'd love to see that baseball. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd be like, like yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair Season point. Tennis ball and just swelled right back up again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then uh, I went about this all wrong. I think pigs have that corkscrew uh, penis. That's the worst. Are you sure? I'm gonna Google pig dick. Yeah, I might yeah, be thinking yeah. of the tail. Yeah, please Google pig dick. I want that on your Google. Search. I put I put pig penis. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> I put uh, uh, I misspelled pig. I'm a genius. It's corkscrew, it isn't it? Uh, this one's corkscrewy. This one is not. Oh no, they're all a little screwy. What do they say? Yeah. Why is yours an no, actual pig dick? Because I'm looking at a YouTube video. Ooh, I love the look on Woody's face when he found the corkscrew. He went, Yeah, man. dude. And it came out like it appeared. Oh my god. So at first, I thought it was going to come straight out and have a corkscrew, but no, it seems to 
do that on its way in and out. Fuck and this yeah. thing is going in like, whew. There's a That's YouTube video called This Is What a Pig's Penis Looks Like. You can <laughs> Google it yourself, guys. Yes. This is just showing a recipe for pig penis on a stick. Wow. You know, if you didn't tell me that was pig dick, it doesn't look bad. Yeah. And then I want to say, which which animal is it that has the barbs on their penis? Cat. Well, the cat. Yes. The barbs. cat has. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I think it's barbs. All of them, I think all cats, I think. Ooh, that's why you don't fuck a cat, folks. Let's see. Cat penis. No, that's why you don't get fucked by a cat, Kyle. That's why you don't get fucked by a cat, folks. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're they're just it's kind of gross looking. There are some spines on there, definitely. God, well, damn. that's enough of that. What sure do? What is the point? It's just because cats are mean and they don't want anyone to no, enjoy. Not, not, not the spikes, the corkscrew on the pig. Oh. Why? Wow. No idea. Maybe it's maybe there's a corkscrew pussy because that's how ducks are. Duck pussy is like a maze. And then, really? they, <laughs> and then that, that duck it's dick like a labyrinth and it goes that <laughs> explains goes, the trouble I was having yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> just keep your hand touching the right wall and we'll make our way out of here <laughs> <laughs> do swans have that or geese do geese have that the maze thing because uh, yeah now I gotta look up geese goose pussy <laughs> So I was having some trouble with the geese. Vagina. Thought maybe we'll that explained like... it. Do <sighs> animal genitalia dot biz. I like how bright that page is, Taylor. Like it looks <laughs> right. like you're like trapped in like a basement or something. There's a like bright spotlight of goose vagina in your face right now. So <laughs> Taylor's oh, monitor tans him. It's just a whole article of different animals' dicks. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, the ducks are really, really just awful. Oh, the ostrich dick. That's also there's something with birds and and spiral penises. Okay. Well, right. well I'm gonna go ahead and my history. <laughs> so, uh, filthy. Where can everybody find you? Uh, filthy robot on Twitch. Filthy robot on YouTube. That's probably the best places. I'm filthy underscore robot on Twitter. How about that? There you Very go. Nice. All right. Right. Any anything else from our wonderful sponsors? Nope, we are all good. All right, show's got to go five more seconds to hit four hours. One, two, two, three, three, three four, four, five. Okay, <laughs> episode five hundred six. <laughs>